Futa's Network. Hi, this is Devin Track from the Freebooters Network. Today we're bringing you another episode of Anonymous Tabletop. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Anonymous Tabletop episode 35. In this supersized episode, we welcome Mario back after his 30-episode hiatus, find out Lathan might need an intervention for his gaming addiction, and we once again ask our listeners to fight each other for our amusement. We then recap our trip to Columbus, Ohio for our very first Origins Game Fair, find out I'm obviously a big fan of donuts and beer, and Katie demos some new games while uncomfortably watching a marriage implode. Afterwards, we discuss the rise of toxic fandoms, find out Neil Patrick Harris can play essentially any role, and Lathan rabbit holes once again and still can't stop talking about his beloved DC. And last but not least, we introduce a new segment in Shut Up and Take My Money, Celebrity Deathmatch gets downright radioactive but still somehow remains tasty, and Tim Sack has to put our listeners on hold while we all frantically scramble for answers. As always, we'd like to remind you that this podcast is uncensored and may not be suitable for all audiences. In all honesty, it's not really suitable for any audience if you ask us, but you have been warned. But anyway, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Anonymous Tabletop. As always, I am your host, Dave. I'm always here. I'm the one person who always shows up to this horrible, horrible place. You live here. We record in your dungeon. You do. I Actually, I, I only let you out for recording purposes, so it, that's the case. But uh, as, uh, well, with me today, I mean, we're going to go right into this because this is an episode. This is episode 35. What? What? Now, why are you laughing this at is, the episode? This is an episode? It is an episode. An episode. It is, is grammatically correct. Thank you. An episode. That's what it is. Just so you know, every conversation with Dave is, this is not an episode. No, it usually isn't. But with me today is, of course, my lovely wife, Katie. Hey, I'm here. I'm still lovely, apparently. Apparently. I showered. And next to Katie is her lovely dog, Watson. <laughs> yes, Watson, Hi, welcome. Hi. Uh, Tim, of course, we've heard him blathering on since yes. the beginning of the episode. And to uh, my left is the lovely Nathan. And to my left is the lovely Nathan. I'm actually going to have to do some editing on that, aren't I? The lovely lady. You don't have to edit that. I'm not going to edit it. You're already drunk. not going to edit it. You're already drunk. He's just going to slip a commercial in there. you already drunk? And of course, course, we got Lathan. Say hi, Lathan. Hi, Lathan. There we go. And of course, we always have Gene. Now, we have a full house today. It's amazing. We have Gene here as well. But we have a fuller house. We do have a fuller house. Now, you... Oh, now he's... Now, you're breaking the fourth wall, sir. Wait, I'm, yes, what, I'm drumming how, this up. How long has it been? Do they actually recognize his There are no walls on radio. Be quiet, you. There are no walls on radio. So, 30 episodes ago, in the very episode, number five was the last time we've listened to this wonderful... See if you can... What we can do is he should, he should talk and let's see if people know who he is. Okay. So, say something, person of newness, and... We'll give everybody five seconds to think of who the voice belongs to. Well, I really don't think it's that memorable, but uh, yeah, it has been a long time. So Steve Gutenberg? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's an honor to have you here, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> I thought you know, it was Buscemi. I, 
But Steve Buscemi, is it just a random <laughs> Steve yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Rogers. Steve. Yeah, Steve Rogers. There you go. Now, of course, it is our very own Dr. Mario. Yeah. He's Woo! back after 30 episodes in three Woo! years. Woo! Holy shit. Welcome Dr. back, Rio. Ding, ding, ding. I'm toasting to Mario returning to the show Yay. after all this time. It's Mario returning right. to the show. Tink, 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 tink. Wow. Well, how the hell you been, Mario? That's been a long, 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 long time. Good. I'm ready to talk shop. Really? Oh, we're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> you returned to the wrong podcast. You returned to the wrong podcast. I don't make up a shop. It's some kind we of used shop. to talk about things, but... We, we would say what's new, but I think the doctor in front of your name gives no, it away. So, yeah. Not, no, not the no, kind of doctor that can write his prescriptions. We haven't got that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you don't need to go that far. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. We missed you these last three years. Yeah, you don't, don't need, need to, to do any more school. school. I no, like, no, no, I no like free time. That's good. Yeah. yeah, free time's nice. Free time's really nice. Yeah. Welcome back to the land yeah. of the living. Thanks for having me back and never leaving me out of the loop. Yeah, so now you're going to be stuck in this dungeon That's now fine. because you're going to be chained up with the rest of everybody. Right. Well, you know. So, because I only let you guys out once a month so yeah. that Katie and I go upstairs. We just throw breadcrumbs down here once in a while for you. Little yeah, Katie's going to needlepoint you to that chair and yeah. you're not leaving down here. No, no, no not no. going to be able to leave. True. Very true. You know, we should have run a Kickstarter to see if we can, like, build up the basement. Everybody runs Kickstarters for random shit. Why can't That's we run true. a Kickstarter yeah. to like make the dungeon a real dungeon? It would make us really sad when we found out because we can't seem to like push over that hurdle of 189 <laughs> well, followers on Facebook. Now, people, people. We, we might is, get like a con- consolidatory or whatever the word is. Consolidatory? Yeah. Two dollars or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you if we ask like two hundred, one hundred and eighty-nine yeah, people, but if we can't get one hundred and eighty-nine people to gang together and add a couple. We only need eleven more. I'm only looking for two hundred because I'm going to give away a game at two hundred. Hey there, Future Dave here. As luck would have it, we hit two hundred likes just after recording this very episode. But fear not, we'll be adding new likes to the hopper for the free game until the airing of the next episode. So keep those likes coming, guys. You guys are awesome. Back to the show. So 200 somebody, Facebook followers. 200 Facebook followers, yes. Oh, yeah. like you know what? We, we could, oh, no. Well, if we get 200 blue jobs, that's an awesome thing. We but could stand at a highway underpass with a piece of cardboard that says, we'll podcast for carpeting. We can. We have carpeting. Well, we didn't. We didn't. Not, not down yet. here. Oh, you don't <laughs> need carpeting. Why do you need carpeting? <laughs> we got a rug. Yeah, we got a rug. We'll throw the rug <laughs> in there for you. We haven't put it in yet because I need to move an entire table to do so. We'll podcast for drywall. <laughs> and acoustic ceiling tiles. There you go. The acoustic ceiling and tiles. heat. No, you don't need heat. It's summertime. It's coming up on summertime. It doesn't feel like summer. It's yes. overrated. But three episodes from now, it'll be winter and it'll be cold again. No, I don't think so. It will at least be fall. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Because it depends on what. July is going to be a tough one, but we're going to try it. We're going to try. We're going to see if we can do it. It'll probably be the tail end. So we'll have to see. But see, well, once again, seeing behind the curtain, this is behind the curtain right now. Mm-hmm. You, you're not supposed to know this stuff, but we're just letting you in because that's the kind of podcast we are. Mm-hmm. We let you know everything behind the scenes. Like Tim's drinking his drink, spilling it all over the table, bumping the mic, Where's coughing the, into it. That's fine. Just that's, drop anywhere. Uh, you, that's what you think. I am not wasting my alcohol. Oh. How is your girly drink? Yeah. It's it's a girly drink without vodka in it. It's, you are the master of the girly drink. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't have an umbrella with me this time. But. That's terrible. Oh. If you're going to drink that, you need an <laughs> hang umbrella. Hang on. Hang on. I'll get you one. We're going to get you an umbrella, Tim. And, he, and what he's going to bring is a beach umbrella because it's a really big glass. You had to bring this up, Tim. You just had to, didn't you? You know what? Yeah. I, did, I didn't know he would get up and run away. I didn't know he would get up and run away. There we go, Tim. There's your umbrella. That's what you get. Now put it in your drink. Hey, don't you know it's, a, it's bad to open an umbrella in the house? You know that, right? 
Bad luck. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any worse luck, so there we go. There's Tim's umbrella. At least he's well shaded. Yeah, he is well shaded because I know it was going to rain. So. Because I was getting so much sun in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all it does here now is rain anyways. Oh, no kidding. We're going to have no to podcast for an arc pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was supposed to rain all day today, and I was hoping that the sun pump wouldn't constantly go off because it's right behind yeah. our head. Mm-hmm. Because, you know... Like all great recording studios, you have a sump pump, yeah. everything in it. It's not soundproofed. We, we could always unplug it and just pick up our feet. We could. Yeah. <laughs> hold up all the electrical gear. <laughs> well, that's why I got it all. Tim, all, you're like, tallest. You get to hold to it all table. up. You've got a GFI down here, don't you? No, you don't. No, I don't. Not no, for that one. Don't. Well, it's not a GFI for the sumps. Sumps are never GFI'd. Well, they're supposed to be. No, they're not. Yeah, they are when, since when? All right, dude, stop. It's in, it's in code. Yeah, Illinois, you're supposed to. It's been... Yeah, it's been like that. They'll forever. they'll overlook it. Yeah. If you if you don't have one just for the sump pump, but actually my basement flooded a couple of times because we were putting the addition on mm-hmm. and the inspector required oh. a GFI on the sump pump. And unfortunately when motors get old, they start leaking a little bit and, yeah. and tripping circuit breakers. Oh, yeah. but isn't or that GFIs. the point of a sump pump is to get the water out and if there's water, you don't want to turn off the pump. Exactly. So why Okay. Never yeah, mind. it's stupid. Why, as hell why are you they trying to that? use common sense? Yeah. You must understand. Well, this is well, state of welcome Illinois, to so. plumbing talk. Yeah. <laughs> For all your sub pump <laughs> needs, you've come to the right place. The Anonymous Tabletop Podcast, place for all your sub pump needs. <laughs> it's our sister podcast, Sub Pump Chat. Sub pump. Hey, actually, that sounds like a different kind of chat. Sub pump chat. Come on, once more with feeling. <laughs> You know, I can't it all sounds it. like NPR. Yeah, it is. It's always interesting. Hey, we have extra people that like this. So this we'll time. try my salty, sweaty balls. Yes. Yeah. So if we keep being funny, people will keep listening to us. We uh, we had a new guy that came on. He said things that he liked our episodes. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we had a new guy. Yeah, someone we, we random. Had a new guy. Yeah, a random Who was the new guy? guy. He's a guy. He's what was a guy. His name? his name's Mike. Hey there, future Dave again. In true Dave fashion, I botch a name. It's Mark, not Mike. Welcome to the show, Mark. You got your very own Future Dave mention. How's that for pandering? Back to the show. I'm not going to tell you his last name. I think you're Mike's making this up as you it's go along. It's not Mike number two. No. I'm, yeah. Mike, yeah, I don't, he doesn't have a number yet. He, Mike, if you, Mike, if you hear this, because last time you know who you are. Which Mike? I don't know which Mike. It's not a complete, you're not talking about trainer, are you? No. Okay. No, he's, he's number two. number two. Yeah, you know what? One of these episodes, we already told you. Right? Yeah. We're battle to, to the death He's between him and Dev. Battle to the death. Because, no, well, we don't want That's him how it to works. Die. That's why we only have 180 likes because we make our, our <laughs> listeners, listeners fight, each, fight other. each other to the death to steal the other guy's lower number. That's it. So. It's kind of like Highlander. Yep. You know, I think yeah. we've done this. Or the Thunder. Our, goal, our goal is eventually <laughs> we'll have one listener. I was thinking it was it more needs like Afro Samurai. We need one Uber listener. There can be only one. Just a giant, giant listener. One listener in an Uber? Yeah, well, wow, that would be kind of cool. All if right. they were coming here, that's cool. We could use more content. But come yes. on down. So Okay, but what everybody, well, welcome Mario, welcome Tim, welcome Lathan, welcome Gene and Katie and me. Watson. All right, Watson. so. And all Leia. of our listeners. Yeah, well, oh, sorry. All you guys, too. Sorry. I thought that was a given, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, way to make our listeners feel unwelcome. Well, they're always feeling unwelcome. They're listening to us. So <laughs> we have disdain for everyone, including ourselves. So, so we're going to start with hobby updates. See, Katie keeps us on the rails. I love that and about her. She's just a wonderful, think, wonderful woman. I wish I, she would talk more and more. I think 
that Mario should go last because after three years, you, you should have, should have the hobby longest updates. hobby update in history. Actually, due to scheduling, hobby he should go second to last because we need there, there's a lead in for us. All right. so, oh, okay. Yes. So Mario will go second to last. There you go. We which see, look means at this. once again behind the curtain. As always, we're going to skip over Tim because he never has a hobby. No. You know update. what? I will donate my time to Mario. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I will take that Thank donation. Yeah, Senator <laughs> Tim. Yeah, I second that. I second that. My only hobby update is is battling with Nurgle to try and evict him from my swimming pool. So. Oh, that's a rough, so the, so that's the, a rough battle. Yeah, yeah, so the usual thing is like, yes. wow, for a gaming podcast, life, life instead. Have, yeah, you have a yeah. Well. Do what I do. Create a game out of life. That's what I do for Nate. I mean, uh-huh. I'm cleaning the basement. I'm mowing the lawn. I'm doing other things. He didn't enjoys those kind of real life. Out- didn't they make that a board game? Probably did. Yeah. Probably. I think mowing life. the yard, they did. Life, yes. Life, the life, yeah, life. life. That's, uh, yeah, that game was horrible. I life like is horrible pegs. in general. Oh, the little pegs. Yeah. I always like the little pegs. Yeah, they were always weird. The little peg cars are cool. Yeah. 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 I kind of like We leave it late in the Oh, my God. The best spinner. In any board game is life. Actually, that's what our uh, Nancy's younger daughter put on her mortarboard for her graduation. You know how everyone's decorating the top of their hat. Oh, yeah. So she had the game of life spinner and part of the board on there. She went out, bought a game just so she could put bits of it onto her. Yeah. It, she, everyone well, liked her hat. It's that. just the, it's the noise that's satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was getting... And the spinner noise. I think the best one I saw since I graduated this year was a guy had... Uh, education plus four intelligence, uh, financial <laughs> minus uh, two hundred and fifty thousand gold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the truth. He's got that a long, is. long life of raiding and and questing to mm-hmm. get that gold mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, did you have anything on your mortarboard? No, I didn't because I totally forgot about that whole deal. Well, it's so weird, like. You know, I got my doctorate 12 years ago now, and it's only been in the last 12 years that they've started doing stuff I know. like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was never an option for us either. No. So, all right. So, Tim sucks at hobby updates as well. Of course always. he does. Sucks at hobby updates. I don't or, know. We should just skip over him every time. Or suck at I'm life, awesome but he sucks at, at hobby, hobby updates. updates. Our fans are like, what if this is the part of the podcast? Everyone's just like, oh, God, they suck so much. And it's like, oh, Tim, he's my man. No hobby update. Woo woo. So. All you talk about is the meat grinder. That's always your hobby update. That's, that is my hobby update for yeah. for, for like months. Two episodes. Unless he episodes. Makes- the sign's right behind your head over there. So there you go. Yes, Unless there. we make him like do an RPG with us. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He will come down if we're playing something. But yes, uh, unfortunately, the last RPG was right the day before the last podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's which okay. worked. So I had a built-in hobby. You did, it. you did. I'm got, we helped you out with that because you had to help out somebody. You had to help out the downtrodden once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are apparently the gaming downtrodden. You have. I am. I I will will uh, game for hobby update. There we go. Is my piece of cardboard <laughs> on the side of the floor. We will we will update. take a picture of that for you in a little mm-hmm. bit. We'll have you. We'll we'll make one for you just so you can plead for help. Because people will like the game with you. I mean, we won't, but will somebody will. But ply me with vodka, and I will game for hobby updates. There we go. I bet you do more than game for hobby updates. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on drinking, friend. Uh, Keep on drinking. All right, since you're done, clearly. Yep. And I'm spent. You're spent. <laughs> Lathan. Lathan, what about you? What have you been up to? 
We're glad to have you, by the way, because you sh- you were a last minute addition today. Yes. I was uh, I was afraid you weren't. We had make it. given away Lathan's microphone, microphone. Yeah. and oh. just as we were doing that, this Lathan senses tingle, and he's like, "Must get to microphone," and he showed microphone. up. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Rio and um, Gene are Gene. sharing microphones today. So. I know. I was I was very, very close. I was like, you know what? What's going to happen? We're going to have six, and we're going to have five microphones. I had one in the basket because there's been one I've been looking at for the longest time. I'm like, hey, it's a good one. It's a little kit. It'll right on the end. That's where I want to put it. So is that, see that empty cord right there? That yes. empty cord is waiting. It's waiting. So you, you have a spot for a microphone right there. Yeah. So, I mean, see right there? You got the cable right there. It's already hooked up. We just need to put a microphone in there. So, so Rio's writing on the too. table in Sharpie. Camp Rio. Yeah, Camp Rio. Camp we'll Rio. Right. Property of. of Dr. Rio. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lathan, sorry about that. We once again went off the rails, as we are wont to do. So go, go, Lathan. What would you, what, what would you like to talk about? Well, um, printed sex toys. I'm thinking, I'm thinking here, okay? I'm thinking. I know. I'm thinking. He sounds so sad, like he's got some, he wants Aww. us to donate money to I'm, some cause right well, now. Well, yes, I have a cause for you to donate to. <laughs> I need Batman. No, it is called Kickstarter Anonymous. Oh, oh you're falling into the trap again, huh? Oh. They got me again. Oh, what did you what did you get God. caught on this time? Batman board game, season two. Batman. You called it. Let me think Batman. So wait, the first one was four hundred plus. What's the second one? Yeah. <gasps> oh. What? We're not going into that. Tracy yeah. doesn't listen. Go ahead. You can yeah. tell us. Yeah. Come on. It's just like a confessional. It's, tell me your sins. Son. You're, up, you're among in, friends. You're among friends. It's I'm okay. not up to 400 yet. 250. Yet. 250. No, 350, I say. 350 minimum. 389. Let's, let's all right? Right? <laughs> everybody check. I, I tell you all this. It is below 400, but more than 250. Oh. 350. 325. 350. 251. Yep. <laughs> I'm the lowest One dollar. <laughs> I'm the dick who does one dollar. Three eighty nine. I just said three eighty nine. Oh god, three hundred seventy five dollars. <sighs> yeah, I win. Yeah. <laughs> but you went over. <laughs> you, they know me. They know I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> so, so here's the question: You've received your first wave. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. Have you played it? I have not played it yet. Have you taken it out of the box? Oh yeah. Have you? Read the rules. We're yes. talking about season one. They're hard. Yeah, <laughs> two. It's, it's well, like, it's it's based on the Conan monolith. Yeah, it's it's, game. it's yeah. a monolith one. It's the models look really really cool. Yes, I did. I, I saw that. I, I do like the models are excellent. Yeah. I just I really really want to like I gotta really want the models to pay four hundred plus for that. Yeah. That I'm, first I'm, game. I'm on right now. I'm in search of you know like a a kind soul to paint them for me, Jim. Uh, that would do so a great job, a Kathy. Um, yeah. You know, that would make them look phenomenal, uh, Justin. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, I, I, I'm in, uh, hey, I'm Mark, in search, Matt. I, I yeah. I'm in search for some love, Matt. Uh, you know, just, just to help me out and and which, which Matt? Um, um, which the which? other Matt too. Uh, you know, just help <laughs> me out. Just, 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 just throw some love my way. I send you models, yeah, you send them back in a timely like fashion. Yeah, you can, you can have Mark do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I Liz. saw Eddie painting too. I bet Eddie would. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie. Hey, number uh, what? I forgot. He's, I thought he was thirteen. He's no, he's fourteen and twenty-eight. 
Okay. Because he was such a listener. He was he showed up to two. Now, Eddie, if you show up for number three next year, guess what? You get another number because that's the kind of people we are. We just Which can't means three people can challenge him for his lower they number. They could, yes. Exactly. Like the, so the Highlander, they would... Yeah, the headband. He's, he's got too many. It's got, he's, he's the powerhouse right now. But I think his power rating's got to be amplified by three. Since it, does. Three yeah. well, well, it does. Well, but technically, though, he can only challenge the number two person. He can only challenge number two. And number two is the only one that can challenge so the Mike's first listener. So Mike's in trouble. I wouldn't <laughs> want to challenge Mike. Mike's going to kick We're, everyone's ass. We follow the Afro Samurai rules, which is the only person that can challenge number one is the person with the number two headband. So oh, the only you. person that can challenge a first listener is the number two listener. Well, that but makes sense. Anybody can challenge the number two listener. Oh, did, did you say Afro Samurai? Yes. Afro yes. Samurai. Yes. yes. You've never watched that? It's actually pretty good. Ah. Well, actually, Dev is number one and Trainer is wow. number two. So yeah, I was number thinking two? Mike Trainer. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They won't so pay. nobody's yeah. going to challenge him for his go. number two. Seat. Yeah, but number two is going to want to take out number one. He's that's exactly. been his that's been his prime directive since day one is to take Sorry. out number one. Sorry, this debate of number two and number one reminds me of um, Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> Who Our does ju- number two, two work for? Oh damn! If I didn't already have something picked for the end of this show, that would have been it. <laughs> You, that's right. You show him who was boss. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that scene. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I got to change the end. Thank you. God damn it. I had something great. I already. Hey, I already. You know what? I did so much work on this podcast you could before have an today. Additional hey, Easter egg. Hey, again. No, hey, just relax. Don't blow an O ring, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. <sighs> well, see, but yours could be the Easter egg then. Yes, my yep. What I have an e- what this podcast doesn't have Easter eggs. Yes, it does. Well, it kind of does. You know, we do we have to get do. back to the problem at hand. Here is that his Lathan's addiction. A, yeah, I've been leaving Easter eggs all <laughs> over the basement. The hey, Lathan, the bathroom I, upstairs is too far wait, of a walk. Wait, wait, I thought people eating couch cushions were bad enough, but now you're just like kickstartering like crazy. Like my strange obsession or addiction. That's this is it. Yeah, so, I think you're not alone though. You're not oh, no, alone. I'm, I'm not. Oh, because God, did you no. see the backing level on this oh, thing? Yeah. There's well, so many people backing it. Well, the it. problem with it is this. Is, is is I get it at the very beginning when they first pop up. I'm like, oh, that looks nice. And I put money down. And then I forget about it. <laughs> and then like 10 of them all in like the same week. And, you know, like my, my checking account goes from nice and happy to, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to need a kidney. And maybe a toe. <laughs> saying, you what know. are you going to do with a toe? They make necklaces. Hey, necklaces. You know what? I can get you a toe. I can get you a toe with nail polish on it if you want. Is that a nephro samurai? Yeah, no. You know what? <laughs> it's a big Lebowski if you, thing. If you talk to an undertaker, they've got toes. I can get they've you a toe. spare. They've got, you a toe. they've got jars. No one ever checks for toes. Exactly. Just Nobody like, opens the bottom and takes no. a shoe off. They see like, hands. You know they what? see heads. Nana Anything below came the waist, in here with 10 toes. She'd better come out with all 10 nice. toes. Well, you know, uh, there's, there's, yeah. there's a black market for toes. Because <laughs> everybody wants toes. But yeah. Especially with nail polish. Back to Lathan's Back to Lathan. addiction. So the, 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 yeah. the Kickstarter, you know, like addiction is, is, is strong. Does it make it a little easier that the prices were in euros? No. That makes it worse. That makes it worse. That makes it worse because then you're doing math in your head trying to figure out. It's like, okay, if I change this to this, what's it going to equal out to? And yeah, you know, I can't, I can't do that kind of stuff. That just, just throws it all off. So, Lathan, you, you've got Batman. What, yeah. else, what else are you in, that's the in only, hock for? That's the only one I'm in hock for at the moment. Okay. There are others that are in the pipeline that I'd have to look up to figure out what the hell they were. Um, and they sent me something about that 
chicken game that I got into. Oh, at the chicken island or whatever. Yeah, the stupid chicken one. They sent another update for that. I don't know what the fuck. You're welcome. That one. By that way. Chicken game. Yeah, chicken. Chicken jeebies. It's his fault. Yeah, it is. Okay, what chicken game? The chicken jeebies. I don't remember what the damn game it's, is. It's, it's chicken something. War for Chicken I, Island or you know something? What? Kickstarter I don't know. has his credit card, and they're just like, you know what? Lathan will buy it. Yeah, you're going like, to like, you know, like this. Just trust us. Just we'll just for you. Yeah. I, I signed up for this. I use yeah. Kickstarter like most people use, you know, like those gift box things. You know, it's like, yeah, just just, just, just keep sending them. Good. Just keep sending crap. It'll like, show well, up eventually. You use Kickstarter like other people use Amazon Prime. I'm out of well, chicken right. cutlets. Lathan's like, I need Batman season four. <laughs> we haven't done season three yet. Who cares? Send me season four. <laughs> yeah, that, you know that, but that's the thing about a Kickstarter, though. You can easily just you, you yeah. get in there, you do it, and then all of a sudden, it's like you're explaining to your wife that, oh my god, a box showed up. I don't know why it showed up. You've, it's only uh, been two years ago that I I, I said I'm yes so to this. I'm so tired of the lies. They're not it's, lies. I'm telling you, if you have a board game with 3D chibi livestock, I'm in. So, you know. All these are chibi chickens. Mm-hmm. They're chickens. chickens. Okay. It's chicken can something you find out the name of this chibi chicken? I got to find out what the name is. Okay. Actually, well, it should have been chibi chickens. It should have been chibi chickens. Because that's such a good name. Can I kick, just search Kickstarter? And it should just chickens? have a theme song. Yeah. Kickstarter chibi chickens. Chickens. Actually, if you look at our... Hey, if you actually go to our anonymous tabletop podcast... or actually, Hey, you silence you. If you go to the anonymous tabletop.com website, there's actually somewhere. It's on the front page somewhere. The chibi chicken. Game? Yeah, because I that's where I put it, and then I then put it on Facebook, and which hooked ensnared Lathan over there. So look, hey people, my website is inadvertently hooking in people. So come on, he's come the on. junkie dealer. I am. He is. I am. He's, he's the dealer, man. All I did is I showed a picture of some chickens, some chibi chickens. Yeah. That's it. And as a um, precluder, yes. Um, if you guys listen towards the end of the podcast, there's a new segment. Where we call shut up and take what shut up and take my money shut up and take my money wow where we talk about kickstarters you should yell that name every time I know shut up and take my money shut up and take my money shut up and take my money we're gonna start we're gonna well when we come into that segment we'll tell you about that but hey I have one other surprise but I, that's fine whatever just break it up now that's fine whatever I got one other gaming what else update what which else? is which is which is a first for me yes because you know I'm I'm not into these weird carry around your phone games. But some for some reason, somebody told me I had to play this Harry Potter wizardry. Wizards thingy. unite! What is wrong yeah. with you people? I, so have, I've I, been, I have it too. Are you oh. playing that as we speak? No, I, I'm not. Okay. Are you are you catching are you catching Harry Potter Pokemon in my basement? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to do this thing because I know nothing about these I, games. I can explain. I oh. know nothing. Okay. <laughs> she can't explain, Lucy. Okay, <laughs> I, I I explain you. So somebody gonna have to explain this thing to me because I don't know anything about Go this. For it. I don't get it. All I know is it took forever to download on my phone, and then I it downloaded because- and it complained that I was in the car when I downloaded it, <laughs> which I was not. I was not too thrilled with it complaining that I was in the car when I downloaded it. I wasn't driving, and it's like, well, you're driving. You're probably driving, so we can't play this game. Interesting. I'm not driving. Shut off your Somebody Bluetooth else was driving. Time. That was not cool. Actually, that oh, was kind of, yeah. Well, no, it's going to, regardless of Bluetooth, it's GPS. Well, yeah, it's GPS. So they're going to know if well, you're if moving you're, if too you're fast. Moving, he said he wasn't yeah, driving. So the only way they would have known. In no, order to it doesn't matter. Avoid you're going too fast. No, he said he wasn't moving. don't let you play. Oh. Uh-huh. He, no. he said he was in so the if car. I'm too he fast? Was, you have to be. Were you, you driving? Was the car moving? Or the car was moving. Oh, okay, yeah. so yeah, that's yeah. yeah the GPS, if, if the they're not sending down stopped, spy drones. Uh-huh. Well, no, that's okay. what I was thinking. It was it was because he was hooked into the car. Yeah. With the okay. Bus, so. Yep. No. Yes, Katie. Oh, signs up. Uh oh. Thumbs up. 
<laughs> yeah, wait, heads up, seven up. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up, seven up. So, there so you go. I'm like, so I'm like going through this thing now, trying to figure this stuff out because, as you know, I am a first person shooter person. I am not a walk around in circles and chase stuff person. It is in first person though. Yeah, but it's kind of weird. So I don't know what I'm doing. So, I would give you guys my number if I could figure out how to get back to my number to find out who in the hell I am. Isn't it your cell phone number? <laughs> I don't even just, I don't just give us your stuff. cell phone yeah, number. Just give us your cell phone number. I believe it's yeah. your social security number. Hey, uh, uh, it's eight six seven five three zero nine. People, eight six seven five three zero nine. So now I got to find this stuff because he yeah, pronounced nine. Actually, ask for Jenny. Wizard yeah. peoples. Uh huh. And then when you hit add friend, it gives you what your wizard number is. You know, two little wizard people. So. So I this is a Harry Potter mobile yes. game. So if you want, okay. hey, follow these instructions. So, so when you're on this screen, the main screen, uh-huh. see the little With the people, the two little people. Oh, the two goofy looking yes. dudes in the hat. And if you click add friend, it gives you what your uh-huh. wizard number is. So I am. All right, people, listen to this. No, no, <laughs> don't give this number out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give this number out. Oh I ain't gonna wow. play, you know how often I'm gonna actually play the game. Not very. Well, you, right. you know, there's like 17 people that will ask okay. you. Okay, so here we go. It play with you. Two four two seven seven six one three five four one seven. Once again, that number. Those is numbers are two four two seven seven six one three five four. Bingo! Remember, Bingo! Oh shit! Remember to drink your oval tea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Gene, explain. Rio, your what social security is number is seven, isn't and it? And why you need to have a wizard number? What? Why? Okay, just why? So, to start with, my news feed on Friday morning, there were like five different posts that popped up, like one after the other, about with people posting these numbers, and I'm like, what is this? And so I looked in some of the comments and that, and it, saw it was Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Um, it's a geolocation game, just like Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And so um, the premise is to go out and find confoundables, I think is what they call them. And capture them. There, the was, a, there was a mm-hmm. spell in the wizarding world that somebody cast that sent a bunch of people and items and creatures out into the real world. And so you are a wizard trying to send them back to, from whence they came so that the statute of secrecy isn't broken. So you can... So you can't let the muggles see the magic stuff. Correct. Gotcha. So you're out there casting spells in order to figure out what captured them and then send them back. And so you've got potions. There's a registry of things that you need to return. Um, There's a vault with like ingredients. You get port keys where you can travel to another location to capture the confoundables there. You can have a profession, so you actually get stronger in fighting uh, these creatures because you actually will fight creatures like Acromantulas um, at challenge locations. You're scaring me. <laughs> or Squirtle. Squirtle, yeah, Squirtle. You're it scaring is, it is, me. It is very fandom-centric. Um, Draco Malfoy, I choose you. So if you've watched the Harry Potter movies, also the Fantastic Beast movies, they've got a lot of like the creatures and things from there. Because you're starting to scare me. This sounds like work. This does not sound like a game anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Pokemon Go, you're capturing things, and that's all you do in Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. This is, there's actually 
more of a backstory. I do to like it. there's extra things to do because See, I, I got bored with Pokemon Go by wandering around and just throwing Pokeballs and things. I mean, well, I, they took I, too long to actually yeah. add a game to that one. Yeah. It's they finally just, added it's, a game. It's walking the game. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah. what yeah. it was. And this has some walking elements in that, and obviously you need to walk to specific locations. Like they have inns where you can get your spellcasting power up, your health up. Um, they have greenhouses where you can get potion ingredients, and then they have towers where you're fighting beasts. I am, so, I am sorry not. if I am laughing. Lathan has already deleted the game from no. his phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank He's you. breaking the, the fourth wall. I'm just watching. I, I'm listening to you, but out of the corner of my eye, I am seeing Mario with his headphones and the cable on his headphone is tangled. And he is like, Trying to stealthily straighten up. <laughs> no, he's not. He's wrapped he's, the cord around his fit. neck and he's trying to catch it on an overhead beam. <laughs> but Lathan, notice, notice that the uh, the buzz is gone. Oh, actually, you don't oh. notice because you don't have headphones on. No. I, and I've got like the super monster big monitor. Yeah. Over the ear, killer person headphones, you know. Yeah. Well, do you know what I think I found out the reason? Once again, welcome to Podcasting 101, folks. There was a cable, number six, which was feeding off to the vacant thing. Looping? No, it was just, it was plugged into the back, supplying phantom power to nothing. That would do uh, it. I'm thinking that that might have been doing it. Uh, yeah. So actually, podcasting 89. Yeah. That'd cause it. Yes. Instead of 101. This is, you should have known that before. Shut up. Hey, that, shut up. You don't have recording stuff in your house. That's Be quiet. Less than beginner. That's, that's Bush League. Okay. So, anyway, then, anyway, back then, to this. Anyway, back to this the, weird the thing. And then the final thing is why you're adding friends is they are actually going to have challenges that you need to defeat, but you need friends well, to Well, they do. also uh-huh. want advertisement uh-huh. revenue. So they want to be able to advertise like to your friends as well. Like a guild so. thing where people are going to be asking me, hey, man, we need your help. You know, yeah. <laughs> okay, Lathan, we need you to leave your house. Nope. Nope. Hey, man, hey, I'll, I'll do anything to, to, I'm gonna to be get like, rid of this I'm wizard. I'm going to be like the one, the, what was the one wizard from the Fantastic Beast ones that hadn't left his house in like, you know, like 300 years or something where he was just there. Yeah. Steve the wizard. Yeah, I forget his name, but that's going to be <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I can't. That's oh. going to be me. Oh, Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, yeah. Where, he, he ain't leaving his house. Or that guy. Or that guy. Steve the wizard, I was close. Yeah. Potato, potato. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He and I are going to get along great. We just yeah. going to hang out at home. I just never leaves the house. You guys want to fight stuff? Come on over here. But yeah, and a lot of Bring them with you. Geolocation, like locations for like greenhouses and mm-hmm. the inns and stuff are the same as the sites from Pokemon Go. Yeah, there's because, a park. Because it's both Niantic. There's just uh-huh. a park just, just north of us. So in other us. words, they're telling me to go because now you know that so all the really, really cool stuff is going to be like right out in front of like an apartment store or <laughs> a comic book <laughs> store, store or a toy store. <laughs> exactly. There are a lot of locations like in, like right by where I live. There's like nothing. But if you walk like two blocks down towards downtown Elmhurst, there's just tons of locations. Now, how much of the bet? Now, you, you know probably what's gonna can buy team. in to have it be at your Starbucks. Oh, yeah. No, here's what's going to happen. Starbucks is going to launch a butterbeer drink and magically... <laughs> Every location where everything is at, there's a Starbucks within like two feet of it. Yep. Actually, gonna it's going to be in line. And then they're going to team up with McDonald's, <laughs> and there's going to be something for them. And you just magically walk around. Hey, I'm in a McDonald's. What happened? I might as well buy them. Geolocating well, 101. They actually give you a warning on this one that says, do not trespass, and also do not drive, and also... Be alert and watch where you're going. Don't you stumble into traffic. Be aware of your surroundings. Because they know all the Harry Potter fans can drive now. <laughs> oh, yes. Although I I have to admit, I am planning a trip down to Universal so <laughs> for oh, next year. Exciting. For are next you, are you going to get a ticket to both parks so you can ride the Hogwarts Express? Yeah. 
There's more than one Universal. I'm park? I'm not looking. There's for a lot two. now because yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did not know there's, that. Last time I there's went, there's Universal the, Studios and there's Universal Islands of Adventure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They yeah. had that. But we got a plan. Actually, the train just was parked in front is of the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter ride, things so. in both Universal. Yes, there mm-hmm. is Hogsmeade in one, and isn't it Hogwarts? In Hogwarts the other? in the other. Oh, yeah. That's right. exciting. And and you can actually dress up at Universal. Yes. Yes. So I can wear my Ravenclaw. Yep. You could wear You're that to Disney claw? if you wanted to. I'm a Ravenclaw. No fair. You, can wear you that can't to be a Ravenclaw. Jury, jury duty if you wanted to. We can be Ravenclaws together. I'm a Slytherin. I'm a Gryffindor. No, you're not. I was torn between being a Slytherin no, or a Ravenclaw. You are not a Slytherin. You are not. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm a Slytherin. I'm mad that I'm not going to be able to wear my Star Wars stuff to Disney because you can't wear yes, costumes no co- as an adult no. in Disney. <laughs> yeah. You can't wear no. costumes no. Anything. No, because Unless people, you're a hot people will mistake you for... For Mickey's Not So Scary uh, Halloween Party. I don't care. I just okay. want to go to Galaxy's Edge and spend $2,000 on lightsabers. That's all I want to do. <laughs> you and How, Dave. You're <laughs> buying out the store well, for that. Wait, you did see the $25,000 build your own uh, R2-D2. Oh, yeah. For $25,000. Okay, wait you a minute. You also have a build your own lightsaber. I have, okay, I got a question on this one. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, I got a question on this one. Yes. Build your own R2-D2. You're paying how much for this thing? Twenty-five grand. To build a giant remote-controlled car. No. Pretty much. It's a a remote-controlled garbage can. Or you could buy just a teeny tiny little plastic one with interchangeable parts. It's a Roomba. Yeah. Basically. And it beeps. That doesn't do anything. But it It won't vacuum your carpet. It's a Roomba that won't vacuum your carpet. (laughs) Yes. But but it will fire a lightsaber at you if you're about to be thrown into the starlight pit. Will it Uh really? Uh, or will. is that another twenty five thousand dollars? No, no that's another fifteen. No, the lightsaber is another two fifty. Oh yeah, well you got, <laughs> hey. you got to take that into account. Yeah. Mel Brooks said it. It's all about merchandising. Merchandising. The quest for more money. Spaceballs too. <laughs> Spaceballs. The flamethrower. Is that on Kickstarter yet? What? Spaceballs. He's trying to do it. He's trying to put it together. I know. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, he's got everybody. Everybody that's alive is on board. Yeah. Aww. Hey, they did a Super Troopers too that way. They can do a Spaceballs that way. So, okay, so now so that far. we've got you hooked on Harry Potter. Oh, no, I'm hooked on Harry Potter. It's the game thing that's good. Well, this is kind of trippy. You know, I don't, it, it's, it's, it is far more involved than Pokemon Go. There we go. This is, like, this so, is work. So, Lathan, we will see you next month or next year. I don't know. Uh-oh. Whatever comes first. You'll be long and you'll have this long, wizardly beard. You'll no. be sitting in your apartment or in your Big house. Big pointed just, hat knocking yeah. off. No, I will still be. Doorway. I'm level two now. I will still be level two about a month later. I will have found like one item. <laughs> I will have five billion friends, you know. But I will have found nothing. They'll be constantly sending you requests to help them. You'll just say no. Mm -mm. Nope, that's the way I am. I'll have like... Only way I'm gonna find stuff is I'm gonna like walk out my door and it's like, oh yeah, I guess I gotta click. I on do that think one. it's yeah. funny that the people are like complaining about. I like my privacy. Here's all my information. Yes. Follow me around the planet. He'll be getting requests from his well, kids, and they're gonna be like, and he's gonna be like, help me find something in the living room. Mm-mm. The nice thing is, is even if you put down your your wizard number in that, they don't share any of your personal information at all. Yeah. You, you actually, you all you get is like a username and whatever is on there. Their statute of secrecy, like their their ministry registration. So Neantic knows where you are, though. Yeah, they do. So if all of a sudden I wander over to a grocery store, they're gonna. I. I this is what I see. Is sooner or later they're gonna be selling that information. Going, Ads. hey, we like this guy. Hey, you know, guess what? We see that you're by Starbucks, just like Lathan had said. Coupons we, for Starbucks. Here's a coupon. For, you know what would be great? 
a McDonald's burger right about now. It oh, pops look, up in one game. Room. Right, yeah. Yeah, right around right your corner. I've already got that going on because yeah. of the stupid watch and the phone that everywhere yeah. I go, Google knows where I'm at. Oh, yeah. And Amazon knows where that. I'm at. Well, you know, welcome to the graph database. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 You have been located. Well, I mean, you think about it. You go on to Facebook and you basically will just tell everybody everything. that we, Hey, people know right now we're recording. They have six of us here. They could just like send a SWAT team. Oh, no, don't do that. That's bad. Don't do that, people. Don't send a SWAT team to us. <laughs> That's another podcast. They're going to call in. Uh, yeah, I know. What did they call it's them? The out, of the they basement, call somebody out of the basement in. podcast. <laughs> is They're going to call it in on us. They're going to slam us. We're in jail. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to get some jailhouse cred. We will. And our likes will go way up. You know so what? they probably shouldn't do that. They like we call said, it themselves. Yeah, like we said last time, the prisoners are our best are our best listener yep. base. I mean, yep. they, they're captive audience. They can't yep. get away. They have to listen to us. The, the prisoner, uh, the uh, what? The warden tells them they have exactly. to. Exactly. It gets time off their sentence, right? And we will be taking advantage of dave's very central mouth i know to get lots of likes Ooh, in the yeah. prison Central. prison house likes i know prison yes yeah. <laughs> oh, hey we're available the- for we're available <laughs> for conjugal visits folks <laughs> yeah it's gonna add new meaning to boomstick dave yep <laughs> boomstick indeed all right okay, gene so what else you got there <laughs> Wait, is Lathan's done. Lathan's done. I'm trying After to figure out how to install this now. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Gene, what Gene, have you been up yes. to? So obviously I have played a little bit of Harry Potter Wizards Unite because I know the, you know, logistics of it. <laughs> um, Our I resident professional. Yes. Um, I also played a couple of games at a game night with some of my friends, and we played the voting game where you actually don't want to win. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that's so, most of my games because I don't win any of them. So basically, it says, you know, I don't you don't like want to win because you won't There's get nothing laid. here to capture the, the person who can eat the most hot dogs. So you actually will, Tim. So you will like put the like everybody has a number in front of them, and so you vote for the number. So the, whoever that person is, you put it in in the pot. Who you think's gonna be? Who's able to eat the most hot dogs? Tim. <laughs> No, I vote leave. Are we eating yeah. buns? Are we eating buns? Depends. Depends on how you, you eat. Them. You get eat buns. Eating, if we're eating the buns, then it, I'm out. Am I? Am I? If you're eating sure just the hot dogs, dogs I'm, win, Tim, I'm winning easily. Just yeah. take one for the team. Eat the buns. Yeah. <laughs> Do or, I have to chew them? Yeah. That's the key. If I'm allowed yeah. to not chew, what are you deep throating hot dogs? Deep throating the hot dogs. Yeah. Wait a minute, everyone, take a moment <laughs> and I'm part and, duck. and purge that mental image from yeah. your mind. I am part duck. Okay. Another one is the the person most likely to be thrown out of karaoke. Tim, uh, that would be that's Tim. Well. And so some of them and other ones were the person who probably has crossed off the most um, items items on their bucket list. Tim, that would probably be me. Nah, yeah, I got to beat on so, that. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, the dungeon. Whoever. You well, know, you we, know what? If your if your bucket list includes download the Harry Potter game, my bucket list is shorter. <laughs> is why that's how I'm winning. How how short is your bucket list? Live. It's only one page. One page. Yeah. Page. One page. One page. But I write really really big. <laughs> It just says, live your life, it? don't die. That's pretty much it. That's on, not dying is on the list. And I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to get that one. But you're, you're ultimately yeah. never going to get to tra- cross that one off. Hey, I'm going to get to cross that one off. Someone's going to come by and erase it. No, I'm going to get so to cross that one off. Not dying. It, I'm, unless you're a lich. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to get to cross off the not dying one. Oh, yeah. Watch. I well, no, plan. we won't make it then. He's going to 3D print himself. Yeah. I have a plan. Scan his brain into it. Hey, I have a plan, okay? I'm There'll just be saying. a cell phone in the head. But 
anyway, <laughs> and the, it'll be bright yellow. <laughs> the person who gets the most votes ends up getting like that card, and then it, the game ends when one person gets five things in that. And most so of them a, are things that you don't want to be voted. It would be for. a quick game if we played with Tim. Yeah. Tim would yeah. be voted out immediately. It would be like the reverse of Survivor. You'd just be sent to home immediately. And They'd then be like, get this guy out of here. We also played That's What She Said. Which what I would also say? win. Yep. Yeah, so we'll so it, sure. it, it gives you a phrase, and then everybody has to finish it with, um, they're usually fairly dirty, like little things to end the sentence in that, and whichever one the person thinks. It's like apples to apples or, or you know, cards Billy was Billy yeah. was wallowing yeah, in the mud. Games that's that's right. what she yeah. said. And so whoever, the person who's judging, whichever they think makes the most sense or is right. the funniest, you know, they get the card, so. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I play that at work all the time. That's what she said? Yeah, that's yeah. just basically what we do at work all the time. <laughs> She's right. There's no cards or board or anything like that. It's that's really just easy when you're sentence. in the medical profession. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gee, these testicles said. are heavy. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> but that's my hobby update. Oh, all right. Well, that sounds cool. So, I would, I would, we would try those games. We should drink and try those games one of these days. No. All right, Mario, you've got three years to prepare. Three years. This yeah. be a so, so this is going to be a super long yes. So buckle so, in, folks. Three years of hobby updates from yeah. our buddy over uh, here, Mario. Uh, unlink the your headphones from the overhead beam and yeah, take yeah, it from yeah, around your good, neck. We're good, we're good. <laughs> so um, one thing I've, I've definitely been doing is a lot of Adventures League, Dungeons & Dragons, either you know at local game stores or at conventions. Mostly a lot of conventions in the Midwest, so a lot of cold iron conventions, which is usually run by Greg Marks, who's an AL uh, admin. So a lot of good stuff there. Um, I've actually done a lot of play tests for WotC, uh, did work on the Xandar's Guide to Everything. Um, something that just came out recently was the uh, uh, new Kickstarter, or not new Kickstarter, new starter set for um, D&D. Did some work on that and some other things I can't talk about. Um, that's coming out we'll soon we'll make you talk <laughs> yes. no. uh, I can't talk better. about you will talk about I can't talk about you will talk about okay I'll right. talk about yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, some other things uh, this you know a lot of started a convention of my own last year with, with a guy Frank Fallis uh, it's called, Wait, you didn't invite us to your own guy. What the hell? I did. I told what? you guys about it. What? We didn't get press what? badges? Yeah, well, we'll do it. I was there. So. Lath and I were there. We had what? press badges and hotel suites and everything. What, what are you talking about? Oh, this is wrong. <laughs> we, had, we, had, we had a table and, and yeah. a suite and hookers. We had it was everything. like Vegas. Well, that's not really bad. So it's actually coming up uh, July 19th, 20th, and 21st <gasps> uh, at the Sheridan in uh, Naperville. It's uh, called um, Opportunity Attacks. It's all D and D AL. It's not Mario yeah. Fest. No, it's not. Oh come on! It should be Mario, Mario Fest. Fest. It should be real. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it on Rio. Yeah, that's what it should be. I think it's copyright infringement. Oh no, you can say it. Blame so it on Rio. So you yeah. made your Apostrophe. own convention, yeah. right? So Frank Fallis and I, we started a convention. Um, basically, it's all AL. We had a hundred people last year. Um, he should, had a hundred people show up to his convention. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, gonna, wait, hold on. You gotta, say, you gotta, no, wait, you gotta wait. shill our our wait, podcast. Wait, hold on. So I, I messaged somebody. Uh, as I look at Mr. Lathan, I wait, about how I would really like to have some kind of thing that said tabletop anonymous cut in plastic, and I would pay for them so I could hand them out at that would my be a, convention. That would be if we were oh, in yes. Europe. Oh. That would be in Europe because Europe is always backwards with yeah. anonymous tabletop would be tabletop anonymous, anonymous in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in Europe. So, 
Did I say it wrong? No, that's okay. It's, we say it wrong all the time. He doesn't even know how to say it half the time. Don't worry about it. Right, I can't help with it. Was anonymous tabletop. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Tabletop. You went a little yeah, dyslexic yeah. there for a yeah. second there, oh, but that's all right. I'm really excited in the fact that matter. I messaged my buddy over here. Yeah, no. You know, no. You know what? He was holding the three. But you know, the plastic welcome back. Backwards. You get mocked like the rest of us. Right. So yeah. there you there go. Latham did admit that he needs to, you know, attend, you know, Kickstarter anonymous. Yes. Yeah. It's a hard addiction. It's like a, yeah. It just is. I, I hear it. It's they a like podcast anonymous. And you don't have to leave your house. You know, if they if they were ever to merge with Amazon, there would be no more Lathan. You'd never leave. Oh, yeah. Never leave the house. It's bad enough that I'm on a first name basis with, you know, like the- Your Amazon delivery the, driver? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, so, Steve. It's always Steve. Steve, why are there so many Steves? I don't know. All right, can we go back to the <laughs> fact that he made his own convention? Yeah, I know. Right. See, he ditches us and leaves his, makes his own so convention. That is so fucked up. How do you just, you're blowing my mind right now, okay? So how do you make your own convention? So basically, we just kind of, Frank had an idea. And Frank, Frank's got a lot of connects in AL. So he runs a Sunday game with a lot of the head developers. What's AL? Yeah. Adventures League, sorry. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Adventures <laughs> League D&D. Um, so basically what Adventures League is, if you don't know what it is, is you're able to play your character anywhere that there isn't a sponsored Adventures League game. Oh, that was our la- the last time yeah. we played yeah. D&D, right. we were Adventures League. So gotcha. you have yep. the ability to make a character, it follows a set of rules, like, you know, there's only particular adventures, and the rules change every season depending on, uh, depending on the new book that comes out. So, you know, Storm King's Thunder came out, that has its own... Uh, then there's Yanni's Portal that came out a couple of years ago. That has its own rules for AL. And now currently we're on um, Ghost Marsh, which is starting in September. And then after that, it's going to be... Uh, I can't uh, Dive into... Vent- I can't remember what it is. But it's uh, the first plane of hell, so it's going to be a brand new uh, season. So this is going to be season nine. Every season has its own rules. So as long as you play at a store or even at home... Uh, and you're following these rules, you can take these characters and go to any convention, whether it be Origins, uh, Gen Con, Game Hole, or all the other little uh, conventions that are out there, as long as they're playing an Adventures League sponsored or supported rule set uh, D&D, you can play your character. Do you have to, because you just ran over like a bunch of rules, so... Do the rules merge together, or do you have to be like, okay, now we're playing these rules? No, it's it's kind of the same, but sometimes, you know, they've changed certain things, like before you were getting gold at every adventure, right? Now, um, you get only get gold as you level up. Um, so it's little changes like that. It's not something that changes the whole drastic, like, rule set. It's just little things that have changed because of... You know, some feedback. There was too much gold and not enough to do, not enough to do with it. So they came up with a new rule where basically now every time you level up, you get an X amount of X amount of gold. Then it was too little, so now there's some there were some complaints about that. Now season nine is going to be different, where now you can the DM can give an X amount of gold depending how many people are at the table, and you can get it after every adventure instead of waiting after you level up. Uh, there's no more real experience. You kind of get. Um, I don't want to say it's not uh, it's kind of like you get adventure points. So now every game, depending on how many hours you play, if you play a two hour game, you can get two adventure points, which helps you grow in levels. Or if you play a four hour game, you get four. So they kind of change it. So you're not worried about the experience. You're kind of just depending on how long your gameplay is. 
So do the adventure points change based on the type of character you have, like experience points used they to? Cha- they, change on, they change based on... Ex- it's every hour. So what does change is your treasure points. Okay. So every tier, because uh, Adventures League is based on tiers. So tier one is level one to level four. Tier two is level five to level 10. Tier three is 11, a level 11 to 16. And tier four is 17 to 20. So when you get past tier two, what changes is you get double the treasure points. So every hour you play, you get two treasure points, but you get, you get one adventure point. And the adventure points is what makes you level level up instead of worrying about you know i need you know 250,000 experience points to get to level 14 now you just need eight right eight eight uh eight adventure points or sorry four adventure points to go up okay so so yeah so we did it last year um we had a pretty good turnout had 100 people um, had a couple us. You could have had like 102. You said he did invite us. Well, what? I could have had 105. Now, I'm telling you all now. So everybody he should invited show up. Lathan. No, I asked yeah, Lathan. Invited for, Lathan. <laughs> I asked Lathan. For stuff. <laughs> so, um, you know, this year we're going to do that. So we've got a couple more uh, a couple more vendors that are coming in. Some people who paint miniatures. Uh, Joe, uh, it's got Joe Abath. I'm going to mess his last name up. Hey there, Future Dave again. Uh, that guy's name is Joe Abareno. Just want to give this awesome artist his due. Just follow the link in the show notes to see more of his stuff. Keep up the great work, Joe. Back to the show. But Joe is an awesome artist. He does a lot of Cthulhu kind of based art. Cool. Um, a lot of awesome stuff. Uh, and then we have our kind of our, one of our game, local game stores that really supports us is Fair Games in Downers yeah, Grove. Yeah, Downers Grove. Mm-hmm. I love those guys. So Eric is great. He always you know, has Lon come out for us. They have their little shop set up, uh, which is really great because if you're sitting playing, around, playing D&D and you want new dice or you want some more miniatures or whatever, they're always there. So that's awesome. Uh, and then I've really been going out to a lot of the conventions I was talking about for Cold Iron, which is uh, Conflagration is up in Milwaukee. Then uh, uh, CodCon is at uh, yeah, College DePage. College DePage. Yep. And then uh, we run out to, back out to Milwaukee, which is uh, Midsummer's Revel. And then Polar Vortex is also run uh, out in CodCon, but that's actually going to be at the Sheridan in Naperville next year. And the big one that I, I've been going to is Game Hole. Yeah. really like Game Hole, not only just uh, because I'm not, I've never been to Gen Con. Um, I'm not a big a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. crowd person, but uh, Game Hole has only been about six years now, but it's getting really big, and they have, you know, a lot of just all the role playing games you can play, a lot of board games, and they actually have True Dungeon. So I, as far as I know, only Game Hole and them are the only ones that really have True Dungeon. Mm-hmm. And True I actually Dungeon got to do that last year. What was that? Was True Dungeons at Origins? Yeah, they had. Uh, so oh, it, they it's Gen Con. They just. I think they. I don't know if they just added it because Origins was the first time for us. But we'll talk about that later. And where is Game Hole Con? Game Hole is up in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, cool. So it's. Uh, it's this year. It is October thirty first, first and second of November, or uh, four days actually. Yeah, thirty first, second, first, second, and third. We can go up there, wander around in our Halloween costumes, yeah. and then go play board games. Right, and they're doing a big Halloween thing for. Uh, so Sweet. the Adventures League D and D does this thing called Liars Night. Uh, so basically, every uh, every holiday they do some kind of themed based game or theme based kind of extra stuff you can do, and they're going to have a big uh, uh, costume party. So oh. it's going to be really cool. And the real cool thing about it is actually two years ago I got to meet Ed Greedwood, 
So if anybody knows, if anybody plays D&D, knows what the Forgotten Realms are, Ed Greenwood designed the Forgotten Realms. Oh, That's cool. him. He was actually running games, and I actually got a chance to meet him. Awesome guy. Um, besides that, I've kind of got back into paint and models, so I've done a few things for my uh, 40K army. Not much. Haven't got to play, though. Um, haven't touched anything since the last version of the rules, which is, what, six or seven? I don't even know. Yeah, happened. like nobody plays 40K around here yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, at least amongst us. I mean, amongst we, us, yeah. 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 40K. Yeah, what? remember when we used to talk about 40K? Take that games <laughs> workshop. We talked about yeah. 40K. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then uh, Kickstarters, you know, you know, it's always a problem. Uh, did the You're bones. not alone. Look at that, Lathan. Now we should turn our name from Anonymous Tabletop to, to Kickstarters table. Anonymous. <laughs> bones 4. I just got my stuff for that. So I was happy about that. I just, I'm just i still waiting on some things. And I can't remember the dice. It's the Rogue set for Hero something. But that's coming. So I'm looking forward to that. So it's all dice based off of the uh, class of Rogues. It's cool. They have this little... D20 that's actually a lock with a pick in it, and you click it up and down, and it spins, and it's going to tell you what the number is. So that's, oh, that's pretty cool. cool. That's neat. Um, I just backed uh, a, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition adventure called For- Forbidden Library. Uh, that's coming out. It's got a whole bunch of really well known writers that have writing for it. Um, I kind of backed it because some of the Adventure Leagues. Uh, Administrators are doing basically Greg Marks. I, I love his stuff. It's awesome. Um, but I'm supposed to get that pretty soon. And then uh, I just backed uh, Dwarven Forge's Hellscape. It's just coming in time for the Hell season for D&D. I think those things look incredible, though. Yeah, I've they seen are the pictures phenomenal. That's... If I had if I had an unlimited budget and I played D&D as much as you did, I would definitely run oh, right yeah. into it. Yeah, they're, they're great. Um, and then uh, I'm still trying to, I just started working on my uh, ti- uh, my tilescapes for, from Justin from Secret Weapons, the dungeon ones. I love those. Those are great. Um, that's, that's really, that's it. That's, that's, a, it. that's, well, that's a, a lot. That's a whole lot. lot. You created your own convention. That is a, a <laughs> hobby update. And it's, yeah. That makes Tim's hobby update seem minute. Well, not everything well, makes everything it minuscule, but that's fine. That's it. That's really. Hey, that's I ran cool. an, ade- an event at Adepticon with tens of people involved. I know. <laughs> tens, of people. tens of people. Tens of people. It was so popular they asked you to leave. Yes, <laughs> repeatedly. It was your sign. They asked your sign to leave. Well, yes, it's a lovely sign. It is, but, but they it, were really pissed off. They're like, "Why noticed, does this look like an advertisement? Why does this look like a professional thing?" Yep, it did distract. All right. Well, since you've got your own convention, do us a favor and just give us a nice little plug, nice clean plug for it. It's going to be Adventures League only Dungeons and Dragons. It is Opportunity Attacks. It's going to be in Naperville, Illinois on July 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Sheridan. Um, We do have a Facebook page. Look us up there. Uh, We're still working on our uh, website, but we're also on Tabletop Games. You can go and buy your badges. Um, It's just straight, straight fee on the badges, not the kind of standard where you're paying for every event, too. So... Cool. But we'd be looking for more people, and hopefully we grow. Um, and this year, you guys should come, and we'll get a table set up, and we can podcast. We can pump up we those numbers invited. to 105 people. We are invited, but yeah. sadly, it is a very bad weekend for I, Katie and I. Rough. 
It's a rough weekend. <laughs> Where uh, it is is going to be Katie's birthday. Oh well, you can't uh, that weekend. Birthday. So if yeah, it is yeah, her birthday that weekend. So we will one. find ourselves on a beach, uh, yeah, and we will be very very far away from the podcasting equipment. Yes. And I don't trust Tim or Lathan. Or, oh, actually, I trust Lathan. Totally I don't trust, trust you at all <laughs> to carry this stuff around. So if somebody wanted to bring a, pod, what, what, a microphone to it. you think and I are going to carry the table around? No. Yeah. no. <laughs> well, actually, I spend all the time like wiring everything up to Shoulder the Shoulder straps, of the table. and we'll just walk through like we're moving furniture. Yeah. We can give you the portable They do have the recorder. Yeah, but you have the small we'll recorder. Give you, we'll give so you the portable like to go, one, okay? I know, I brought it with me to London. Okay, cool. Rio, you need to send us the link so that we can put it on. Yeah, I'll send the link to Facebook. Sounds good. I will add it to the show notes for Dev. Dev, this is where you come in. Dev will put it on the uh, on the on the post when he puts it up there. I was I will put it on the Facebook page as well. So wild that you can just go out and make your own convention. I know. We should make our own convention. We should. We can't get any more than 189 people, though. No. We can't. I don't think anybody's willing to travel. No. So we're probably not looking at more than like 11 people. Yeah. Or six. <laughs> six. Well, see, that's what we can do is, you know, I work with Lathan. We'll hand out stuff when, as the people are registering since I'll be working at the front desk. I'll say, hey, you got to go to this place and hit like. <laughs> or you can't get entered you know, into our building. Lathan, just make a stencil and we'll have a couple cans of spray paint. Yeah. No, this I was going to say, Everyone Rio's, will be got, he's got the Italian thing going for you gotta him. you got to understand, there's, there's always that little, you know, there's that one thief that's in every D&D dungeon that's like, so I understand that you... Um, didn't like the page. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that the local bosses have a problem with this, but the you really ought to like the page. I mean, a dragon or, I don't know, roving horde of something could just appear Sinkholes. if you don't like the page, Okay. Very, right. very, 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 very good. We'll make him offers they can't refuse. Yeah, I know. So can we be like a non-paying sponsor of your <laughs> convention? Well, th- that would be called a, a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> there may be donations your way. Just remind me. Yeah, I'll, early. I will remind you early. You hey, have to. Lathan, I'm reminding you right now. Well, the, right plus, now. the plus side of this well, is this. Not ep- this early. The plus side of this is the episode is going to air. Well, it will air, right, Dev? I'm smiling here. No, it's it'll air before your the the convention, so that'll be nice. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, yeah. can they show up the day of? Yeah, it was, oh. so we'll, we'll, we're definitely going to be doing badges the day of. We got uh, badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Stinking badges. <laughs> we have uh, weekend badges and one day badges, and you also be able to show up and sign up and play too. And we're doing uh, for all of you who do understand and play in and Adventures League, we are doing an epic on Saturday. It's the Season 7 epic, uh, which hasn't been played in a couple of years, so we're doing that. And we actually have uh, one of the AL authors who actually wrote an adventure for us that's going to be specifically for our convention this year. So, um, so that's going to be great, too. Awesome. That's awesome. Dude, that is so cool. I cannot wait. And even even Leia was interested in it. I know. So. <laughs> I truly wish no. we could come, and yes. I hope the rest of the crew does go. Yes. Well, we're celebrating our ber- your birthday other ways. <laughs> yes. Okay. What Please is, celebrate what is, my. the days again. So it's July. Lathan and I are going to a different 20th, beach. Twenty first. It should be the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
uh, third weekend I'm of July. I think you're wearing. She's gonna be in the Caribbean celebrating Katie's birthday. I'm visiting my best friend from college in Decatur. I'm sorry. So you're gonna be in Decatur for my 40th birthday. We're gonna be in. We're gonna be in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, for my 40th birthday. Tim, where are you gonna be for my 40th? Yet, You're gonna be in Naperville. You're gonna be in Naperville. What With Mario. End of July? The 19th, 20th, and 21st. Many, it should be the third weekend. I know. How about <laughs> we, we say this more times? Time? You know Can what? we say hey, You know what this is? This is just like we're, we're, we're planting the seed. It's like Inception. <laughs> we're planting the seed in people's brains so that they know the 19th, 20th, and 21st. You know what? Guess what? It's the 19th, 20th, and 21st in Naperville if you want to go to MarioCon. We're going to call it MarioCon now. It's MarioCon. It's not called anything else. It's MarioCon. Go see Mario. He's the infamous Mario. <laughs> Alrighty. So, do you have anything else, or is that all? That's you know, pretty much all. That's okay, it. Well, fantastic. Well, well, then Dave and I are going to do a quick yeah. We we have we have update. some. If you'd like, you could do some of those if you want to do those. The little guys in the middle there. Um, don't worry about the yellow. I got that. Okay. So, but well, you can do talk about anything else you want to talk about. As what else always, do? I kick Dave's ass in space beans. Oh, space beans. What is up with space beans? Why do we play so much it's space beans? Because the name is Cause, hilarious. Because kicking Dave's ass is the and the and I like kicking Dave's ass. Well, but, it's also a little. You know, Sci-fi beans. It's their little sci-fi beans. They're Star Wars beans, Star Trek beans, alien beans. Uh, They're beans from Babylon 5. They're beans from uh, uh, 2001. Are there any sprouts? And uh, Well, some of them. Firefly. And Firefly. And Firefly beans. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do enjoy playing Space Beans, and I love saying Space Beans. Mm -hmm. So it comes to the table. Don't you ever have a game that is just fun to say, and so you play it? Play it just because. It's... Like sushi go. Like, let's go, please. Sushi go. <laughs> no? Sushi go. Sushi go. We must play sushi go. Lots of sushi go with the kids. Wow. Thank you, Lathan. The kids like the sushi go. I thank you for appreciating me. Wow. What's wrong with you? Sushi go. Yeah, this is wrong. Lathan's my new buddy. Don't do this. Well, we do. Yeah, so we played some space bean. Our space bean. She beats us. And you know what? We have yet to play it with more than two people, though. We want to play it because... It's a weird mechanic where the the gameplay is clockwise, but the hands pass around counterclockwise. Mm. So in a two player game, guess you're what? You're just swapping. You're just swapping. So it's not really as as you, you're getting the cards you know you're going to get. Right. In a counterclockwise, you're you're going to get cards that the people who are going to play last are going to play. How many player game is it? It goes normally? up to six. It ah. goes up to six. So it's actually I, we're really interested. We could essentially play it after this podcast if we really, really wanted to. As long as you guys just didn't run for the hills as soon as the mics shut off. But it is a random game that we bought at a game auction yeah. at our friendly local game yeah, store. Yeah, Wandering Dragon. One year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a completely random game. I don't think it's in print anymore. No, it is not. But if you like it, it's there's another game called Bonanza, which is very similar. It's also it's also bean themed. I don't know why. It's just the same artist. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same designer. So, and then we played Guillotine. Yep. Which is from Guillotine for the yeah people pronounce for the smarmy French people. Dude, I've always said it Guillotine. It's Guillotine. No, it's Guillotine. It's a man's name. Guillotine. It's Guillotine. Guillotine. Fuck that. I know. It's the, guillotine now. The, the the letters and vowels don't really matter in French. Fuck <laughs> that. No, so, they don't. They don't. Not at all. Yeah, because it's pronounced we, but it starts with an O. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're all over the place. We are going to be smarmy freshmen now. You, I told them we already got one. <laughs> <laughs> 
your mother was a hamster and your mother felt of elderberries. Felt of elderberries? Felt of elderberries. That's a very intimate feeling of your mother. I know. Your grandmother. Don't touch your elderberries. And Dave got a stupid ass game from Goodwill. What? I got a stupid ass game. You got a stupid. It makes ass me game nauseous every time Dave, I see the Facebook post. Win? I'm like, uh. Uh, to be honest, we did not play it. We just procured it and then just we, decided we, to put well, it on the shelf. We didn't like play a full game. We like yeah. experimented with it. We experimented with it. <laughs> squeezing the zits. But what yes. game would that be? Pimple Pete. Ah, uh, because if you guys all remember from. Three or four podcasts ago, we did lame the games. shitty the shitty, shitty game games. showdown and Pimple Pete made it pretty far, I believe. They did the crappy kids. Actually, game. didn't um, you buy it for uh, retail price, Lathan? No. <laughs> oh, you did not. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Those are all the games the kids wanted. Ah, you did not purchase it. Those were all vetoed games. Gotcha. <laughs> well, we, we well, you know what? You can take it home. A new segment no. called vetoed it's still games. Vetoed. You know what? Hey, maybe listener number 200 will get the Pimple Pete game. You never know. <laughs> no. Come you on. Know what? We're going to be working pretty hard to get 200 listeners as it is. Well, not, not <laughs> listeners. I mean, don't, I'm talking followers. Don't have that sort of Damocles hanging over yeah, their head. Well, one of these days, <laughs> num- they're going to like fight for number 200. So, no, we're, we're talking Facebook too as well. But uh, and we, I know we got more listeners. We only have so many registered listeners. So, so it's not of the last few listeners, but any of the first 200 listeners gets a chance uh the facebook uh facebook likes so anybody in the anybody in facebook who has liked us who has come on our facebook who has come on our facebook including us because we're the first five or six yeah i'm I'm gonna exclude you when i put you in the randomizer (sighs) because you know what if you no wait wait, wait, it's pimple pete never mind yeah no guess what you're gonna win so you think that's how pat and dev have like more than over 200 lists no i think what they did is they bought them they, they just, solicited. Actually, know, they Pat, I've heard, is very diff- loose. Different oh, accounts, yeah. and you know, are like, oh, like. Now, I heard Pat does this for sexual favors. Pat, sexual favors get you likes, don't they, buddy? Yeah. I know they do. Because I mean, you, he's a, he's very hairless, that, either, and that's and that's why that, we heard or they he's just like very give loose. him a couple shots of whiskey, and they're like, here, just tap like on the screen. No, Pat's the one who hands out the shots of whiskey. He does. He's well, like, you know what? No, I'm going to do some things to you. This will help. It's yeah. because they're Canadian. Everyone feels sorry for sorry. them because they're from Canadian. <laughs> sorry. It's about, it's about it's a boot. Hey, we're so horrible to those guys. I wa- hey, please listen we to our website. Oh, I, oh, take a look at our Facebook, please. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Wait a minute. To, That's a Hispanic accent. Them. No, it's not. It's not even close to me. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I this is my Canadian accent, Dave. I think the game... Establish the fact that we're not so great at accents. No, no, no. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I don't know who you guys are including in we. No, that was you. <laughs> what do you mean we? I'm over here. You were a very poor robot, by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, very poor robot. It wasn't horrible though. It was pretty bad. Um, he didn't okay. beep, boop, beep. Come so, on. I I must admit, I must admit that it was semi-satisfying pulling this like silicone worm out of a tiny hole, and and yeah, so I did like. I don't like it, but it's still going to go home. It's Are you disturbing. describing your wedding night or Pimple Pete? Pimple Pete. <laughs> and the wedding night. <laughs> very, hold on, hold on. Let's just say both were very satisfying. <laughs> and got stuff everywhere. <laughs> now, Pimple right. Pete was very bizarre. But so I, I don't know, but we, when, you can't deny Pimple Pete when it's only like a buck and a half. You're, you, you, it, it was a goodwill. We were looking for treasure and found a fucking... You know it was in goodwill because somebody was like, oh, get this thing out of oh, my yes. house. Oh, yes. Yes. They were nice and put all the pimple fish or whatever, the zit fish, into a little bag. <laughs> Look at them 
to say. Yeah, they look like little pimple Yeah, they look like little pimple sperm. If you if you open them up, yeah, open them. Now they did, they were very kind. The people who had this box, they make us. it look like it's squirting water. Does the game squirt water? It does. It, it can. Oh. It can. We did. It does. We did not, not put the pimple. Put thing. Water. There you go. There's a bag of zits. But, uh, they were very nice. And 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 when they gave the bag, they put the zits in a bag so they were remain moist. A Christmas that, bag, no so less. Because squish. Yeah. It's got a snowman bag. It's it awesome. does. <laughs> There's this face. You have we to put did, them in randomly. We did get the officially. License from Doctor Doctor Pim- Pimple Popper. Pimple Popper. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, where, where does the water come from? It comes. There's a little uh, little syringe nose. that loads up in his nose. So when you pull him too far too far forward, when you uh. try to extract a zit, he sprays it in your face. So it is the only game that we own that we have to play outside. Does does I told you about? Are those you not games. allowed to touch his face? No, you can you you can't touch his face to hold him in place. You only use one hand. Okay. And you have to extract one of the zits. But can you his face. grab it with three fingers and push his face away with the? Uh, you know what? I one. would say no because yeah, that would, that be, would cheating. be cheating. I, that would be cheating. I thought I was cheating too because I was sitting there, kind of going like holding it and pulling, like wriggling yeah, it as it's yeah. Totally, yeah. And kind of like it is very disturbing. Pulling. But you know what? Yeah. For a buck and a half, you can't beat it. So it is. Yeah, you pe- can. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, we, we, you know we're gluttons for punishment, yeah. so we had to buy it. So we we ended up picking that up. Okay. So. Wow. Yes. So that. Um, what did we play last night? Uh, oh, but well, we can't talk. Yeah, about we can't it talk about that yet. Oh, <laughs> she's so excited, but we can't Sorry. talk about that. Ooh, but I can't and, talk about. But it. I was also going to say, uh, well, because right now, that's going to bring this one to a close. But this, uh, this well, this moment. segment, this okay. segment. Well, no, wait. We've got to have Dave's game update. No, which, well, no. So for the next three hundred and one yeah. minutes. No, I don't. I, I, Dave's no, gaming update. To be honest, my update involves an entire segment. So boom. After that pimple beat discussion, I really need to wash my hands. But when we get back, we recap our first trip to Origins Game Fair, coming up next. Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. Welcome back. Katie and I attended Origins where we played some games, ate way too many donuts, and conducted some actual game interviews. Wait, more gaming content? Watch out, I see a trend forming. Welcome back, everybody. It is time to discuss our recent trip to Origins. Hey, Origins. We went to uh, the Origins Game Fair this year in Columbus, Ohio, and that was our first time going. Yeah, it was. And thank you very much for the people at Origins for um, giving us press passes. Yeah, yeah. Because this is, hey, this is where you're making your money. Right here. here. This podcast. This This podcast and potentially a, a thing on the website, but we'll talk about that later. So... 
But uh, Origins, what did you think? I mean, the rest of you losers didn't go, so that's fine. We, we didn't. We didn't have invite. You guys oh, ever, sure. We're the have you guys ever? You've heard of Origins. You've heard of. Have you heard ever of like heard anything about Origins? A little. A little bit, yeah. yeah a lot no. of the, a lot of the times I've talked to a lot of some of the Adventure Leagues people, and they go because Origins does have a pretty good showing for Adventures League for D anD. d We're cool. talking yeah. about Darwin's book, right? Well, I've, I've heard sure. that there's a lot of RPG. Yeah. Just in general. Actually, there was quite a bit there, of it. There did seem like there was a large amount of RPG rooms. I agree with that. Um, Lathan, have, did you ever hear? Yeah, way back when used to go to Origins, but it's been oh god, I haven't been in. Ten years. So you've actually been. Yeah. No. So we'll have to like eons ago, back when I actually used to be allowed to leave my house and go places. Oh, that was a nice time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The world is thankful now. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so whenever we had heard anything about Origins beforehand, we'd always heard that it was a gamers convention where you go and you get to game. You don't have to spend all this time walking the halls and doing other piddly shit. But you get to game. And the other weird thing, like, there's always was two things. But the other thing that people always brought up was the food. Yeah. And that's so weird. It's like, you don't talk about a convention and be like, oh, my God, the food. But these people were always saying good things about the food. So we obviously expected some good dinners. <laughs> well, yeah. And we expected to... And maybe I had some higher expectations, but I also was expecting to play more. Um, yeah, maybe. And personally for me, none of those things happened. <laughs> the um, So overall, Origins is, you know, I don't want to say a mini Gen Con, but it is a smaller, smaller Gen Con. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Which, Tim. Sure. Smaller Gen I don't Con. think they want to be compared to Gen Con. It's Gen a, Con is a madhouse. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very targeted madhouse. convention. That whereas Gen Con, Gen Con is one of those that falls All in the same category of like Comic Con, where it just keeps growing and growing and growing, yes. and it doesn't really have its intended. core. Yeah. Yeah. Origins has not changed since day one. It was like, look, it's just about the games. We're going to show you new games. You're going to play new games. Anything else? Who cares? Go to yeah. place else. But you know what? That was the interesting. They still had, you know, they still had a, a cosplay con- yeah. competition. Yeah. And- yeah. Not. I mean, even okay. So right now, Gen Con, it's it's like apples and oranges. Gen Con and Origins is apples and oranges. It's not the I same. I don't know that game. Yes, it's not a game. Apples and oranges. I think. Are you thinking apples to apples? Or are you talking orange yeah. apples? No, I, I'm just I, talking I apples. I heard of to apples and apples. Is that what you mean? No, yeah. I've oh. been looking for orange apples. No, have you ever seen orange apple? Make sure so you grab them for me. So wait, none of you have ever heard the saying, "It's an apples and oranges." No. Yes, yes I have. No, no oh. one has ever heard no. that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We've you're heard orange apples. So, so that's why you went randomly <laughs> off the rails when I was like talking about it. So yeah, no, it's Gen Con is giant. It takes over the town. Yes. Gen Con, when you go to it's Gen Con, it, you Gen Con is indie, and indie is Gen Con when you go there. You, that is not the same thing with Origins. You go to Origins, you're in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio, you go a mile north, a mile south, a mile east or west. So you're saying Columbus, Ohio is not And there's Pride Parade that weekend always. Yes. So so when we go to Indy for Gen Con, we take over and it's just nerds everywhere. And you feel like you're welcome at every single place you go in and comfortable and you know everybody around you even though you don't. 
Origins is not like that at all, where as soon as you leave the convention hall or the one block radius surrounding the convention hall. You're in reality again. You're in reality yeah. again. That is an excellent way to put it, is you are in reality again. And I kind of and I kind of like the other way, but I can see where people do prefer origins because it is far less crowded. It was so much easier to to walk around or strike up a conversation or just breathe. <laughs> so I can definitely see where people prefer Origins and would never go back to Gen Con. How was it price-wise compared to Gen Con? I mean, Gen Con's like, we, what, 2.30 a night for hotel oh, and yeah, we the didn't, hotels, not even. We, we got our press badges kind of late. Um, so we weren't able. The hotels that were available were still $300, $400 a night. Oh, wow. And they were still farther away. Um, wow. Well, Holy no, not that shnikes. far. Well, no, they were still downtown. They were still in downtown yeah. Columbus. I mean, so but the benefit is that we were able to get an Airbnb, and it was only a seven dollar lift ride yep. from the Airbnb to the convention hall. So that basically covered parking because you would park downtown, and it would still be fifteen twenty dollars. Yeah, park park, parking parking yeah. is parking is pretty impressive downtown as far as the prices because they were it was your yeah you're basically looking between i mean our last day the or the one day that we went down the friday was the one day that we wrote we drove down right and uh we drove down we parked over by north market which we'll talk about a little bit in the food thing um we parked out in front of it and it it was like a 15 it was five dollars for first three hours two dollars for each additional hour but we were there for like 12 13 hours so it ended up being like twenty seven dollars when we finally left, but it's still cheaper than Gen Con, which That's is still, still cheaper, cheaper than, than, than Gen Con. For parking at the, at the hotel, hotel where you're staying, dollars a night. Exactly, yeah, yeah, you're paying two hundred bucks for yeah. a night for the hotel, and then they're charging you thirty. And you can't. Did get- you drive here? No, I teleported. <laughs> <laughs> but but at Gen Con, you can't get Airbnbs anymore. The Airbnb will rip you up. And yeah, and in, in Indy during that weekend, they they know mm-hmm. that something big's going on, and they're like, "Fuck, we're going to double our prices, and it's just going to be well, just as expensive." Not only that, what they've they've experienced is that I was happy that we didn't experience over at uh, over at Origins was that in Gen Con people would set up something, mm-hmm. say that I would like to do it for the first weekend of August. People right. would go, "Sure, okay, let's great," and then they would find out, "Oh my God, it's Gen Con weekend, cancel the." Cancel the right. reservation and then, and then bump up the prices more, yeah. and rent it for more. So and because they don't, Airbnb does not live by the standards of hotels and whatnot. And hotels are already pretty shitty as they are because right. they're standards. But at least with blocks, the hotel blocks, you get something decent. You, right. It's still you're paying a little bit if you want to be downtown, which is it, there's a benefit to being downtown. There, there's something to be said for Chaos Dave. You show up in a shagging van and you park someplace and that's where you sleep. You know? Then you're 30 bucks a night. Gen Con's completely affordable. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. Well, there was a benefit to actually the, the, the price tag for a badge, a four, uh, a, a four day badge at Origins is mm-hmm. only 60 bucks. That's not bad. Which isn't no, bad considering bad Gen Con has been going. Through the roof. Nuts, I think yeah. that's. I think Gen Con's four day this year was one forty. Wow. Hey there, future Dave again. 
Oops, of course I was off on the price of Gen Con four-day badges. Those are 110 bucks, not 140 Maybe I'm just jealous we're not going this year. But anyway, back to the show. I think it was one. I never actually bought a Gen Con badge because yeah. I always got press passes. Sure. But yeah, I was like, holy crap. Well, and, and I we, was I had sticker shop for the hotel rooms. Before, oh, yeah. For that for oh. the four day. Wow, that's nuts. Well, yeah. if you get enough people in a room, it's not that bad. I mean, right. we we did get lucky the last time we went to Gen Con. We, did, we were at the 50th. We did not go last year. Right. Uh, this year, unfortunately, we'll be out of town. So that's it's just it's too close to another. I mean, we were talking about before Katie's birthday. We're going down to Florida for that. So. We couldn't just justify going going away for a week and then coming back for a week and then going away for another almost a week. Um, and we and we picked up quite a few games at Gen or at Origins as well. So um, let's talk about that. Sure. No. No. Well, no. 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 Because <laughs> no. No. Well, that's we have those later. Those are later. There's a there's a there's a format here because later. we need to we need to put some stuff in here. There were straps so, in a ball so, game. Okay. So right now. Play. As as it goes, your general thoughts was it's not Gen Con. It was it was you. you it's didn't, definitely not Gen. You Con. didn't play as many games as I you thought totally you did. I can totally see why people prefer Origins because anybody with social anxieties should go to Origins and not go to Gen Con. I will well, be totally yeah. one hundred. Origins. For gamers with social anxiety. Yeah. Well, no. It's, it's on their banner. If you hate large crowds, <laughs> yes. go to Origins. Totally. There, there yeah, was a Gen de- Con is not for people <laughs> no. who have problems with no. crowds. It was a decent yeah. number of people. The The vendor hall was is was a, a decent size for the convention. It, mm. If you want to call... You wanted to say this one versus uh, Gen Con. Gen Con is... It'll take you an entire two days to go through yeah. the Gen Con right. if you're lucky and then you go hall. fast. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. In totally. this one, we were able to go through the entire vendor hall in an afternoon. Yep. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things for sale. Um, yeah. There was not a lot of new things for sale, but the general aspect, well, it's it's not like, it's it's more of an announcement because right. Gen Con's the big bad Right, everyone's the big bad eight hundred pounds. But it's always the same vendors too. So it's like you see it one, you can skip every three years, four years. Yeah, but every year Gen Con has the massive releases. You always hear uh, July, August. You see, right at the end, it's like, oh, so and so is coming out with Game X. Come, so and so is coming out with Game Y, and this is the big release. You won't see it for another three months or so. Uh, In this case, at Origins, it's more of a. We're announcing, here's, we'll show you something. Right. It'll be available at Gen Con. Right. And that yeah. was, I hated that. Yeah. I'll be totally honest with you because when I go to Gen Con, I go, oh, this bright, shiny new game. I'm going to demo this bright, shiny new game. And then I'm going to take it home. You know, yeah, but even and in I some situations, play. you can't. <laughs> I yeah, bought so many games but, where I would just like jump into it. It's like, oh, I'm but, and then, play So it. we would play, we, we, uh, we demo Draftosaurus. No, no, don't go with it. No, because we can't go in the games yet. Stop it. I'm no. I'm trying to talk. You, you are trying to talk, but you're going to break the, break the system. Don't. I just behind care. the scene. You'll no, break you the do. fourth wall. You got it. Oh, I'm sorry. She's our Deadpool. Talk. Go for it, Katie. <laughs> All right, break, the four, break, break the fourth Katie, wall Katie, and make Katie, me an editing Katie, nightmare. Katie, Katie, say what you're going to say. Say Thank what you're you going to say. Katie, Katie, so Katie, we were, Katie. So we were demoing a game named Draftosaurus, which we will talk more about later. Um... And I really, really enjoyed this game. It was adorable and everything that I love in a game. What's it called? And again? I'm like, Draftosaurus. 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 Yeah, it was a game where basically you drafted tiny dinosaur meeples instead of cards and placed them on your card to create sets of, of little dinosaurs. So is it like fantasy dinosaur? 
It's no. card drafting with little dinosaurs. Yeah, it's card drafting with little dinosaurs. Yeah. And you're putting them in your park based on specific rules on a dice roll. Yeah. Okay. So the person who's picking the dinosaurs or whose turn it is gets to roll the dice and then you're limited to restrictions. Well, guess who's but, going out of turn now? Does, yeah. does the winner... <laughs> well, we're going with is it the because winner right the one is, who has well. most visitors consumed? <laughs> we're like, off the rails! All we're she off did the was rails! the name. But you're like, well, this is the We're name. already right. off. As long as we're going there, this is the minutia of the rules. Yeah. Fuck it, we're going live. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it, we'll do it live. Fuck it. I said minutia. Whatever. I pulled that one out. Minutia. You're a minutia. That's the f- I, word. You know what? That's yeah, one minutia. word that does not apply to me in any any sense of the word. <laughs> Brain power. Minutia. Nope. Not well, at all. The number of hairs on your body. That's, oh, true. that's true. That is pretty minute. She's got you. Zing. I am rather hairless. <laughs> Zing, motherfucker. So, All right. Um, ladies, yeah. you're so, welcome. So, Kate, Katie. so I demoed the game. I love the game. And I look over to the guy and I said, I want the game. And he goes, well, it'll be out at Gen Con. And we heard that so many fucking times. Well, we yeah. demo a game they, and did, like, they did theoretically oh, have a lot of on Thursday. So how many d- game demoers did you punch in the face when they said that, Katie? Oh, oh, It'll only, be out of Gen Con. Only one. <laughs> only one. But he took it like a champ, man. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he did. He did. Good. Good. So. And he was a little guy too. So yeah. That was that but was I, even more impressive. I think a lot of it though with the origin one, it's their, it's kind of their test market. It's their okay. Let's get a feeler of how many of these we need at this location for, mm-hmm. and it's a chance for them to. I mean, not everybody can. You know, those vendor spaces at Gen Con are. Really, really expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And story. <laughs> well, and obviously, Origins is a good test crowd because it is gamers. Exactly. Like you get a lot of people at Gen Con who are not really gamers. Mm-hmm. But you know what? So. You could sell it at Origins. That's the thing. If you're there and you're test demoing a game and I say, okay, now. now, now spend a, a couple hundred bucks to buy it at this other convention. It's like, no, you're here. Well, have, have a couple of couple. Either that yeah, or, well, not necessarily. Copies. Okay, Veruca. Yeah, mm-hmm. not necessarily be able to take it home then, but then do a pre-order system or something. Yeah. I did. So that you I, have that I, as I an option. Yes. Where they're gonna... I immediately went on Amazon and put it in the cart. Yeah. And it says it'll be here, whatever date it'll be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's, being a vendor for those kind of events, kind of, it's a, it's a dangerous thing, especially if you, you have a game that you, think is going to be a success and you blow a ton into it and then find out everybody hates it yeah and you don't have time before gen con to retool to change well, anything. i know but that's right. a different scenario those are and you've put a lot of money are, into it to get to the demo point exactly at Origins, yeah. so yeah. those are games that you lawn. you have private people demo over and over and over and over again that's why when you look at a good game you look in the thank you part of the instructions, there are 500 people who have demoed the game and said, this is good, this is good, this is not good. And they changed it. Yeah, but Origins is for, there are some of them that don't really have that ground game. And that's the unpublished, which we will talk about. Yeah, that's the hard part is getting that ground game. Getting getting together your your army of people to say, I have a good product. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah. that was the unpub room, and yeah, I yeah. loved that room. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, have you guys test gamed for any of these companies? Yes. As much as you guys like gaming, I would think you well, guys would we, be like, yeah. okay, and we're, we're always we're open for doing that. 
<clears throat> Chris Leader, <clears throat> Calliope uh, Games. Uh, 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 anybody. 183 <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have more listeners. No, we have than, a lot more listeners more than li- people who like us on Facebook. Yeah. So apparently they yeah. don't cross we have listeners. We have, we have no people who us. listen, but they don't like us. They're like, oh, these fuckers again. Yeah. Then why did you download us? Yes. Oh, these fuckers again. They and, hate and they, listen. and they download yeah. all of our episodes. Yeah, they hate listening to they us. They hate listening. Oh, I hate <laughs> these guys. guys again. Fuck Ooh. them. Ah, I'm gonna listen to him the end. I, I wonder what you know. What? I only download it to listen while I'm painting. Fuck yeah. you. Where's the Where's the next podcast? You so and I can your yell contrast paints. <laughs> hey, that's a completely different segment. No we more had. contrast. Paints. Wow, you're getting ahead of yourself. What's going on here? Yeah. No, that was Katie. She totally told <laughs> me to say that. That's fair. That's fair. She's okay, so so generally, okay, so, so our general thoughts on the thing is that it's not Gen Con. It's a little smaller, but not as not as as inviting. Yes. It's definitely not we, as all-encompassing. We, we okay. felt, I felt, I felt lonely there. I felt Dave? lonely. Okay. And Lathan's agreeing with okay. me. Okay, yeah. This is Dave. Welcome to uh, the comic book store effect. Yeah. Okay, when you go that? to Origins, Origins is the comic book store or the record store of old where you are going into a den of People that have insanely deep knowledge about their thing and they're their own club. Uh-huh. And you want to come to the club. You want to be part yep. of the club. Mm-hmm. The problem is they are used to everybody that comes into the club being a complete moron <laughs> and knowing nothing. So until you prove to them <laughs> that you know something, you don't count. It did. That's very similar. Yes. Yeah. It's. It, that's a very similar analogy. Well, a lot of origins, though. I mean, because I got into the first time, the first few times I went to origins was all about RPGs. So it was all about role playing games. That was all that we played. You went there, you found out about the new RPGs, and you played them. The problem is, RPGs generally are kind of clicky. You, you, you've got your crew, you know. Oh, it's yeah. like, okay, I got my six people. The rest of you guys don't matter. Well, even you, between the games. Yeah, like, yeah. And the only people. Arcanist that, people are over there. Mm-hmm. And the Pathfinder people are over there. And <laughs> we're still the only ones, even inside. So even inside of just that game system, the only people that really talk to each other are the DMs. The players in group A do not talk to the players in group B, do not talk to the players in group C. The DM in group A will talk to the DM group. So, so there's kind of that split, and It'd be interesting. It, you run into a lot of that. So, yeah, that's yeah. We, Origins is is a little tougher from that point of view. We did not feel like we could make those random connections like we do at Gen Con. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gen Con, in the case of Gen Con, because of the way it's grown, it's it's got the it's got the the larger effect. It's had a very very broad audience, and mm-hmm. its focus was that broad audience. Right. Add to that because Gen Con is gaming slash party mm-hmm. you've got a huge segment of the people that will never play a game know nothing about that world beyond what they've seen on tv or in a movie or in one book in a 24 book series so it's turning into san diego comic-con exactly where it's it's not about gen con is not about oh wow we all like the same things it's oh wow look at me the social side of origins is we like the same thing. Interesting theory. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a tough one. It's the it's the because I I the way you almost describe that theory makes Gen Con sound less inclusive. Yeah, which because is well, I, I it's think the difference I think in the you people. Can, yeah. It's the difference in the people know. because right. the people that want to be seen, they're 
very open. They will talk to anyone, no matter what. But I, maybe, but when when you're at Origins and you go a block down to the bar, it's like, I love going to the Ram at Gen Con. And you always end up sharing a table with somebody. And you look over and you go, oh, I thought about buying that game. How is it? You know, where at Origins, there's maybe one or two other people who went to that convention. You know, we were it's at... a lot smaller. Well, yeah, we were at the yeah. local cantina. Yeah, when well, we were at the cantina. <laughs> And it's and it was Pride Weekend and yeah, which is oh, another. I can't wait to talk yeah. about that. Which is another. <laughs> That's the other thing can't is you got overshadowed. Yes, but but yeah, you know it wasn't. It, no, what was funny about the cantina was so we sat down and we're kind of at a high top, and we're connected to this other high top, and it was the only other one available. So this guy comes and sits down. And he's really nice, and he he starts, you know, hey, how are you? How's your con going? And we're like, oh, thank God, somebody's going to talk to us. Um, so we start talking to him, and then all of a sudden he stops, and his Tinder date comes in. <laughs> and we're like, oh, and then, that then, was he, then, he, then he completely shut down and started talking to the Tinder date, yeah. which is and understandable. He, <laughs> you was he there for the con or for for a different? He was there con. for the con. No, he oh, was okay. there for the con, but, but he, he was at the restaurant. But he was hiding. <laughs> Yeah. No, he had his badge on and everything. Yeah. So hey. That's why we started yeah. talking about games. Hey, you have to do your priorities, okay? Yeah. All I'm saying is, yes. hook up priorities. I, you know, this one is of the, the second con this year that we have accidentally run into somebody who's been like, oh, but sorry, I got to leave. I got a Tinder date. Oh, no. That, <laughs> well, that's, that's why Katie and I said that we, there's no way that we would survive in today's dating environment. No. That's why uh, I'm so glad I found her when I did. Because yeah, I don't I, think I, I, I got to leave it. early because I've got a Tinder date. No. Yeah. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, Tinder dates are part that, of the convention. That, no, you don't, you know Tim. Maybe, maybe Nancy, guys, Nancy has you by the gonads. Maybe you guys' yeah. conversation game is lacking a little bit. If people are just like, you know what, I got a Tinder date in like five minutes. Hey, yes, no, it's, it's, we are horrible at communication. Yeah, that's well, what it is. People, it's, you're talking to people like, oh, it's okay. my Tinder date is here. I gotta go. Well, <laughs> you're in my oh, house. Yeah. Are they coming here? No, we saw her. Tin- his Tinder date. She was right there next to us. <laughs> so, so okay. So there we go. We got we've got something that we got okay. the, we got the competition. Of, of Pride Weekend, which also was yes. something that contributed to the whole thing that this was not something that Origins did. Origins did like, not take, take over. over. Right. Like yeah. I said, Gen Con, there's something to be said about it. They're inside me and, and say, we're, we must be an outlier because we, we, both, we both think that Gen Con is preferable at this point. Right. We didn't. I, I enjoyed going to Origins. It was nicer to be able to talk to some of the people face to face. We did. I believe that we talked to more people inside the vendor hall, more vendors, more people in there, and got some more ideas. We How, certainly got more interviews. Yeah, more interviews. Yeah. So, as from a podcasting point of view, it was a much nicer connection yes. because we were able to to actually the, people had time for a smaller group like us actually right. speaking of that that's a perfect segue for this why good job katie oh, see, now you're not mad at me not i'm not i've never been mad at you you're, you're <laughs> wonderful but speaking of, a, of of we actually did interview brian collin from creature curation he was sculpting for charity crit he was the mascot of origins every year he comes out in a different little costume this year he had a little unicorn costume on so this guy's a, a is popular- he the guy that you posted the photos of yes yeah he looks like he belongs in the Jim Henson Creature he Workshop. Does. We talked to him about he that. Does, and yes. Guess what? We're going to take a quick break and let you listen to us talk to him, but we'll be right back. 
Hey everybody, it's Katie here at Origins, and I am with Brian Collin from Creature Curations. Hi Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing just great. Thank you for taking the time to interview me. We are so excited to, to have you on the show, and I can't wait to talk about what you're doing here at Origins. So tell us exactly what's going on. Sure, absolutely. So what I've been working on while at the show is I've been working on a sculpture of Crit, the mascot for Origins, to go into the charity auction Saturday night. I'm doing the head for this year's theme, which is the mystical theme, so it's got this crazy unicorn hoodie on. And I've been spending an hour, two hours each day sculpting it, and then hopefully I'll get it all done to be able to paint it before the charity auction ensues. That's amazing. So we're already in the, the plain clay phase here, and you've been molding and sculpting as we go, and you're expecting to have this done by tomorrow night. Yes, at least really close because they can put it up for auction and then I can finish it Sunday and whoever buys it can then pick it up if they need to. That's amazing and also amazing that you're helping out with the charity here at Origins. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to do it. It's, it's an exciting thing to do. That's great. And I hear you have some uh, stuff working on Kickstarter coming up. Yes, absolutely. The day after I get back on Tuesday, June, 9, June 18th, we have a Kickstarter launching for our campaign setting for D&D 5th edition. It's a bestiary world setting. It's got six new playable races all based around the weird creatures that I've sculpted. Um, it's got lots of new uh, subclasses, lots of new monsters, and a whole new world for people to explore. And I love your monsters. And we're going to have some images of your monsters up on our website so everybody can, can log on to the website and take a look. These are such creative monsters. I love these. Where, where do the ideas come from? Well, I grew up playing Dungeons and Dragons. I was in fourth grade when it first when I first started playing, and I'm 42 now. I watched a lot of Jim Henson movies. I watched a lot of cartoons. I built a lot of Legos. All of these things have influenced my creativity over the years. And these monsters look like they could be in the Jim Henson universe. Thank you. Uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, it would be an honor to actually be able to do work with them at some point. But yeah, they make beautiful things. And anyone from Jim Henson, if you're listening, take a look at this guy's work. It's cool. Thank you. And now, you have a, a story that your son's involved in some of your creatures as well? Absolutely. So the world Revelo itself is his middle name backwards, Oliver. So I created the world a little over nine and a half years ago when my wife was pregnant with him, and I had created my first large sculpture. And when I created it, I knew that I wanted to have a world for them to live in because I needed there to be backstory and more to it than just something weird and funny on the wall. So I created that and I knew that I wanted him to add creatures to it, help him world build as he grew. So when we first started, when I first drew the map of the world, I asked him, he was about five at the time. He's like, what do you want in there? And he's like, volcanoes. So he made the fiery pits. And of course, that's like his area. That's whenever he wants to create a creature, he's like, I was like, what do you want the first creature to be? He's like a lizard man from the fiery pits. So I drew what is now known as the Bernadazzi. I got him to look at the drawing, say, yes, I like that. And then I sculpted it. And he's drawn creatures and then I've sculpted them. And he's added to the Pantheon of Gods and helped me with some, some module creation as well. And my daughter's five now and hopefully Ruby will, in another year or so, she'll get her own continent to get to add to. That's an amazing story and so adorable. Thank you. I think that's so cute that your kids are involved in this. Thank you very much. And I've had the ability now that it's growing enough that I've been able to bring in other artists and other writers to help build this out much fuller than I could ever do on my own. You look like you have it all together with all the stories and the creatures. It's, it's really amazing. And that's why we're here interviewing today, because I really think everybody should take a look at this. 
Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to share? You can check out the Kickstarter World of Revelo on the 18th. That would be wonderful. Do you have any website where you sell your creatures or? Yes, uh, creaturecuration.com. Amazing. Everybody check it out. It's adorable. And if you've got room on your walls, go ahead and put something up. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Wow, wasn't that cool, <laughs> folks? That was neat. We talked to people. Look, we actually did our job while at, a, at an no, event. No, but like, that is pretty Brian neat, is insanely imaginative. Yes, I do. And I agree. I hope that you guys can, if you are into the RPG world and into D&D 5th edition, uh, check out the world of Revelo. Mm-hmm. And um, take a look because I think you're gonna like. Yeah, it. and his, and his, but when this airs, his Kickstarter will still be going. Uh, just it'll you got another week or so to go, but go if you want if you like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that you want to give a give a shot. It's an RPG, bestiary, and campaign uh, on the island of Revelo. I so. do want one of his art pieces on my wall. I do too. I think that would be very cool. I so do. we will talk it. to him and see what he can do. Because <laughs> well, he did he did sculpt Crit, and we did talk to him about that. And, uh, but yeah, he sculpted Crit the mascot. So maybe we can replace that history of beer poster that Dave. Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yes. Let's put a bust of of a monster on my I would be okay with that. Actually, I would be okay with that beer. I think think it's awesome that, you know, you all, as role playing through all the years we've all role played, you always got an idea of a world you want to do. And you got some good ideas. But I think that whole process of getting it from your head to paper, that's the big thing and being able to break it down and describe everything. So it's cool that he's got, you know, he's got that down. That's going to be yeah. good. And actually the backer level isn't too bad. You can get both books for a 50 bucks. So that's, that's pretty good. So they're both hardcover. So, and then you, or a t-shirt for 10. There's yeah. always a t-shirt for 10. No, there's no t-shirt for 10. In there's this. always a t-shirt. But you know for what 10. was interesting is this is the first place I've also seen where he made plastic. They were clear plexiglass oh, were so neat, plastic guys. miniatures that you could buy. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, the, they look like little shrinky dinks on the Yeah, stands. they look like shrinky dinks on the stand. So, so like, you know how Starfinder has the little standees? Yes. This one has their plastic standees, but they're clear. Oh, you they're can clear. See, yeah, you can see through them. So he's making shrinky dinks. He's making Essentially, shrinky dinks Essentially, it looks like shrinky dinks. Genius. So, Brian, and Brian, congratulations so, on your you shrinky dinks. And you don't have they, to paint them. But they look really nice. Oh, they look yeah. really nice. And they, and they, Genius. they are, they are each of the perfect. creatures from his, his book. Um, he, and of course, all the creatures are based on stuff that his kid came up with, which is pretty right. cool. Him and his, yeah, yeah. him and his I think kids. I think the idea that he's like, oh, I want to I want to do volcanoes. I want to do volcanoes, and uh, and he goes, okay, what what would be at the volcano? Oh, this lizard thing would be in the volcano. So one sure. of the there's always of, a lizard thing. It's always a lizard. There's always a <laughs> lizard always guy lizard who things. uses bone knives. Hey, lizards are cool. They are lizards. cool. Yeah. I like lizards. So all right, all right. well, speaking of lizards. Food. Going? I oh. guess speaking of lizards, let's segue into food. Okay, let's talk about food. the food, well, food. people. Yeah, so now we're back to origins and back to food. So. Okay, so. I heard it was really good food at origins. I heard it was. Oh. It was okay. Katie was not appreciating the food at origins. I, and again, I'm a foodie. So yeah, we're um, yeah, we're both foodies. We you're both too like skinny to be a foodie, just so you know. Well, thank you for you're that welcome. compliment. You're welcome. <laughs> I really appreciate that coming up to my 40th birthday. Uh-huh. I need a little boost. You don't look 40. So that, <laughs> that works. She doesn't look like a day over 28. Aw, you guys are really rubbing it in right now. Just what do you want? Rubbing it in deep. <laughs> rubbing it oh, in Oh, can deep. I rub something else in? Let me keep rubbing. Uh, we all know what Dave uh, wants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he wants her to allow him to buy another game. <laughs> yeah, why, why do you smell like menthol? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... There is some place called the North Market, and it's just this big open area with all these vendors that are that either have food or 
Um, like there's a meat monger there. There's a hot sauce a vendor. Fish monger. Yeah. And, hot um, sauce and, monger. And a hot sauce vendor and a cheese There's a hot monger. sauce convention at the end Everybody who sells food downtown. is a monger. We should do that. Yes, we should. Maybe we should, pro- maybe we'll, should we'll get apply for breast badges. Go <laughs> apply for breast badges. We'll go. There's one so, the 29th okay. in Chicago. Um, a hot sauce convention? Hot sauce festival. Hot sauce All right. Festival. Second year. Anyway, oh. back to what you were saying. Thank we'll you. Talk about it is later. there um, a mild sauce festival? <laughs> yes. Just for people like you. Just for, people for the like gastrically you. challenged. <laughs> like, do you have a mild sauce? No, we don't. Sorry. <laughs> um, Dave loved the donut place. Yeah, Destination Donuts was pretty oh. awesome. Fresh. Dave's, Dave's built like a guy who they loves donuts. Donut they, they, you know what? It was interesting is they, they had a, a, a pina colada gluten free. You would have liked it. Oh, uh, pina coladas are gluten free. No, this donut. is a donut. Oh, a uh, donut. That's yeah, have you ever had Stan's Donuts? They actually have a couple gluten free all every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Anybody who makes a product that's normally gluten free, they go, yeah, and this is gluten free. This was a donut. It's so vodka. It's yeah, always but, been gluten free. Yes, but do- donuts that are gluten free are not normal. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. I, no. I'm going to cry. I miss real donuts. Huh? I'm out here in suburbia and I can't get real donuts anymore. Why? Where are you trying to get donuts I've never now? had real I'm donuts. I'm no longer downtown, remember? Where are you oh. located? I'm in Romeoville. Oh, Bolingbrook. Oh. There aren't any real donuts out here. Because I was going to say, if you're in the, like, the Oak Brook area, there's no. Stan's Donuts. Yeah. No. Yeah. So all six of you listeners yeah. that live in Bolingbrook, there you're, you're clear. There you go. You're set yeah. for donuts. No, no, no. Donuts. Bolingbrook, no donuts. No donuts yeah. in Bolingbrook. Yeah, donuts are fine. You don't need donuts. You don't need special no, donuts no, no, no. everywhere you, you go. You so want a donut food, that's going to shorten yeah. your North life. North Market was really good. And it was a very popular place to go and eat and meet up with other people. Um, I hated it because the lines were so willy-nilly. Like, yeah, they okay, were willy-nilly. Americans don't know how to stand in line properly. What was that? The, the, what we're movie not was British. That? We do not know how to know. queue. Yeah, I British really don't know how to queue. Yeah, yeah Americans, Americans don't, don't know, know how, how to queue. queue. <laughs> and it was just all the lines were melding into each other. You didn't know where one line started or you went and waited. And it just... as good as the food was, I hated going to North Market because there were no proper lines. See, this is where you so, need... So you're in line to get donuts and you ended up getting hot sauce. No. Pretty much. <laughs> See, no, this I think- is where you need to play the I didn't know there was a line card. Oh, I think plenty oh, of people... That's, oh, yeah. That's I, that I play that, me off. I play that card every so often when, when they really piss me off. And I'm like... <laughs> and then I look black, at people, you can get away with it. Exactly. exactly. Hey. The rest of us are like, we're like, and he's black, somebody he could have a gun or a knife. No, the rest of us are like, get the fuck out of here, you son oh of a bitch. God. We know you're not scary. Get that's, get out of here. That's like the uh, French market in Ogilvy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta play that card where you just mm-hmm. you just gotta get up there in line and then start doing your order like nobody else is there and wait for yep. somebody to say something. Of course, yep. if I'm the person behind you, I'm gonna, you're say, gonna something. say something. <laughs> so, and they're gonna move. Human. So have a take, little respect get, for your fellow human being that's also waiting in line. Hey, I look at it this way. Um, there's that lizard part of your brain. You know, every once in a while, you have to let it take charge. Yep. You got to let it take charge Mario, when it comes to food. Yeah. Mario, don't you have anything to say about this? <laughs> I like to follow lines. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Otherwise, otherwise, I feel like I'm in Russia and there's a line. You just get in it because you don't know what the hell yeah. you're doing. Hey, you could get a potato or some <laughs> vodka. Or oh, it, it could be window wiper, windshield wipers. It could be, uh, who it could, knows? Could be tennis oh. shoes. Yeah, it could be. It could yeah. be some Levi's. You see a long line, you stand in it. You stand in it. <laughs> is this bread food? line or is this windshield wiper line? What line is this? <laughs> you are in the decadent donut line. Get out of here. Go over there. Now you're, now you're I'm totally, totally, totally drifted into Austria. You know what? 
Germany was split half Russian, right? half yeah. You know, so sure. it was split in half. Sure, Austria was. wasn't, but you know what? I don't really have a great German accent, but I have a very good Austrian accent. <laughs> Sure. Thank you for sure you do. that segment, Tim. So. You're welcome. But yeah, we, we, we did it. We, uh, speaking of the of the North Market, we also did go to the Barrel and Bottle, which was very good, by the way. They had a lot of... Do they serve beer? Yes, they do. Oh, is it a whiskey thought? place? Who would have thought I would have gone to... Is it a whiskey, it's a whiskey sure, place? Yes, it sounds like it. It had both. It, it had, had yeah. It had wine, whiskey, and beer. Beer was their specialty because you could take it and go. You could wander around the, the market with. Did it. they have ales and lagers as well? They did. Is that where you bought that poster? <laughs> they no. That is not where I bought that poster. That poster is, what is was the big purchased deal with a this long damn poster. It's a living room poster. He's I, got a. Po- know, it's in prominence like over the fireplace. That's it. It's okay. going on Facebook. Uh, just to fill you into a backstory, <laughs> yesterday I was not feeling well, good, so I went upstairs and took a nap. When I came back downstairs, there was a magical beer poster in the living room. Dave had redecorated. Um, and Dave, yes, Dave had redecorated. And there was a history of beer poster mm-hmm. just hanging in the living it's room. It's been in the basement and, for a long, long time. And my response was, this is not a fret house. Take it down. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, but yeah, I, it's very I let tasteful. him have it. The light over the dining room table now said Budweiser. I know. <laughs> There's there's glasses with chicks without their tops on. We, we put a stripper pole in the bedroom. Exactly. What are you like talking with their tops on? They don't have bottoms on either. They don't have bottoms on Ooh. either. I didn't go to my eyes didn't go past their boobs. So what? What's wrong with you? There's so good bits on both the sides. Background on the inside joke. That's good bits on. All right. Both now sides. that I'm informed. Yes, you are now informed. informed. Yes, but so. yes, we did go to the Barrel and Bottle, and it was very good. We had some Columbus beer. We had a Rheingeist, which was very pretty good. What? Why? What's What's so funny about Why are you laughing beer. about Ryan? No, it's so funny. You, you go, you, you, you're sort of nerdy with games, but you're ultra nerdy oh, with beer. Oh, I love beer. Just like, he goes, oh, yeah, there's, this is a hoppy, weedy beer. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we don't have pictures of It's a Rheingeist. Children, no. But we have history of beer up on Yeah, the history of beer on your wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, the picture of your grandmother is down, but there's a beer poster in its True. place. All right. In the effort to go further on, the beer place was great. It was <laughs> in North you. Market. But however, we also went to Barley's, which which is kind of the closest thing to the Ram. So if you've been to Gen Con, you've got the Ram, which they go all Another beer out. place. No. Well, the well, way it beer. is. <laughs> it is. But it's a pub more so. And so but upstairs. Yes. But upstairs. Oh, no, no. You know, Barley's upstairs. They had an arcade. They which had was an arcade cool. upstairs. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so it was kind of neat, but it was like a retro arcade, and you can go up there and, and play for free, and then you just have your beers. And what do they have up there? Uh, we don't. To be know. honest, we don't, we don't know because they had a they had a party. They were concerned about the beers. No, they, they actually had a. It was a, there was a meetup there the day that we had gone, so the meetup was for people who had bought tickets to the meetup, oh. which we didn't. I thought um, it was a Tinder thing. No, no. But my Tinder dates meeting me upstairs. But like I said, in in at the Ram. In, at Gen Con, they go all out. They play geeky movies. You'll see right. Ghostbusters. You'll see whatever. They'll be playing things on on the screen twenty four seven while they're well while they're open. Yeah. They have a beer that's specifically made. They have a menu entirely made up. And in in this case, Barley's was the closest one. And they had a couple. They had like four or five things on the menu. They had a couple of burgers. They had some things. They had a beer. Um, but it, it was very subdued. I mean, it was great. I did enjoy it because we. I mean. We went out at lunchtime and were able to get into this place in 15 minutes. Now, Gen Con, that's no, not no, happening. No. If you go out at lunchtime, you might as well be waiting an hour. You're not getting to a food truck in less than 30 minutes. You got yeah, it. So. And so that's where this was. This was a little beneficial, but there was less to go to. Mm-hmm. So you'd go in directions, and, and then we would go north, and we would go. We end up going to local cantina. That's where Katie had a mustache mm-hmm. ride, which was kind of fun. So, yeah. 
for yeah. a married man saying that was kind of fun that she had a mustache ride. Yeah. It was it was a, he it helped. Was, it, yeah, I didn't help. <laughs> yeah, helped her with the mustache. He helped ride. The, you helped her up. He's like, oh, I, I'm just happy well, to see her so happy. The local cantina is also where we ran into the guy with the archer tattoo, and we immediately bum rushed him and then took the picture of the game next to him because we always had that game on us. The uh, uh, love once go, yeah, once you go blackmail. Uh, yeah. And so that that was that was fun. Uh, the you are we not to, my origin supervisor. <laughs> we we did, not my origin we did go to Fuzzies, which everybody told us about Fuzzies, and Fuzzies was a taco place across the way. Ugh. Not the greatest. Um, it was okay. <laughs> no. Why was it called Fuzzies? It's just that's the name of the I'm taco place. I'm not eating place. tacos at a place yeah. called Fuzzies. No, I should. <laughs> well, and, and I was gonna say like in, introverted gamers. I don't know that they're necessarily like the the. You know, the epitome of gourmands. Yeah. yeah. It's like a food truck called Floor Steak. <laughs> but but don't forget this is this is these these places exist outside of this convention. So but uh uh it, yeah, the taco place was it wasn't the greatest. It was it, it was it took a while in the line, which is understandable. There's a So they should have the food trucks. They should Everything have should have food, food trucks. trucks. You know what? It would. I don't know Taco would, trucks should be prowling the. I don't know where they would have put them. I don't know where they would have put them. They would have put them on every corner. But but really yeah, should be. seriously. There yeah. needs to be like a taco truck on every corner yeah. and a whiskey truck. Like, oh, an ice, like an ice cream truck. Oh, yeah, I second the whiskey truck. I want a whiskey truck. I want a whiskey truck. Yeah, I want a whiskey truck. Put me on a horse. Put me on a whiskey horse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, can we talk about the pride parade? Nope. Sure. That would be. Yeah. That. Yeah. The, the pride parade. Yeah. That the pride parade was also so that weekend. Pride so you guys were at the Columbus Pride Parade, right? Yes. Not this the is Chicago. Not yet. We're yeah. actually going to the next one. So this okay. is the Columbus Pride Parade. Um, I got a kiss from Miss Virginia West. Mm-hmm. Right here. I kissed the girl and I, I liked it. it. Mm. Now Virginia West is actually uh, the no, she, um, the uh, Grand Marshal. She was. Not she the said Grand Virgin Marshall. U.S. and you said Virginia West. It's Virginia. Are we West. talking about the same person? It is the same. You heard wrong. I said Virginia West. It's okay, Virginia I'm West. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but she so did. She was the, not a virgin. She did US. the opening number. Yeah. And it was magnificent. Yes. Because and we were then, right at the beginning of the parade. Yes, we were right really at nice. the beginning, right next to the people who were complaining about how yeah. lonely their life is and how everybody else should be sucky like them. Um, there was only four of them. So there that, were only four the, of them. Trust me, the people who were celebrating it far were outweighed. far outnumbering the four people that were sa- screaming into megaphones like, you're going to hell for believing in the things you believe. So there's only four people there who were screaming? This? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Like the first 20 minutes of the parade was awesome. Yep. And then it turned into politician. Yeah. Corporation. Yeah, Politician. But you know what? But in, in the end. It, and we're like, eh, yeah. we're done. We're going we, we, Yeah. It, the, the parade lasted for Three hours. I was hours long because yeah. we came back out after we played a couple games and we're like, like holy it's crap, it's still going, going on. You still got some some random people walking down the street waving flags at some point. But Chicago going. one was nuts. Yeah, Chicago one's awesome. I can't wait for yeah. Chicago. But no, I mean it was it was interesting. It was it was super fun. We got some pictures with some people out there. I mean, actually, I. It, we had a great time. It was everyone was so happy and friendly, and they were all in. in the, it was a very inviting thing. Yeah. I mean, even I mean. I'm not gay, <laughs> but but the thing is, why do you feel the need to point that right? out? No, well because okay. you've got a beard there, sitting right next to me. There are too there are too many there are too many people that that are threatened by it. Yeah, that the fact is, I mean, you're like, oh, if I'm not gay, I'm not going to approve of it. It's right. like you know, grow up a little bit because the yeah. fact is, people are people. They're gonna love who they love. Let them be happy too. I mean, I, come on, let let something happen. I mean, and so if I it, 
I'm going to be out there and, and having a good time and, and, and cheering people yeah. on. If for... I want to marry a fuzzy troll, I should be allowed to marry a fuzzy yeah. troll. Yes. Yeah. And we support your choice. Thank you. Yeah. So, but no, it was, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun time. You're our fuzzy troll. I am happy that I'm your troll. So there you go. You're all our fuzzy trolls. But yeah, that might've contributed. The, the pride parade might've also contributed to the fact that there was a little mix in the bars. So you had, you had a lot of people in the bars, but not most of them. Most of them were just either the pride parade or some of them were from the origins convention. So you, but you could tell by how they were dressed. Um, also the fact that they were lacking badges. Oh, you don't need a badge for the Pride Parade. You don't need no stinking no, badges. No stinking badges. But yeah, and I do agree with Katie on that. I do believe that the uh, that that was one downfall for me for the convention. Now, granted, this the it was a smaller convention. It was if it, it it just didn't have that camaraderie to it. Right. It had more of the. It was little. It yeah. was yeah, but it's still big. It it's still little. a big it enough was, convention. It was this big convention. Yeah. It was just not massive. Not, it just looked like it. It's dis- not Gen Con. It dissipated once you left the convention center. Right. So once you left, so you you would go to a hotel, and sure enough, there would be people playing games at table, but they were all pretty segregated. They were all at their little split right. out their little tables and eating dinner or whatever. No one really said, Hey, come on, you know, we're looking for another person to play a game, whatever. It was, it was all very, I, I did wish I had brought my little sign that said, please yes. come play with us. Yeah. We don't bite. We just nipple, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that's a so, design we want. Totally different kind of. And that would work. That would also that would also work at the pride parade. Pride. <laughs> so, all right, we so, don't bite. We just actually, nibble. Probably, I think you'd have come play with us because we bite. Yeah. Mm. So okay. So there they go. We, we got. So we get come general. I'll, I'll have two we sides of the sign. Okay. So as we got, as we have of this, we it's bite like, if you ask. Know, only if asked nicely. <gasps> that should be our new T-shirt. Why? On this tabletop, we bite. <laughs> No, that makes no sure. sense. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> we never make sense our, anyway. Our listeners <laughs> will get it. barely make sense. We but bite. okay, so right now, what uh, pros, pros to the origin or origins? Uh, it was games. Games, okay. It was, there were still some art vendors there. And art we still vendors. got to take advantage of art we vendors. Got, we, we bought some art. Um, we still got to demo um, some new fancy games coming out. That's correct. And You like that one room a lot. Um. Oh, and um, playing Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler. We did play. We, some we did Hitler. find some people who would play Secret Hitler yep. with us. We had to pay them two dollars to do it, it but yeah, still. And we had to pay. Would you yes, like to play Secret pay. Hitler with us? We did have to play money. No, we we did play. We did play. Um, yeah, it was. Join us for some Secret oh my gosh. Hitler. This was my first experience with a female alpha gamer. Yes, and I wanted to strangle her. She was. She was just trying to like. I'm sure she's really used to being the center of attention. And so she it just sounds like to... it's not Dave's first experience with an alpha gamer. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. <laughs> Point. Stop, Tim. <laughs> not that bad. What, 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 was, what, 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 was, what was slightly funny about the uh, secret Hitler's... I like how he goes, slightly funny. Slightly funny. <laughs> No, what was funny about the Secret Hitler was we actually had it in our bag. We Secret could have Hitler. gone and played it for free if we found eight people to play it with us. But we end up going and saying, okay, they're running it. We're going to pay them a $2 generic to play it for an hour. Right. So each one of us. And, and that worked out really well because we played with the same group a couple times. Right. Uh, we then came back the next night and then played with the Alpha Gamer group, which is very weird. So you played with the 7-6 fascists. <laughs> But, oh, she complained. Yeah, she She's was, like, yeah. 
I hate being a liberal. I hate being a liberal. And then, like, the last game, she was a fascist. She played but the she worst. Complained more. She played the worst. So fascist. we knew she was a fascist. Well, here, here's the funny part about this. Okay, so, of course, anyone who hasn't let, played Secret Hitler again, we talk about all the damn time. Is it's the, it's basically a social deduction game. You got You have liberals. You have fascists, and you have Hitler. You're trying right. to stop Hitler from being elected, right? Ch- uh, uh, chancellor. So, and Katie, that's, you and I were always the power team. They were. I was Hitler again. Well, it worked out. She was Hitler <laughs> twice. We lost. We won once. We lost. But here's the thing: is remember this this alpha gamer who claimed that she could. She was Hitler. Right. She was Hitler, and I was one of the fascists because, strangely enough, I was fascist every goddamn time. I was a good fascist. Let's use that for a sample. As, as that goes. Yeah. <laughs> no. So in, in the game, I was so... I was a good and, fascist and, and every <laughs> single time we played. So while we were playing this is literally we were handing her the keys to win. And she talked her way out of winning. It's the two of us were sitting and we basically had passed all the liberal agendas we could in order to ensnare people and think that we were, we were liberals. Mm-hmm. And... And literally, when it came to the point of all she had to do was give the presidency to one of the two of us, and we would have made I know, her. But all of us liberals knew she was. A well, she was we such a bad. Oh my god, she was so her. bad. <laughs> so hopefully, she doesn't listen to this because if she hunts us down, she's and not finds a listener. Us, I don't think so. I doubt it. Well, it, yeah, Watch. and that was she's listener number seven. <laughs> 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 we no. gave her a T-shirt no. and everything. All right. So, so we <laughs> yes. so, fuck so, you guys. Um, yeah. So that was that was fun. But that uh, was fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going so, to kill this no, so I think six. we're on to cons. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, con- no, 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 no. I want to hear about the room that you loved oh well, so much. <gasps> we still got. We still got that. Yeah, we're, that's still so coming. My out. bedroom. Yeah. No, that's no. coming. <laughs> the room because the bed was so soft. Yeah. Tell us about the rooms that you oh. loved. Fatsa oh. was a room. No, it was it was it was the room that they were playtesting all the time. That games. was Unpub, but that's later. Unpub. That's in a second. That's in a little bit. Apparently, that's in a tiny I, bit. Less, the so, fashion, but you loved it. The we fit, did. Yes. We were okay. going to talk about the, the that. She loves the room. Why does this always happen? But and that was, was such one a of fun the pros. Room. You said what were the pros, and that was one of the pros. So sure, rude. sure. Okay, <laughs> so. In order to make this go this direction, we've got pros, we've got cons. What are the cons of cons the cons? Cons of the cons. Yes. Um, Several other alpha female gamers. Because there was less people, because there... So here's what happened, is at Gen Con, if, if you had a game that they were demoing, there would be like four, five, six areas to demo, where at Origins, there was one. Yeah. And so we would... There was one point... After two days, I really wanted to to demo Ascension, Skulls and Sails. And I'm like, every time I'd go past, it was busy. So I'm just like, on day three, I just said, fuck it. I pulled up a chair and I sat there and I waited 20 minutes and just sat there with my phone right behind him, staring him down. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that is one you thing. You will finish. Yeah, there's one thing to be said about Gen Con is that, okay, when you can demo, you have multiple tables to demo yeah. at. At Origins, being a smaller convention, mm-hmm. they have the area where you could purchase the games, and then they have the small demo area that's outside of the vendor hall, which is kind of nice. There's, right. It's kind of nice at that point, but when you have one table, so Katie literally, we're like, every time we come back, it was the inside joke is that, holy crap, we're going to come back to this table, and there's people on it again. Right. But the game the game was interesting, but it was still, that was the thing, is lacking lacking. Uh, the demo tables to support mm-hmm. the people that were there. Yeah, um, and, and my only other con was I really felt 
I felt lonely. I, yeah. I didn't feel like I could get that connection that I was ready to leave at the end of the convention. Yeah. And at Gen Con, I'm never ready to Yeah, go you're home. always like dragging your feet to get out of, uh, out of you. Never you don't want to leave Gen Con. I always Con. feel like Gen Con, I make new friends. Yeah. And it's just like summer camp and I never want to go. You don't and then, go until they release the hounds. Yeah. And then Origins was like, but I can go home now. In the defense of Origins, I do feel that maybe we thought the same thing about Gen Con, our first trip to Gen Con, because yeah. Yeah. maybe it was because it was our first trip to Origins that we didn't have the familiarity with what we were doing. We weren't professionals. We were like looking around. We don't know where we're going. We didn't know to register. We didn't know where to go. Where are the rooms? Where are the things? We didn't. It, it there's a little bit of a little bit to be said about not knowing what's going on and being there by yourself. And even right. the people that we knew were all vendors. So we knew Chris, we knew Jonathan, we knew and a they bunch were of so insane. And they were busy. so insanely busy, which is great for yes, them. Yes. But not but for us, we wanted like, hey, let's go for dinner. And they're like, Oh my God, we just got off the floor. We're dying. We're gonna go off and and and, and do some laundry. And we're like, Well, fine, no, that's cool. Do that because you are dead men walking. We're not expecting you to go all hang out with us for two hours while we drink and play games at a bar. So that's where we didn't know enough people on there. Now, we did meet some people out there that, that lived in Aurora, strangely enough. But that's the way this kind of works. That's how it works. You go to yeah. another part of the planet and you meet people from where you're at. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's... I. I I do agree with her on that. I do agree with it. It's a smaller convention, but yet you you think you should be able to run into more people and you just don't. You There's not 24-hour gaming. It kind of does die down after a while, so we didn't have a problem at 10 o'clock going back to the room. Right. Yeah, there was... So there was nothing that drove us to There was a lot of around. dying down. It's yeah. not a 24-7 convention. People go to bed at this convention. Yeah. And a lot <laughs> of the bars, yeah, a lot of the bars in the general area, sounds had, like a good they thing were open. To me, Probably is. Yeah. Everybody went home, took a shower, came back. You yeah. know, the funk was. Oh yeah, the was funk far was funk less. Showers are important. Yeah, yes. yeah. funk yeah. level funk was, was super less. low, which was really yeah. great. But I think that's just sheer numbers. I've always thought conventions should have like, a, if you ever played Fallout, they had an anti-radiation spray that you'd walk through. They should have that for Febreze. Yes. You just walk through, and everyone smells. Just spray like out in Vegas, like sprinkler showers. I remember the first the first ICC I went to for. Uh, LARP for Vampire was in Cleveland. And one of the things at the uh, morning breakfast was there was boxes of Febreze. Yeah. We're just going to hose you smelly bastards down. <laughs> That's not offensive at all. No, <laughs> not at all. And right next well, to that you was don't the, have a choice if you're just walking through the mist. And right next to that was the bowl full of condoms. Because so, you know. Well, uh, hey, yeah, the Tinder dates. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so so as as a whole, what's what would you say? Granted, we're still going to go into games and stuff like that. I got the Origins Award stuff going up. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit about that because we actually did interview Ken from Calliope, so we're going to talk about that in a bit. But so you would go again, though, but if, with if reservations. Or, if Origins has us back after okay. this lovely review, well, um, they're not listeners. Well, no. I mean, then then yeah, I would go back, and I my second experience might be better. Yeah, but I also think that. I want to say, hey, Tim, Lathan, Mario, Jean, please come with us, somebody. Wait, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the person that I know who goes to Origins regularly is Luke, but he yeah. goes with his yep. core group of RPG right. friends. Right, yeah. So there's like he had a crew. F- five or six yeah. of them there. So they all go and do their thing, but then... Would you say three-something a night? In the evening or wow. for meals and that, he has 
he'll group. meet up with one of them or he'll right. meet up with a couple of them in that. So he has like, right. and they actually went the whole week prior to it. Wow. And so they were like, they were drinking and pre-gaming and, you know, RPG playing prior to that. Right. Because um, they ended up um, doing the same thing, getting an Airbnb house and all of them staying yeah. there. That sounds like awesome to tag into. Yes. So if you're not going, I'll go with Luke. I'll be his date. <laughs> Tell him I'm gentle. <laughs> unless he doesn't want me to be. Everyone on this podcast knows you're a gentle lover by now. Yes, he's, yeah. everybody knows. 35 episodes Rio doesn't know. Rio's like, episode. Rio looks a treat. I know, I know. Rio yeah. looks a treat. He's like, is he? And Tim likes to be the little spoon. I've, I've heard the stories. True story. So, at, at, so, so right now, we would say that we would go back. We would like to take more people. Uh, I think familiarity will breed a little more yeah. well, enjoyment yeah. out of it. Right. I mean, it could have been expectations like it's, it's just you had different exactly. expectations yeah. and I think you were thinking it was more like gen con correct. and so yeah. going there you realize that this is you know completely different con yeah and so i think this second go around you would know more what to expect correct. you know and yeah. the fact that there wasn't a lot of gamers there maybe you didn't find all the good food spots maybe it, the place where it's all all origins badges that's the place with the good well, food. No, that was we tried. Yeah, we we walked we, we walked pretty much in any direction we could mm-hmm. to from the yes. convention center to look right. for places, and it just it we would walk further south, and just people started. You didn't see as many people in the streets, mm-hmm. and it was just it anybody. So we're going. Wow, this is a Saturday night in in. Columbus. Gotta follow the hookers. Always follow the hookers. They will lead you to the chicken waffles places. Oh my God, there were so many chicken waffles yeah, there was places. A lot of what is it about Columbus and their chicken and waffles? That's crazy. Is it the Waffle House? Chicken. No, no, we didn't get to go to Waffle House. We missed to go. We didn't get to go to Waffle House. Yeah, no, you got to go to the chicken and Waffle House. Yeah. Okay, so what's next? What's next? Talk together. about the games? Yeah, right, right now, we're, yeah, we're, well, right now, we, we, we are, I'm going to talk about the Origins Awards just briefly. Uh, they did have the Origins Awards. Every year they have them. It's picked by the Gamma Trade Show, which is the people behind Origins, mm-hmm. and they picked this. And, and one of the people that we knew from Calliope, Ken Franklin, was his, one of his games, the Mansi Caper. Actually, his very first game was put up here. And what we're very surprised is that we talked to Ken, and I'm surprised that he talked to us because we're the podcast we are, and he's such a good, good guy. Because you've talked Franklin, with him more than once. Ken Franklin is a family man. Yes, he is a family man. He and he, I'm a family man. He would not listen to our podcast yeah. willingly. I don't. Think. I think he would. I, we I don't were listen so to our podcast. To have yeah. him on our podcast. And so, well, actually, I'm surprised if he got to this point to listen to this thing. I, I, think I we're I'm just so sorry him. for. Yeah, I think we're just going to tell him, time him to code. start listening. Give him a timestamp to let so him know. When everybody, to not for the next two minutes, no swearing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so there's going to be no. 45 seconds of just Lathan and me and Mario. And- Gene and Katie. No, Mario is completely capable yeah, of controlling he is. He's totally back. He's not saying anything, actually. It's he won't say a two. fucking thing. So, <laughs> Rio, drop an F bomb. Just, just do it. No, 45 no, mi- no, seconds. No. Just okay. no. no swearing. So, what we're going to yeah, do, gonna do so is. So, get it out of your system. Just yes. let your no, Tourette's so just, It started. This is. None. We've already recorded. Oh, <laughs> okay, we've, we've already recorded this. This was recorded a while uh, while we were at Origins. Starbucks. We talked. Yes, it was at North Market actually. So we we talked to Ken Franklin about his game Mansky Caper, as well as the entry into the Origins Award for Best Family Game of the Year, as well as some of his upcoming stuff. So uh, give him a listen, see what you think, and we'll be back. All 
Alrighty, and welcome everybody. Here with us right now, we have Ken Franklin. Hello. From Calliope Games. Um, loyal volunteer yes. of Calliope Games. It's not a paying gig. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but head volunteer. I wouldn't say head volunteer. There are other people with much more experience than I do. But if anybody is hiring any assistance of their game company, I'm willing to submit my resume. <laughs> Excellent plug. Right off the bat. That's what we like. Excellent plug. But the other thing that makes Ken Franklin special is you are also a game designer. I, yes, I am. And you have a wonderful game out right now. Thank you very much. That has been nominated for a Origins Award. Yes. My game is uh, called The Mansky Caper. Uh, it was published last fall. And it will be, uh, uh, it's one of the nominees for Best Family Game of 2018. Uh, we'll find out uh, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, which is tonight, which is whether tonight. it wins. And I'm not, I'm not vibrating at all in no, excitement no, at all. not at all. <laughs> trying to manage my expectations. I, I, I want to win. I know. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm but, excited for you. Well, thank you I'm very really much. I'm very this. pleased at the reception the Mansky Caper has gotten. Um, can I tell you the story about how it came to be? Please do. I was um, a soft, I've always been a game aficionado and designer. And back in 1990, I wrote three shareware games for the old Apple IIGS computer. And all the shareware money we went, we got, went to homeless relief charities. We made about $10,000 over four years. Wow. And that's the people who actually paid for it. So. I wanted to try and make a board game out of it, a tabletop game out of it. And um, my wife passed away from colon cancer in 2010. And my son, Matt, who's a professional graphic artist, uh -huh. uh, came to Gen Con to work in Artist Alley in 2011. I had never seen a Gen Con. I'd never been to a game convention. Uh -huh. But I packed up my game, which was 16 cards and a bunch of poker chips in a baggie. Uh -huh. Didn't know what a sell sheet was. Didn't know what a pitch meeting was. Uh -huh. I walked around to game designers and said, hey, well, look at my game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Calliope actually gave me a pitch meeting on Sunday uh -huh. and signed it. Uh-huh. Excellent. And that was in 2011. And what and was the name of that one? That was called Plunder. Plunder. Okay. Okay. And, but it was very bare bones game uh -huh. and uh, not, not a lot of replayability. Again, I didn't know anything about the industry at all, but I fell in love at that point and I started volunteering for Calliope. Next year at Calliope, uh, I came up with to Ray Wares to say, hey, how are we going on publishing my game? And he says, not right now. I want to show you this really cool game. And he pulled out Roll For It. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so Which we played Roll For It. And Chris I said, Leader. yes, that's, that's nice. That's a really nice game. <laughs> I hope we'll talk about something else sometime before I die. <laughs> but I, from that, I met Chris Leader. Uh -huh. We became fast friends. We worked together on... Uh, three collaborations right now, um, one of which is going to be published later this year. And, I can't uh, wait to talk about that. Yes, uh, but we he he and Ray helped make Plunder into the Mansky Caper. It became uh, a game about looting the treasures of Greenbeard, the envious pirate. And there were a lot of pirate games, a lot of archaeology raiding temples games. So we said we need a new theme. So I thought and thought and thought and came up with raiding Almansky's mansion in 1925, and that took off. Uh, but it still wasn't quite there. Everybody had their own special ability, and balancing special abilities, as you know, can be devilishly tricky. Yes. And after a very frustrating playtest with Chris Leader and Paul Peterson, mm -hmm. 
and my and my new wife Debbie, she said on the way home, well, you know, these people are mobsters. How about if they owe each other favors? So the core mechanic of the Mansky caper is that you have a special ability, but you're not allowed to use your ability to help yourself. That's tacky. Okay. So you all owe each other favors. Uh -huh. So if I give you a favor, you have to use your ability to help me. Okay. But now you have two favors and I have none. So I'm looking around to help people so I can get those favors back. Is as long as you have favors, you have everybody's abilities. If you have no favors, you got none. And those can usually make the difference between winning and losing. I love how just a simple suggestion, you know, shaped the game. It really, it did finish the game and made it unique, made it much more fun to play. And uh, from then on, every playthrough was spontaneous laughter and yells and, oh, I can't believe you did that. And that's what's made it a success. And I'm very, very thankful for that. Excellent. And we are excited to, to support you tonight. Thank you. In the awards. And I know I voted for you. The votes that you gave was for the fan favorite award. Oh, There's also okay. an industry award that was voted on by the Academy. And that voting was finished last April. And so we're waiting to see what, you know, it's, I'm sure it's in an envelope sealed by Price Waterhouse and put in somebody's mayonnaise jar, you know, on the front porch. <laughs> but they'll open the envelope tonight. So Mansky Caper is truly your first Game it is. It is my first published game. Well, my first professionally published game. Published game. Published. I went to Michigan State University from 73 to 77 and self-published a game in an 8 by 10 manila envelope that we sold uh, 700 copies of. Uh-huh. It was uh, back then, this was the era of punch cards. Uh-huh. And the registration process, you got a stack of punch cards with your classes. Uh-huh. And then there was a huge gym with every department around the outside of the gym with their box of open seats for classes. And so if you didn't have the schedule you wanted, you had to go into this huge battle arena. And remember, Michigan State has 40,000 students. Yes, I went to the University of Illinois. The same yes. kind of thing. Yes. So you went into this place called the pit uh -huh. and you had to add drop by trading punch cards. Oh my gosh. So I created the pit game, which was tactical <laughs> registration at Michigan State. And uh, that, that was my first real published yes. game, but that was, you know, drop in the bucket compared with what uh, Calliope has done. But it is an amazing achievement for the first professionally published game to, to be up for an award. I couldn't be more blessed. Uh, I, I'm thankful, thankful, and thankful. Yes, and we're happy for you. Um, so tell us more about your um, interaction with Calliope. It's well, I, I came to every Gen Con, and then from then it spread to Origins. Mm -hmm and then to Grand Con, and then to uh, PAX Unplugged. Uh, I just, I love demoing games. Uh, I've been told I'm rather good at it. You are really good at it. Yes, you <laughs> and, are. Uh, and so I, I enjoy getting a chance to play games and get, you know, they, I get paid in product, $10 a game per hour I volunteer. And I use those, I use those some to trade with other companies, but most of them I take home. At our home, we have community game nights every two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, I have a collection of about 325 games, and every three weeks, we open the house to everybody. And we usually have between 15 and 30 people show up. It's amazing. And, and it's really a ministry for me because it gets people who would normally not even talk to each other on the street to get to know each other. And we've formed lots and lots of friendships. And we'll take those games that I bring home from cons and we'll give them as, as prizes. Mm -hmm. And that's the nice thing about 
Calliope is, it's a very family friendly. Yes. Very, very family friendly, which is an unusual for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, our podcast itself isn't necessarily family friendly, mm-hmm. um, but Calliope is. I don't know what the <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but it is. Not only family-friendly, but it's also um, beginner-friendly. It's gateway games. It's it's The market is aimed at the mom who doesn't want to bring home another copy of of Shoots and Ladders or Trouble and say, oh, my kids will enjoy this too, and we'll enjoy it with them. We don't have to sit there and say, yes, honey, the pink elephant did get to move four spaces. (laughs) It's something that actually challenges the the kids and the parents' yes. minds, and again, forms relationships. Uh, an example, Hive Mind, mm-hmm. my favorite party game because it actually gets people to think about each other. I've taken it to Christmas parties for office groups of 75 and played it as a game. Nice. And it takes three minutes to learn. All Calliope games are just that accessible. And I, I did not play Hive Mind, but we had several uh, guys over at the house and they played hive mind and i was upstairs and they just were laughing and having a great time these these four guys in their 40s were just having a blast yeah we had an 85 year old who world traveler who comes to our game nights all the time and when we started hive mind she was going to impress everybody with her knowledge mm-hmm. and hive mind the score is based on how many people match your answers so she had very sophisticated answers, which were all worth one point. <laughs> and so she's going down and down and down, and everybody else is having a great time. She's, oh, it's what other people think, and that's the, and that was the last time she went down. She got it, okay. and she built friendships at the same time. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, you have Mansky Caper out right now. Yes. You have a game soon. Yes, it is. Yes, right. Maple Games uh, last, uh, as a matter of fact, just a year ago, signed Chris Leader and I for a game called Imagineers, uh, which will be uh, which will be out late this summer, early fall. Uh, it's at the factory as we speak. Uh, Imagineers has this very boring park, and venture capitalists have given you and the other players carte blanche to make the most amazing theme park ever. But they've also given each of you your own seed money to make your signature roller coaster. And so it plays very quickly. Uh, each, each of the tiles and tile laying games, it has an attraction you could put in the park, but on the other side, it has a piece of a roller coaster. So you have to make the first decision is whether to build your roller coaster or add to the overall park. But then all of the guests are already in the park in red and yellow and blue meeples. Red, they're thrill seekers. Yellows are families. Blue are people who love the water rides. And then you pick one of the stack of those up, like Mancala, and you seed them along the, ro- the lines to the park. And if the ride that you built there, that anybody's built there, matches the color of the guest, then they get happiness, which turns into fame for you. And you and the owner of the ride gets money and the most fame wins mm-hmm. and it's eight to 12 rounds plays very quickly, but it's got a huge let's play it again feel to it. I agree. We played this as a demo uh, very early in its creation, probably mm-hmm. maybe six, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And and yes, we had fun and 
And it's not necessarily the theme that I enjoy, because everybody has their favorite theme. Right. But I I had so much fun building that roller coaster and getting people to come to my roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And and the little happy stickers are, are so much fun. So Well, I, I I had one person when we the day before we pitched it to uh, uh, Maple, we had one of the people at the demo come up to us the next morning and says, I dreamed about your game all night. <laughs> I was thinking about new strategies all night long. Yes. <laughs> you must publish this. Right. So yes. we, we knew we had a hit. Yes. I think that game is going to be a hit. Not, you know, yes, Mansky Capers a hit. Um, but I think Imagineers is going to go off. I really hope it does. I, I really you hope know, it does. Chris is a real roller coaster fanatic. He is. And and at PAX Unplugged the year before, he said, hey, I've been trying to get a roller coaster game into the market forever. Uh, I love Roller Coaster Tycoon, but I can't get across the finish line. How about we work together? And he didn't have to ask me twice. And right? Chris is one of the greatest yeah. guys on the planet. <laughs> and and within three weeks, we had a working prototype. It just clicked. And we have a, again, very blessed, very thankful to be able to have a friend that you can collaborate we both get each other, and so the design process really hums. So the moral of the story is if you're designing a game, get a lot of people's head opinions. But also, if you have somebody who who in, has the same passion for games like you, Absolutely. don't feel like you've got to do it all yourself. Work together. Yes. Yeah, Daryl Andrews is another guy who knows that lesson very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not about just getting your name Exactly. On the box. Precisely. Yeah. At this point, Katie is furiously consulting her notes. I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's the lovely thing. Which about means me. this sonorous narrator voice will be edited from the final podcast. Okay. So, what kind of games do you enjoy outside of the Calliope world? My passion for games both to play them and to design them, is games where you win collaboratively rather than crushing somebody. I am not a defeat the other person player. So I don't play a lot of war games. I'll play from time to time. I, I love a dungeon crawler because, you know, it's like Mario World. They're little little pixelated monsters we can throw away. But where it's I will crush you yes. <laughs> and make the lamentation of your women. You know, we we will not. I, I don't. I don't get any joy out of those games. Okay. But cooperative games, but games where every action I take that helps me also helps them. So I have to balance that. That's what really brings me to the table. So like Castle Panic. Castle Panic is good. Uh, Ship Shape coming up is good because you're all Ship going shape, at the same yes. time. Uh, game though. I'm going to have a game. Uh, let's see if I can think of some others. Um, I know. Robo Rally. Okay, yeah. Robo Rally. Yes. You're racing against each mm-hmm. other, but what you do affects the other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, games where, again, sometimes you have to work together for a little bit and you off to yourself. Not uh, take that. I'll take, I could deal with a little bit of take that. I can deal with a little but bit. But I don't want that. anybody to go away from the table going. Yeah. There, there's a game company here that that's all they specialize in is take that game mm-hmm. and it just it gets my craw yeah you know? <laughs> i oh i love i love social deduction games uh-huh. yes um you know 
at Werewolf, Avalon, mm -hmm. The Resistance, uh, Secret Hitler. Perfect Secret Hitler. Yeah. Um, those kinds of games are fun because yes. you play. Um, I, Secret Hitler goes right up to the edge because I don't like teaching the value of lying. Uh-huh. That's fair. So, so uh, I can say it. I, I have to preface it in my game nights is we are playing roles. We are not lying. Yes, exactly. Okay. And, and, and if but if I see people starting to edge off into that, then I put it away and we get out of the That's game. That's fair. That is very fair. What do you have in the works that you can tell us about? Mm. Well, I have another collaboration with Chris Leader that is going to be possibly announced within the next month that I can't tell you anything about. How's that for a teaser? It is a teaser. I have a game for preschoolers uh, that features the world's first four-sided dice tower called Weird Monkey Go. I'm trying to find a home for that. Yes. Um, and uh, my, my biggest hope is I can get a card game together. Uh, it's called the Candlelight Project and it's a very early stage. But it is a game where your score is the number of positive relationships you have formed. So you have a deck of cards, each one of which represents a person. And it has colored lines to connect for relationships. And it also has three areas that are things you enjoy. And it also has three areas of things that tick you off. <laughs> and so you play some cards and form a couple relationships. And then uh, an interaction card is played at random that can cause people to warm toward each other, or it can be a big ab, uh, argument that blows up people. Oh, my. But when it happens, your, your set of cards that you played and the other people's sets of cards that they played overlap and your positive interactions overlap. So there's an argument, it can crush two people's cards. And it's designed so that if you work to further your score at the expense of someone else, you will hurt yourself. So the idea is to model positive relationships. It seems like you want to spread positivity in the game world. I want to teach the value of making love high on your value system. Which I, which is frankly, which is my calling. Um, I was a family doctor for 40 years, mm -hmm. 25 years in the army and then 15 years in civilian practice. And I'm a believer in following one word each year to further my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So my last year as a doctor, it was preparation. Mm -hmm. I made sure I said goodbye to all my patients, made sure they felt loved. And in 2018 was obedience. Mm -hmm. I said, starting January 1st, I'm gonna get up, sit down in my morning prayers and say, God, I'm gonna do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. About six weeks into that, I'm doing my morning prayers and I'm thinking, okay, I'm praying for my wife. And then it's, and I'm thinking, boy, Chris and I need to work on this game. And I think, no, 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 no. And I don't think, pray for my kids. And then, and then, you know, Ray said he wanted me to call him back. I said, God, I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. And he said, he said, no fool, I'm trying to answer your prayer. This is what I want you to do. So this is my calling, and I couldn't be happier. Mm -hmm. well, so I'm, I'm going to. that you joined the game. Thank you very much. Yeah. And inspiration comes from many places. It comes from playing. Yeah. It comes from playing and getting to know people. And again, we see. Right now in this country, so much division where I'm okay, you're a piece of crap rules. We need to reverse that. If we're going to survive as a species, we need to reverse that. So if I can help that, I'll help. And, and it's much less threatening to do that over a gaming table than to do it over a CNN broadcast. <laughs>
it's it's more passive mm -hmm. and and well it's again you're taking a subset of all the huge numbers of rules of getting along with people and marching it down to a six page rule book mm -hmm. and there it's we can do this it's not so complicated mm -hmm. and then you can take that and build it in the larger world i think that's excellent i think it's a lesson that we should all just keep our ear open and I would just, I wouldn't mind if it got spread. Yeah, I agree. Well, Ken, thank you so so much for being with us today. Well, I'm so thrilled and honored that you asked me for the interview. I'm really enjoying it. And we wish you the best of luck at the award ceremony thank tonight. You. And we will be elated if you win. Mm. Um, I will be making lots of jumping up and down and yelling noises. But yes, thank <laughs> you for the thank you for the kind words. Thanks again. All right. Well, I'm so thankful that Ken Franklin uh, sat down with us. And if you guys are interested in more family-based names, because I know this is not a family-based podcast, um, family-friendly podcast, child-friendly, whatever you want to call it. Um, there, Calliope has so many fun games out there. Ship Shape, Roll For It, um, the little thing with the penguins on the ice, the walruses, Dicey Peaks! <laughs> there is no penguins in it. Penguins. Still, Oops. What, what is that? <laughs> it should have penguins. It should have yeah. penguins. I love that But that's game. not their Calliope that's game. Stop <gasps> stop plugging people that aren't that. I love Thin Ice. So, that was a great game. You know what would be funny is if Calliope became one of our... Don't break the ice. What would be funny is... sink the Eskimo. What happened if... penguin. Yeah, what would happen if Calliope... Sero. And this, they have a new Sero coming Fe out too. Phoenix Rising. So there are so many fun games out there with Calliope that are great intro games and you can play with your grandmother and go for it. Yeah. Um, but we also played several other games, games mm -hmm. at Origins, which we will briefly go over. Yes. We've already talked about Draftosaurus. Um, we we played a game called Noctiluca, which is a worker placement play game, and you're getting little um, jellyfishes. Yeah. And I love little jellyfishes. We ordered so. it right away as well. So that also one was not available, but went into the box. That's from Z-Man Games. I, really good. I sat down at a demo and the with a husband and wife, and oh, they God. got into a different game. Fight. Different game. Okay, so I sat down at Colors of Paris, and it is a card drafting worker placement game. And I came in a little late, so what happened was the the woman who is organizing the demo, they were like one or two rounds in, and she's like, "Well, why don't you just take over for me? I'll give you the quick overview, and these guys will help you out." Well, they they helped me out, and by the end, I was obviously winning. And they just started going off on each other. And I just sat there fearing for my life because this husband and wife are about to come to blows over a board game. So talk about <laughs> alpha gamers. You have two of them. So, and the game's called Destroy Their Marriage. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was funny about this? Is, this yeah. is Colors of Paris. It's yeah. about painting. It's about painting. <laughs> it's about, now, Tim. Like, AKA destroy their marriage. Tim, it was funny about this is both of them, when she sat down, Katie, of course, being the new player, they had been playing for a round or two already. So they're, But they're, they were very condescending and they were like, oh, I wouldn't do that. I would, oh, you should do Oh, Oh, I wouldn't and, do But they that. were doing it to each other as well. And, and, and he would do it. And then she would go, oh, no, let her play, let her play, let her play. I don't want to tell her how to play. And then it, what, what made me happy as a, as a husband right. was I look over and Katie just looks at me and she just has this look of, 
please get me out of here. <laughs> because she comes through because they don't approve of her, her the fact that she is playing the of way she's Of her choices. Playing. Of her choices. But guess what? She beat them and then they didn't even almost finish. They didn't like, well, we No, can't. they didn't want yeah. to finish. They did. They're, yep. they're like, as soon as they realized that there was absolutely no way that they could win, they're like, mm, game's over. So We're the leaving. game's called Christmas with my exes in laws. <laughs> It was it was interesting. I've never been in that situation, but you know, live and learn. Um, and we played some some okay games. It's okay. They both had Tinder dates. Yes, yeah, later that evening afterwards, and they felt much better. <laughs> hey, you know whatever works for your marriage. Yeah, you know, I know. When you when you need something to make it worth. He was on Grinder. She was on Tinder. Yep. <laughs> oh, so you already said you already talked about Ascension Skull and Sales, so yeah. you, you, we already played that. But that was just a new version of Ascensions. It was actually pretty neat with the boats. You had little uh, pirate ships that would move around, and if you're in front of a specific card, you get it for cheaper, and then also get it for uh, uh, there's a little bonus that was involved with it. I love pirate ships. Yep. Um, Who doesn't love pirate ships? I mean, really. Yeah. We got Ringmaster. Yep. Which is also by Ultra Pro. Um, we got Before the Earth Explores, uh, Explodes, Explodes yeah. by Green Couch Games. Yep. And they're the ones who did Fidelitas. 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 And he Fidelitas. proved it to you while we were there. We asked him how he said it because Fidelitas. for the longest time we were just, it's Fidelitas. Fidelitas. Is Which that, we like. Yeah. So um, that's we found a, a game called The In-Between mm-hmm. that is for two players and it's It's pretty much Stranger Things, the card game. It's Stranger Things in a Box. Yeah, oh. Stranger Things the card game. It's only for two people. So you, yeah, so it's two people. Stranger Things play. in a Box sounds like a different game. <laughs> I'm thinking there's a hole in the bottom of the box. Um, there is. Dick in a Box. Dick in a Box. Boom. Um, we did get Century in New World, which is their newest game and we played last night. Yep. Which was really good. Yes. Um, I do prefer anything that has the golem theme. So if they do make a golem theme of this century game, did you then... say golem? Yes, golem. again, we said golem. Golem theme. Golem. G O L E M. I wasn't sure. Golem. Like, like yes. Not Wait, precious go- or just like every general golem. <laughs> every time. How many times have we talked about this golem game? And you, I every didn't time know. you talk. Do you not remember? Are you like a, a goldfish? Do you forget our conversations from last time? Who are yes, you people? Yes. What are you, you doing in my basement? You your own question. <laughs> okay. And then every time I try to find like, we try to find what's like a $5 game. $5 special. We yeah. try to find a $5 special game whenever we're at a convention. And we this time we could not find a $5 special. Apparently prices are going up and they don't do $5 specials anymore. Bastards. Who do they um, think they are? But we did find a $10 special. Yeah. I'm going to um, raise it to $10 special. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, kind of like, it's kind of like blackjack. There's no more $5 tables. How, it's all $10. How, how much was the Dr. Dr. Pimple Popper game? Uh, $1.50. So, so there are $1.50 games. Well, not at the convention. That was, at that okay. was I didn't buy it. Do you think I'm going to buy a Dr. Pimple Popper? You should, guys <laughs> should go, be going to the Goodwill store in every city you visit to see what games they have. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. That's no. You'd be what set. we want to do with our time. Yes, yes. Because, yeah, I like I like games that are missing most so of their pieces. So we got this random game called Eggs and Empires. Yeah. It's from Eagle Griffin Games. And it's... it's I don't... Do you want to call it a trick-taking game? No. No, okay. it's just... It's more of a simultaneous action selection like game. It. Where you, yeah. I like it. It's about exploring dungeons and exploding yeah, dragon you just, eggs. You are, you, yeah, you're trying so. to... You're just trying to play cards that are... They have different values, but they also have different abilities. So 
if you play the highest cards you have, there's a known amount of them. So you have a z- you have a one through ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the six of us were playing, each one of us would have one through ten. And when you play that one, you know the one's gone. So it's a perfect information game. Okay. So I know, like, okay, is 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 Tim gonna play the ten to try to get this card? So maybe I should play another card that allows me to get rid of a bad card or whatever because you have high value cards and you have these exploding eggs which are negative point cards. So the perfect game for you, Rain Man. No. <laughs> no I know per- what cards there are. When you only know when there's only ten cards you know because there are certain couple Whoppers games that we have on a like twelve. This. <laughs> like Ra- Raptor's very similar to that because mm-hmm. it it also starts with that it starts with the cards marked one through ten and each mm-hmm. one has abilities and certain ones can do the things. Right. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's ten bucks and they threw in the uh, expansion. Yeah. For us. The egg. <laughs> well, expansion. it was okay. So it was actually right. labeled twelve and it was Sunday. So I'm like, are you to the point of Sunday where you're willing to part with this for ten? He's like, sure. And I'm like. How about that expansion? Yeah. I, I stepped up. I, I see there's an expansion. Go ahead and have it. Are you willing to part with it for 10? How about six? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, those are the games. we And then we have one last thing. So, yes, thing. I did yeah. a little deal. Yeah, we did. Wheeling, 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 wheeling on the last wheeling. day. And there's, and there's one last thing we got. Four dollars and a mento. And there's one last thing we got about Origins. So, we did also try that. The one thing that we did, uh, Gene and Katie had mentioned earlier, was Unpub. Mm-hmm. Which is where people will bring their prototype games to they're have unpublished their unpublished games. prototype oh. games, looking for uh-huh. vendors, looking for people Ooh. to pick it up. So while we were there, we tried this game called Honeydew. It's a bunch of ants. That's funny. Why are you? I don't know why you're laughing honeydew. at Honeydew. You know what? Honeydew means something completely different to married men. Yes, it's, it's, it's the whole. The, it's the weekend game. Yes. What? It's Cut the, the grass. Hun- Honeydew list. Weed the garden. Oh, it's the honeydew Cut down list. a tree. I said. I said. I said the same Taking thing. Okay. So while what it basically was was this tile laying game where you took these tiles with these color of flowers on it, and when you put them down, they were quote unquote pheromone trails for your ants, and your ants would be placed upon this thing, and then they would, when you'd place it, they would move over to the new tiles and mm-hmm. start. You'd start scoring based on these little guys. Um, Katie caught on very quickly. I won. She did. Um, As I, the master of the honeydew. Yes, she is the master of the honeydew. Mm-hmm. Um, the I the the rules the rules as they were explained were a little off and I was yeah. a little tired so I I actually caught on late so by the time I figured out what they were talking about with closed systems but, you know that's why that's yeah. why it's the unpublished yes you know we told them we're like I didn't understand the directions at the beginning yeah. and I was kind Always. of just randomly playing until yeah. I figured it out and yeah I didn't figure it out to the end so and so yeah that was one of our because because they sit down after the game so you, you sit at a table. Um, and you play this guy's brand new game yep. that he's working on. And then at the end of the game, you tell him what was great and what sucked about yeah. it. And so, you know, we we gave him the constructive criticism and said, you know, the rules are kind of messy and didn't really understand them at the beginning. You might want to work on that. Yeah. And um, the theme was okay. Yeah. You know? I, I, th- I think. Um, I But. I neat, think though. with some work, you, you might have a, a kids game. Well, what, what, yeah, you know? well, I the thing is, yeah, with a little bit of a theme change, maybe the, the little ant meeples would be cool. Maybe it's a little trail of like sugar or something yeah. like that. Right. Something like that. I think it'd be cool. We did play with also, uh, I you guys might not know him, but Chris Kirkman from Dice Hate Me Games and and uh, he was he was playing right next to me, so I felt like I felt a little bit <laughs> a little weird because I was like, oh, I mean, this guy's basically hero this, worship. 
A little, a little. Oh. Chris is pretty cool. I mean, he's always been very nice. I've met him a couple times. I mean, just in passing, like when buying yeah, games. Yeah, he does not know who you are. No, he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. Dave's gameplay was thrown off by his throbbing erection. It was. It was. It, it, this is the part where you don't listen to it if you're a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys turned off a long time. No, ago. no, no. It's no. It, it, yeah, but he was very nice. Um, it, yeah, he definitely has a mind for games because he caught on very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he and I, I. Unfortunately, I forgot the other guy. Uh, Mark, maybe. But um, well, <laughs> the guy who brought me Steve. cake. Steve. Yeah, the guy. The guy who brought you cake. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but yeah. Um, it's but it was it was it was a fun environment because it was a it was a brand new play test. Mm-hmm. It's we've done the same thing with Chris on occasion. We play tested some of the Calliope games early on. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the we played some Ship Shape and we played his uh, Imagineers, which is brand new, uh, which Ken also oh, yes. talked about. Yeah, yes, that's Ken a good one. About it too. And uh, we're gonna make you guys play that one. You yeah, when, really when we like get it. that, yeah, we'll get that. So yeah, when we get that, you're gonna yep. like it. But uh, as as a as but that's but that's, that's origins and nutshell. But here, this is something that's going to put me to task, though. I said, if you like this origins recap, and who was the dinger dinger? No, nobody. That was what you. Dinger, dinger? Who that was the Katie dinging dinging. Dinging dinging. Why is you? Why are you dinging dinging, Katie? No, no, there's no reason. Why are you dinging dinging? Shame oh, for shame, 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 shame. Oh, oh, oh I hit the wrong button. Sorry. What are you doing? You're making it worse. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Her, her Apple Watch says enough yeah. of Dave's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is it fine. is time to wrap right. it all. So fine. This is where we're wrapping this up. This segment up. It says, and if you like this origins recap and want to check out pictures and hear more of our thoughts on the convention, make sure to check out my written post on anonymoustabletop.com. By telling you to visit the website in the podcast, and just maybe I'll get off my ass and write it out before this airs. Maybe. Just maybe. maybe. Go find out and see if I did. Uh, I wouldn't hold your breath on that oh, one. Oh, shut up. Shut up. We're off for a quick break to grab some drinks, but when we get back, we discuss the effects of toxic fandoms on movies, games, and TV. Coming up next. Another day, another slip of gold-pressed latinum. I suppose it could be worse. Damn, it's worse! Red alert! Shields! Why can't it just be a cup of coffee? Just once! We have you surrounded, Captain. There's no place to go. We can't go on a Geek Nation tour? There's adventure, scenery, companions. I could stand a bit of a getaway. So many phasers, so little fun. Instead, relax and get away on a Geek Nation tour. Welcome back. We're here to ruin your childhood when we talk toxic fandoms and how they can affect the creative process and adapting existing IPs. Wait, am I on the right show? I thought we were all about fart jokes here. And welcome back to our new segment, Toxic Gamers. Dave is bleeding because he's been stabbed with a pride flag. Why are you always telling... When you're not even talking about the segment. And you always say segment. You always say... Now you said you A. He's into the third Wait, half hang of on. the show. Let me, let me, let me fix this okay. right now. Welcome to Anonymous Tabletop. This is episode seven. No, no it's not. It's not. <laughs> okay, so is first of all, of you've made so many mistakes already. It is not a... Well, you don't always have to call it a segment. Just... just okay. You're just like... You just It's a thing we're talking about. Okay. You also don't Welcome have to say... Back. It's not toxic gamers. Welcome back to this thing we're talking about. Whatever it is. <laughs> Isn't it... Dave will tell us. 
Are we talking about Welcome this thing? Welcome back to this podcast because Dave is going to tell us what we're going to talk about. Well, we, this thing is going to happen right now. No, Katie is read, because it's Katie's animal. Okay, Look. Katie's going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Why do you think I make an outline? toxic fandoms. Toxic fandom. Yeah. Toxic. Not toxic phantoms. Toxic fandom. I said fandom. You said, you said fandom? fandom? There was a D, not a T. Fandom. 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 So, so it means people fandom. living in nuclear vans. Is it fandom or fan smart? Nuclear is not a word. What? Nuclear is not a word. It's pronounced nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> yeah, are you talking about the nuclear apocalypse? <sighs> See, they point at me nuclear. and say, bring us back in, and everything you say will be wrong. And it will be, because every okay. time you do bring us back in, it's wrong. Every time. Welcome to Anonymous Tabletop. Oh, my God. Episode <laughs> 112. Sweet. How are we at 112? We're going into the future. Oh, awesome. Sweet. This, this do we have any more episode. listeners? Unfortunately, <laughs> this is the episode we where to, Dave We went back to episode seven, and now we're going to the future. Yes. Yeah. And now we're back to the future. This is the episode where Dave died last episode. It was just a dream. Well, yeah, because the ice, you asshole. That's why I died. I died because of the ice. Because he, because we looked back into a snow globe, and Dave was not alive. So, Tim, this was you were the perfect person to bring this in because exactly. you are the most toxic of I all of us. It. So, nailed yeah, it. so we we were. Katie had thought about this in past episodes about talking about the the toxic effects fandom. toxic fandoms. I, Especially with the, um, I want to say recent, but it's not that recent anymore. The finale of Game of Thrones. Yes. And how, oh my God, everybody went off on that. And it just brings you to these people that just can't accept that things, someone else is doing this. And it's not always going to play out the way that you want it to. It's the way not they yeah. determined it in their head, it should happen. Story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not everything has to be. Give them a spoon fed. Give them a spoon fed with no foreshadowing story. I'm looking at yeah. you, Marvel people that complained about all my DC movies. <laughs> oh, we had no problem with Endgame. We talked about that. We enjoyed Endgame. <laughs> Endgame was great. Uh huh. Good <laughs> game show. Spoon feeding. Awesome. I know. I agree. Spoon feeding. Sucks. Why? Spoon feeding. Why did I want Lathan here for this conversation? Spoon but, feeding. But no, is bad. yeah. All right. Let's, I, let's leave out DC Marvel for now. Yes. Let's, let's not fight the DC. Well, because that's. Well, no, but that's part of it. it that right. is really part of it. Is the, it's the ownership of a specific brand. It's the right. Xbox versus PlayStation. It's the it's the Pepsi Coke. It's the whatever. It, it's there's the, not a huge fandom be, of Coke, it Pepsi, It must Coke, be exactly how my vision of it is, and right. everyone else is yeah. wrong. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah, I do think that the internet really doesn't help matters because the vocal minority can just get very loud. And how easy it is to make a petition. Oh, yeah. Like, like the 20,000 right? people who petitioned oh, yeah. Netflix to take down to Good read? Omens. Yeah. Good hey, Omens, which Netflix made me hilarious. And, and but Netflix, Netflix re- responded, we'll take it down when Amazon takes, takes down, down Stranger, Stranger Things. things. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously? So. But you do know that Amazon did take down Stranger Things. Or, or the people who petitioned to have season eight of Game of Thrones redone. Rewritten. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen, Somebody people. else rewrote it. Yeah. We like it better. That yeah, is like, completely no. unrealistic. And yeah. Just suck it. Oh. Here's, one, here's the one of my thoughts. And also, thoughts. they're bad-mouthing all of these these actors and actresses' hard work. All of the production right. crew. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. all of the, the writers. the story didn't go the direction they thought it should. Now, yes. in, in, in the defense with Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I will... I will 
I will live on the side of the toxic fans for a second here. Game of Thrones, they did extremely rush the last season. They should have made a season or two more but, before doing what they did, well, but okay. they could not. Okay. The whole thing with that, though, is that so HBO wanted 13 seasons. They only wanted to do six. Mm. So the two guys who created only wanted to do six. So the seven and eight were kind of like... It phoned in. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm sorry when... I mean, I... I think that the last the last season, sure they they try to cram a bunch of stuff into it, but you know I I just think that it they got it done. They kind of just wanted to be done. I watched that last night. I don't know if anybody watched the documentary the last night where they not yet. It's I, like I need three to, and a half hours. It's yeah. on my DVR. And you were just talking about the crew and everything. Those people put in some stupid hours. They did right? fifty. 50 nights of night shoots has never, ever been done. Wow. <laughs> and they were shooting night shoots for 50 straight evenings. That is insanity. But somebody left a Starbucks cup and we're going to well, go ape oh, shit. Well, and yeah. the water bottle. And who gives a shit? See, it happens in every movie. I didn't even notice those until somebody yeah. pointed it out and screamed about but it. But that's the that's where you get the toxic yeah. fan from. Right. Exactly. And you also have, a lot of it comes out of the studios and the way... That people don't understand the behind the scenes of what actually goes into these productions and what goes into all of these things. They think it's, oh, well, we just see the end product and that's how it is. And it's like a lot of these decisions, because I'm going just recently canceled. After the first episode aired, Swamp Thing, the first episode was fucking phenomenal. And you look at this thing and you're like, oh, my God, there's effects scenes and great writing and all this other fun stuff. And then they said, nope, we're canceling. And everybody's like, well, fuck them. And they're canceling. I'm, I'm rage quitting it. Rage and quitting, like yes. And all this other yeah. bullshit. And then you find out, it's like, okay, here's why they quit. Look at that episode. Look at the fact that every other scene is an effects shot. Effects shots cost money. Well, that's lots and that's, lots of fucking money. That's why Sci-Fi canceled The Expanse. Same and, they, and then it got shopped around, and Amazon has the budget to pick it up exactly. and to do justice to the special effects. Right. And, and I am so, uh, and I'm, oh. and it's still like six months out that I they're going to release oh, it. But I'm so waiting for it. I can't <gasps> wait for that one. Well, because that was the, that was DC's one. They were like, "Look, here's the deal. North Carolina originally said they were going to give us a twenty million dollar credit, and we had to fight for that twenty million. And we need that twenty million to make this to make this. And then they came back and said, "Well, we're we're not gonna do that. We're gonna go twelve. That's an eight million dollar hole. That eight million dollar right. hole equates to when you're in an effects heavy show. That's two effects per episode, which doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that you're talking about a big shambling mound." That you need to make look cool and match the comic. Well, and that's, that's a lot of work. I think that's where a big problem is: is a lot of people expectations versus reality. Is in this case, somebody sits there and reads twenty years of comic books, and then they make a comic book movie of it, and then all of a sudden, oh my god! When X Men came out, they didn't put them in yellow spandex. How right. dare you not put them in yellow spandex? They've been wearing yellow spandex for years. Right. How are you? What is wrong with you? And then they got all up in arms, and they wanted a petition. And then they found out, oh shit, this is actually pretty damn good. If I can get by the fact that they're not wearing yellow spandex, well, they the look other, better in leather than yellow. Yeah, spandex. exactly. And a lot of those decisions are 
they're just mechanical decisions yeah. where right. it's like, okay, you know why we don't put people in yellow on film? Because <laughs> yellow doesn't look good on film. Spandex doesn't look exactly. good on film. <laughs> you wanna know you wanna know why Depends every on the time film. that they shoot a scene at night, it looks like it's rained right before? Because if you tried to take a picture of a dry street at night, it looks yep. like shit. Yeah. Yep. So there are certain things that as fans we're like, but it it shouldn't be this way. It's like, no, there are mechanical issues and you have to accept them. Yeah, the see, problem is the fans that don't and take it too far. Yeah, and that's yeah, a lot of them are the ones that are... That's where we become toxic. Yeah, that's the ones where they theory craft. See, that's the big thing is right now is what I noticed before Endgame. That was one of the things that led us to think about this was a lot of people... Okay, so what? It's been a year since uh, Infinity War. Infinity War came out last year. This Endgame just came out recently back in, uh, what, May? Or a- uh, April. April. Come, so, coming back out this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. With new stuff. And you know They're what? trying to make more money. They're, well, they want to beat, they wanna beat Avatar. They, they, they want to beat Avatar. They got 38 million to catch. Oh, they'll yeah. do it. Yeah, they'll, they'll do, do it, it. But, but you know what? Avatar really did Avatar well, made money and it shouldn't have. I'm the, sorry. The, it was the, a dumb the, the, Avatar was not it was a, a dummy. Really, really dumb. Speaking I liked of, it. It, hey, was, it was entertaining. A it was brief fun. side adventure yeah. in Avatar. Avatar also came out right in the middle of the big 3D push, mm-hmm. where every ticket was sixteen dollars right out of the gate. Yeah, it made and money inf- because of the effect, yep. not because of the story. Yeah. It was yeah. That's why I'm saying it's a bad movie. It looked good. No. Yeah. yeah. It was great eye candy, but the story yeah. was shit. And we're gonna get four more in the next five years. I know. Yeah. Well, it'll have a chance. Maybe to, they'll, they'll have a story. They'll probably <laughs> they'll probably re-air it just to get a few extra bucks to try to pass up. Whatever, whatever anyway, they decide to do. Back to the fandom. But back to the fandom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so with so what ends up happening is Infinity War ends, and then all of a sudden you have a year to sit around and speculate. People speculate. People come up with their own fan theories. Yep. Every day the internet is bombarded with so-and-so, leak, leak, whatever, blah, 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 so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, hey, what happens if this? And then now Endgame comes out. Now, granted, Endgame, I enjoyed it thoroughly. We talked about it last episode. Yeah. And But somebody gets mad about it because Black Widow, in this case, we've already talked about this. So uh, Black Widow, in, they're like, oh, they did her wrong in this movie. Yeah. And a bunch, bunch of people wanted to wanted to rot, oh, like, oh, get all mad and all up in arms. Right. Oh, social justice warriors. Oh, why they have all the women? Just calm the fuck down. Stop it. Well, I was going to say, Black Widow, you knew if it's between her and Hawkeye, she is going to sacrifice herself yes. for him and his family. But once, it, yeah. but once again, like, for his family. She it's was the not done yeah. wrong. Okay, yeah. reality yeah. check here, yeah. though. Also on that character... You know why she is in there in the entire story? Yeah, because she didn't do she anything has a, she pivotal. Has a, she has a, yeah. but she also is trying to make up for all of the red yes. in her well, ledger. No. And yeah. they they said that from day one that from she's the, trying. I'm talking about the be film better. period. Right. Her, you could literally have cut her out of the entire series, and nobody would have noticed. Here's a cool. She was yeah. added in. For the eye candy factor more than right. the story factor. All right, once again, we're spiring a little bit here. So. <laughs> yeah, let's. But, but the, yeah, because but that, it was the people that brought up the brought up the idea that oh my god, she did, she was done wrong. We're gonna petition. We're gonna yeah. cry. We're gonna scream. We're gonna not watch any more Marvel movies. It was the same idiots that came out and go, oh my god, how did you make Captain Marvel? The, a woman who make make a woman the lead. Oh no, she didn't smile enough. A bunch of assholes went out right. there and started like doing it, and then tried to tank the scores, right. just like they did on Last Jedi. Now, granted, theories on Last no, Jedi is another one. I'm, the best example I have is before the release, before the super, 
Yes. Pick a DC movie when before they're, when they're, the release. Yeah. You had reviews that were saying, this sucks. Yes. Now, yeah, but they you, were true. These, well, no. <laughs> most of those <laughs> no, reviews... Don't start it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. The first yeah. reviews for Man of Steel yes. came out before the official screening of the damn right. movie. And, and, I actually and, really liked Man of Steel. Man of Steel was good. But yes. they, no, the, the bad reviews came out before they had done yeah. their screening yes. of it. Right. And, and then, yeah. but that it was, hadn't been screened for a real that, audience yet. And that was yeah. the same. That was the same problem with the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that was the same problem with Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's and why they had to change it. Go, go, and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters all female got, cast. Ghostbusters it was, got its bad review yeah. before the first. Before anybody saw it. Days before it. Before the first. Reviewed to day. anybody, they had negative yeah. Twitter comments and going so, on. But, and but it was interesting. Last Jedi and Ghostbusters were credited to Russian hackers taking over yeah, Twitter they, and but, creating fake Twitter accounts what, what, to uh, yeah. try and, regardless and, and of, experimenting with how can we bomb this yeah. shit. You but know? regardless of so. why or how it happens, is the fact is the internet gives it the power to do it. Right. Yeah. So you can have a bunch. And because, of course, you go through any of the reviews and none of them were like, they, A, they were before the movie ever came out. Exactly. And then people are like, oh, you're trying to keep us away from it. No, you because you're malicious. It's the same thing. Like, okay, remember. Now, we'll go back a little farther. Remember... Uh, the what what uh, America's got no what who's uh, the voice uh, whatever uh, whatever singing goddamn show things, yeah. remember Sanjaya okay Sanjaya was basically the worst singer on this this, this right. show I American Idol American right. Idol so in American Idol and, I had and, no idea where he no. was going he was with probably this. cute though he's coming, no he's no, no. He, you he, talking he, about the guy I, that did I, I the Gundam style it was like his fifteen no, years no, of fame not that guy no 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 <laughs> so Sanjaya was basically a very bad singer on it but it, there was a internet thing because all you had to do is call and vote and vote and mm-hmm. so what you can do is you basically just say hey buddy it, like right now in this room i can say hey katie hey tim hey lathan hey mario hey gene go ahead and call let's rig it right call and rig it now imagine if you can do that tenfold a thousandfold a millionfold uh, right. and just target it now yeah. that why do you think ddos attacks uh, create a ba- bot for the internet you create uh, a bot so what, yeah. what was it Bodie mcboatface Yes. Yeah. Remember that one? Yes. And guess that what? That was worth it. But they, yeah. So, but it's amazing that what one person or a yeah. group of people can do on the internet to try to tank something they don't like. Right. There is, there is a flip side of that. Mm-hmm. So when I was in high school, before Great America Amusement Park by us would open up, they would give one day and they would open it up to, the, to three high schools in the area who, who would call in. And the top three high schools are called in. Now, my high school was the biggest in the area. And there are people in class talking about, yeah, I called 11 times. And that's like, I never called in. You didn't have to. But for three years in a row, when they were running this, I got to go to Great America before they opened. The day before they opened for free, I just showed my student ID. People would borrow student IDs and we got the park for free. So, I mean, that was actually a cool thing because people were rigging it for themselves. Well, well yeah. I mean, I but, but I don't think, it, but the other thing too, it's, it's happened before the internet, right? So I right. always equate this to the meatball guys on the sports shows. Yeah. Right. right? So when you're, when you're off season and you got to have something to fill air, you get these yahoos that call and have absolutely no idea, no practical knowledge, never played the sport in their life, but mm-hmm. they want to complain about how this manager did this for whatever sport it is. Oh, aren't you a quarterback? Yeah. you're just trying to fill in the air, right? Yep. And I think that's kind of the same nonsense, yeah. right? Is you're trying to fill the air and you're trying to give your 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 viewpoint, but but like you said, it just gets ridiculous after a while. Yeah, people so, thinking that their way should be followed because they're a pissed off fan, and yeah, and also, maybe they got six friends who agree with them. 
<laughs> but so also gross. to bring it even closer, I mean, because we're we're talking primarily about movies and mm-hmm. that segment of it. Well, any sort but it of goes fandom, to others. Yeah. Those are kind of the big ones that people grasp, but there are other ones where in every fandom you have that faction that's whole job is to essentially keep people out of joining oh, the, the faction. Well, it's the yeah. gatekeepers. Which is the, which is the yeah. other yeah. side of it. Thinking I mean, that I, it should be exclusive. I joke, about, I joke about Origins and then the comic book store. The comic book store was the place where you went in and if you were if you were accepted in that group, didn't matter what anybody else said, everybody else was wrong. They could be talking about the sky being blue, but they aren't part of your group, therefore they are wrong. Well, and there's yeah. a whole segment of fandom that right. is just based on that. And there's also the, the worst th- ones for me have been the the Star Trek and the Star Wars ones are two of the worst yeah. ones for oh, God, that, that are so into oh they're almost they're almost like the historical gamers that we used to have that were the rivet counters right mm-hmm. they are like the rivet counters on steroids <laughs> yep. because they were like oh no you can't oh I'm sorry that shade of blue does not apply to ultramarines right now right. because ultramarine blue they shifted the color on it about two weeks ago and right. now you have to use a different version of it and, therefore and anything that's on your ultramarine ultramarine guys are wrong and you can't argue about it see what i don't like about gatekeeping is the fact is they is the the people who have sure i've been a, I, I was a fan of x-files for the longest time now if tim all of a sudden tomorrow said i've never watched x-files a day in my life i would like to watch it i could say that today yes and i and i would say you know that's great but there are some people that, that go oh well screw it you don't know anything about it you, clearly you don't play games i would also clearly agree with them yeah so, but it's, it, I don't understand the whole idea of yeah. if you enjoy something, why try to keep people out of it? Well, a lot right. of it, the from the comic book side. Why minimize the, the, the what, thing what, you love so much. Yeah. What gets people into trouble is the, I guess it's the fact that everybody wants canon, which is probably the most toxic term that is in every fandom yeah. is canon. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. what has to be there. Unless you're talking about something that has only a single path to it, like they wrote one book, they didn't expand on it, they didn't add anything else, right. you're fine. But most of the stuff that we are looking at that people say, well, it's not canon on, are things... Star Wars in the extended universe. Exactly, right. they're yeah. extended universe ones. Which DC they did has get that rid problem, of Marvel has that problem, well, but... all of them have that problem, and the fans of those dive in way too deeply yeah and yeah. they want straight lines they want yeah. it well, to be a straight path and well, it's not it's also the the the, the case well of, they want their path yes and that's the yeah. other well thing and here's the other thing path. is it's the yeah. ownership of a, of a something what it is because right. i had sent you guys a link that you guys have ignored but um it was there was a very good uh video online about the origin of toxic fandom and right. how it was it was like about 20 minutes and i i, I in research because i do that see I'm researching this stuff before I talk to you people. Mm-hmm. Is is that um, that the toxic fandoms existed well before the internet? The internet oh, right. just made it, it so made much it worse. worse. Yeah, it and gave it's everyone like, a voice. Yeah. It's like so in anyone, and so and you can get 20 people that yell loud enough, and somebody like a news source because mm-hmm. it needs something to talk about says, "Hey, look, something's happening over here." Apparently, everybody wants this to change. There's a petition out here to rewrite the old, the Last Jedi, and some right. Yahoo's wanted to do it. It's like you know what? It's art, regardless of if you like it or not. No one's, and that's the other thing: ruining childhoods. Ruining oh, child? Are you goddamn kidding me? Grow the fuck up! 
Your childhood is over. Your childhood Whether is Whether it was safe. ruined or not, it's a past tense. It was ruined a okay. long time ago. So yeah. It was ruined when you so, were a child. Yeah. So the, the, when the You're tur- just looking when, back yeah. on it so with te- rose-colored yeah. glasses. When Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, everyone's like, oh, they ruined my... Oh, he ruined, ruined my, my childhood. childhood. Shut up. You know what? I'm sorry He-Man wasn't the greatest movie you know in the what? world. They gave it a shot. They did. And I, I kind of have that. It's like, you know yeah. what? Will I enjoy it? Will I not? I like the new Star Wars movies. Yeah. I like the prequels. They were okay. They They're weren't great. They're still good yeah. movies. But the, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, they, maybe they didn't meet my expectations. But, but I live but I live and go I on. But you have really high expectations because you were 11 when you yeah. saw yeah. the first yeah. one. I, think a, lot, was I think a lot of it for the childhood one is... A lot of people saw it that one way and expected it to stay that way. And there are yeah. so it's many. It's nostalgia. It's the nostalgia yeah. thing. Of what you saw. The not maintaining nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why it's didn't they maintain what I was expecting to happen inside my own head? 30 years later. Yeah. yeah. So, But it's also not only that, but it's the the nostalgia one. What gets them in trouble on the nostalgia one, though, and why people say it ruined my childhood is is basically modern lazy writing and lazy fan service stuff that's put in specifically for an intelligent purpose that does nothing to advance the story but and someti- add in. Right. Sometimes fan service does not hurt because Endgame, they had a lot they of fan service ones. in it. And when come on, they you've got to tell me that the fan service of, of Cap getting Mjolnir oh, yeah, was, was awesome. not fan service. Yeah, it was, totally. it was it awesome. Was. And it's giving me chills right now. I want to go watch it again because it was a great, <laughs> it was a great scene. I know. And then when Thor was like, I knew it. I knew it. it. I knew it. So, <laughs> so we almost can't hear yeah. Dave See, over but, the sound of his throbbing you can, erection. You can do that fan service. Yeah. And at the same time, you get Luke and the blue milk with the, Turn the camera. Oh, make sure you're centered just that right. Green milk. Or green green milk. But, but here's the fun part yeah. about this. I watched the movie. I saw the movie. I walked away from the movie and went, okay, eh, it wasn't what I liked as far as that. But guess what? I'm not petitioning to that's rewrite it. I'm going to ruin that's someone else's difference. experience. Yeah. Right. So if Tim yeah. liked it and I didn't, I'm not going to like shit on him for that. Right, yeah. And I'm not going to all of a sudden go, yeah, it's he likes At least sh- not for that. You no, know, he likes some shitty stuff, but I'm, yeah. I'm not going to well, get mad at him. And the thing I was, will say that people like crap. Yeah. I have to admit that there's nothing I can do about people liking crap. Yeah. <laughs> and with Star Wars, it was it's a it's a very hard, high bar to meet. Yeah. And for you to try and make movie after movie after movie that's really good, it had good parts. Yeah. It had good parts. I was entertained. And that's usually what you can say about most bar- movies is yeah. it's got good parts. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, there's a couple things I didn't like as much. But for the rest of it, it's really good. You're not- yeah, I mean, it's it's entertaining, right? And that's what you go for. Yep. I mean, I was the one sitting in the movie theater when everybody else is laughing and clapping at the end of uh, 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 The Force Awakens. And I was like, Okay, I've seen this movie already two times. Yeah. We blew up another star's Death Star. Yeah. Where it's the, the same crap. But at least I get to see two more Star Wars movies. True. Of it. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But now yeah. we, we saw it twice in the original trilogy, and those might as well be on the heavenly pantheon right. of you've got, you've got the uh, New Hope, you've got Empire right. Strikes Back, and you've got Return of the Jedi. Now, Return right. of the Jedi was, of course... Just essentially, if you wanted to, a rehash of the first with Muppets. Right. Well, and even, now, but I enjoyed it because I right. was a goddamn 17 year I was like, right. what, 16 years old when that, right. when that came out? The thing with it is, it, again, we get back to the nostalgia one. And you have people that want that nostalgia side of it. I, as you know, I'm a movie nut. I will yeah. go back and rewatch anything. Right. Get out. Et cetera. <laughs> yeah. I've gone back and rewatched those original Star Wars movies. And I sit there and watch them and, and I start questioning why did I really like this? Mm-hmm. What was it about it? And it was more of, it was that moment in time. Yep. 
And that's what's going on. Because watching him by today's standard, the pacing is horrible. Right. The effects, I can get past the effects. But the pacing was just really bad. And I'm there gonna... were a lot of holes in the story that today I wouldn't forgive. I, I... would not forgive pacing at all in film. Pacing has intrinsically changed. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Since, since every single decade before right. it. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I much prefer... 60s, 70s, 80s pacing to anything from today. Today is just a barragement of jump cut, of jump, cut jump cut, jump cut, and right. it gives you migraines and makes you shaky, anxious. Shaky cam. It's the beat. Yeah. It's 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 like it's my spoon feeding complaint that I have right. that you're describing because older movies you had dialogue, you had scenes set up, you had mm. pacing, you had foreshadowing. Now it's okay. We're going to do exposition to tell you what. What you should be paying attention to because it's easier to give you exposition as a writer that says this is what's going to happen than right. it is for me as a writer to say, okay, let's make the audience think. Let's make well, the audience know, there's earn this. There's different styles of writing too. And and, and some have, oh. uh, we, we want to do the foreshadowing. We want to keep the fan with it. We want to do that. And other ones are like, let's just make a make, roller coaster well, ride and, and but that's, let them follow The difference it, is back then... They did the foreshadowing for everything, even right, major blockbusters. Yeah. Now, if it's a major summer movie, right. guaranteed in the first half hour of that movie, you're going to know every character's motivation. Right. You're going to know who the villain is, what they're doing. Everything's going to be laid out to you. And right. by the first 45 minutes, they're going to have told you how it's going to end. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but in, in, in essence, <laughs> And that's the rest just... is you just... Waiting through the explosions to get there. That's right, just filmmaking yeah. in general. Now, it, going back to once again the toxic fandom thing because rails. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's what the toxic fans yes. want. Well, yeah, but yes, no, but see, the thing is, for mo- yes, for mo- just regular movies, but you're still talking about deciding you want to go against uh, a, a source material. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Is you go against. Everyone gets so excited when they're going to make their movie. Like, oh my right. god, they're going to make movie X out of right. book Y and whatever. And in there, but you've got the people, there are people even today, like, Oh my God, the book was so much better. And that's right. always going to be a complaint. It's always yes. the case. It's always going to be the case. And rega- regardless of it, but they made wow. the movie and they're separate. Ready player one. They, yeah. Well, but that's a special case. Well, that is. We both have to talk about that. It's yeah. two different things. You I, look. Yeah, at, I've never it's, read yeah. the Ready actually, player one. Yeah. And, 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 I, and as far an as the movie, I, yeah, as far as here's the thing, I read the book. Have, I've got the movie sitting on my DVR and have not watched it yet. Right. But from what I've been told, once again, is the people that got mad about it were like, oh, well, we're mad about it because they didn't adhere to all the stuff in, in the book. Which you can't. Which right. is impossible. In right. every book, yeah, it's impossible. You can't do that. There's yeah, you so can't. much. Like, even the Harry Potter movies, yep. yeah. they left out so much of the humor that did. was in the original books. You only they had did. so much time. But yeah. people watched the movie, enjoyed the movies. You can right. do both. Right. It's just the people who feel that they own the property, they are owed yeah. something by the creators of the things that right. have tried, and they sit in their basements, and I'm sorry, we're in a basement. We're in the basement. Right. So they sit in their basements, and then they complain about the fact that somebody made something that they loved not into in something they, else, but, not in yeah. the way they envisioned but it. Be, but yeah. I, I got a feeling a lot of it, though, is also the turbo speed of it, because here's, here's a great example of it. Um... Michael Keaton's Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone that hated movie, Everyone thought it was going to be everyone, horrible out of the gate. The, oh, the rumor mill on that it. one when they announced him mm-hmm. was 
insane. And that was and this pre, is, that was pre-internet. This days. is pre-internet yeah. exactly. Yeah. Where you had, I mean, literally, if you wanted to tell somebody, something, you had to call them and talk to them face to face. Like, what the fuck, Mister Mom is going to be exactly. Batman? I, I read an article bait. about the guy who created Batman saying. I didn't think he was going to work until I saw him in, yep. in uh, that was one of my favorite movie. Yeah, yep. and he's like, "Yeah, no, I, I, he's I got can, the He goes, "I like the idea better." And he made and it rather and he, than you yep. know, he's a small guy who needs a suit to be scary rather than yep. a well, six foot four bodybuilder who can really just beat the shit out of people. He doesn't need a Batman suit; he can just enough, be himself. That's the that's the Ready Player One one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people that complain about Ready Player One are people that just read the book and then didn't actually. Look into it because Orson Scott Card, the reason why it wasn't made a movie as quickly as it was, because every time he presented it to somebody in Hollywood... is licensing. No. Oh, they really? changed the story. Really? They kept making Ender older and older oh, and older. Oh, you're, you're, talking, yeah. you're talking Ender's oh, Game. Ender's, not game. Not Ender's yeah. game. Sorry. Not Sorry Ready yeah. Player One. Ender's yeah. Game. You threw me off for a second. Ender's there. Game was that, same, was that same setup. Yep. Ready Player One, though, in the case of that one, it was a licensing one and him saying, I want certain points in it. But fandom saying, well, if all of those points aren't in it, fuck you. It's yeah. not going to work. We don't like right. it. So, A, yes. And I, I think part of it is they can't be in your head. They can't. You have a vision of what it is, and no one else is going to know that vision. Mm. And you're just going to have to accept someone else's vision and hope that it's as close to your vision as possible. Mm. Now, specifically with the Game of Thrones, what I think partly happened is I I almost equate it with politics where you have your horse and you keep backing this horse no matter what the horse does or what the horse says you ignore the bad part that's happening and you you keep seeing what you want to see you've got too so, much invested in the in the horse so I came don't in change horses midstream and i looked at this I'm watching Game of Thrones, and I'm like, Daenerys is crazy. She's gonna go nuts. And this is from someone new to the show. After, and I, got, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I knew it from the very first episode that I watched, and obviously I didn't watch it I, from the very first episode. I watched it uh, mid midway, but I, from the very first, I noticed is I knew Daenerys was gonna snap. Why can't anybody else see that Daenerys is gonna snap? Because they don't want to. They, because they don't want to. They don't want to. And what makes it so bad is is when they lay it out there in front of you, and the fandom says no. Yeah, they're like, well, no, I don't get it. Well, but now you've got most recent one for me is Brightburn. Saw Brightburn, phenomenal okay. movie. So yeah, the the the, the anti Superman exactly, yeah. which they they steer entirely hard into it and it's amazing how everybody was like well man of steel sully's the name of superman and christopher reeve and and the fandom went berserk and then brightburn comes along and they go holy fuck we were wrong we get it we see exactly what he did why he did it and why the character fits okay and i think it's what's brightburn Brightburn yeah. is it's actually it's the, actually the principle uh, on Brightburn is this: what, you what if you about? have a kid who is like Superman, mm-hmm. tons of powers, but now he's not raised by the Kents, who right. are a loving family, who right. want him to be normal, who right. want him to be and treat him like he's normal, and explain to him that have right. you have power. Right, they center him to now put him in a and then have a mother that's an enabler, right, and then have a father who is scared of him, and thus. Right reacts accordingly. Right. 
So you've now, congratulations, you've now got a teenager who could break the world who is like, wait a minute, his mom forgives everything that he does. It's a homicidal right. Superman. Yeah. Right, yeah. And the fandom, little, it was weird because from a comic book point of view, all the comic book people, we said, oh my God, they're doing Red Sun. As right. soon as we heard Brightburn, it's like they're doing the Red Sun story. They're doing the Red yeah. Sun story, which is Superman and Russia. <laughs> right. And they said, well, sort of, because it's not a it's not a DC movie. It has yeah. no comic book tie to it. Yeah, it's right. just a unique. It's just in, a entity. unique story. And the fandom all went, okay, this is going to be different. Right. And we're willing to take that ride. They were willing to go down that path. And then as soon as they literally, as soon as they saw that path and saw what somebody did with it, they went back and looked at the stuff that they were. Seeing was toxic, that they were mad about the muted colors and the darkness and Superman, Superman's grumpy and all this stuff to immediately do a 180 shift on it. The problem is what it took to get them there. Oh, and yeah. It's also the now, fact that you're taking the property as Superman versus taking an unknown property and right. doing the same thing and to it. Somewhere. It's Every, the expectations that people have on a specific subject or right. a specific topic. And then they're, they're very much locked into their thoughts on it. Right. Which one, also, one, yeah. oh, sorry. I was going to say, one of my favorite quotes somebody said about Superman was was not that you have an alien who comes to Earth and he's got all these superpowers, but that he has all these superpowers and chooses to be good and to help to people. Human. I was like, that is actually pretty cool. Well, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of, it, the Batman v Superman line. Mm -hmm. It Why what? he doesn't like Superman, because it, it's an enigma. What if it's he the goes fact wrong, that it's like, wait a minute, you can't, be, you can't be all good and be, well, and be all powerful, and you can't be all powerful if you're all good. And that's, right. a, that's, a, that's a, an aside to the boys that's coming out, which is basically you've got the CIA team that's taking... Now, granted, this is a yeah. complete off-the-rail thing, yeah. but it's, it's relevant to what you're talking about. It's the basically humans, this group of CIA guys that have to keep the superheroes in line because the superheroes are leaving casualties behind. They're right. kind of snapping. It's almost a Reckoners thing before the Reckoners because right. Ennis had this book out. Uh, Nate and I had this discussion online. And, and, it's, and it's along the lines of there's, they just run around. They do anything they want. They're powerful. Right. They can destroy anything. They're like, you know, Who's fuck it. I'm, I'm, how can you stop me? I, right. I'm, I, I'll drown you. I'll kill you. I'll, I'll beat you up. I'll, I'll do whatever I can have to right. do. Just because I'm better than everybody. Yeah. It's like Xavier versus Magneto. Mm -hmm. Two sides, same yeah. coin. Yeah. They both yeah. have they both have the same goal. It's just the way they're going to get there, and that's right. the problem. But to bring it back to the fan side sure. of it, I think the fan side is the is the is that same argument as well. All of us as fans want to see the best. We want to we want you to give us your best story, your best work. But there's the different is, versions of that. The problem yeah. is you have a segment of it that is not willing to accept what the writer or the producer or whatever gave as their best for it, right. their take on it. Me being a DC fan, I am willing to let them step out on a limb. I realized as a DC fan, I am more willing to let them step out on a limb and try something new than... Than what you see for, than what you see for a lot of other fandoms, and it's weird when you start. I mean, because like the guys that the guys of us that love the DC movies, we're like, okay, we get it's not the book, cool. But then the DC has been very. I have to admit, the directors of their movies have been very good of saying, here's the source material that we chose this from, and the fans that go back and look through that source material of it, they go, okay, I get what you did. Right. In the case of the Star Wars toxic ones. And I think this is more of a 
just Disney in general, they don't give you what pieces they cherry pick to build the story right. from. So the fans never get a chance to say, they only get to say, I didn't like it. Well, yeah, they're also not any, recreating an existing story. They're exactly. taking the story in a new direction. New but, the, but that's yeah. the yeah. thing is, if it's a brand new story within a universe you love, how about you try to enjoy it versus say, tr- because that's the thing right. right now is that you go online and every one of the things, the minute this, that this is the big problem I had with right. the Avengers or anything else, the minute the show airs, there is a, a rebuttal piece or some sort of critique or some right. sort of dis- dissection online. Right. And so that's why we had to, if we don't see Avengers Endgame and go radio silent on social media for the three days leading up to it, right. we're going to be burned because the thing premiered right. a week ago and we're going, if it premiered, someone is dropping something huge the next well, day. And there's so oh, many people who are looking, yeah, yeah. Who, are lo- who are looking for for likes or views on yes. their page. So it's like anything that comes out, somebody's writing something. Even Somebody if, wants to be a contrarian right out of the if gate. they know it's freaking bullshit. They're like, you think it's bullshit? Tell us it's bullshit. Because they, really, they're Hell. after comments. Yeah. They're after people saying it so that they can get advertising. How dollars, many, so. uh, let's see, the Batman and they've picked the guy from Twilight to play in it. Oh, Pat. Yeah. How yeah. many news articles <laughs> have there been? And right. they only talk about his one role in Twilight. He's done not, some other not stuff. His right? other not his other ones. Actually, yeah. where he can news actually articles, act. But yeah. yeah, it's all web pages. He can actually act. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, the guy can actually act. Oh, yeah, the same no. guy. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that all you, every article, every news thing was, they picked a Twilight guy. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. It's going to yeah. suck. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. Let him do it. But yeah. You're right. Let, him, it. let him actually yeah. make the film. It's kind of my. I'm on, year t- I'm on year two now of not He's, watching any previews for any movie I want to see. He's yep. like the American James Bond. <laughs> and I get Go it. give him a shot. You <laughs> it's know? made a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got the 24-hour news cycle on anything, so even on just news in general, but now you're looking online and it's just everything is, how can I be the first one out of the gate to do that? And then it, right. that in its own right may fuel this. Yeah is where people think that they need to be. I mean, I'm uh, oh, I like this from the beginning, so I'm owed this. So when they make a movie based on a property that I've enjoyed my entire life, I feel they owe it to me. Right. I'm sorry. They don't owe you shit. Yes. They don't owe me. if all of a sudden they decide to make a movie and I don't enjoy it, I'll be like, "Oh, you know what? That sucked." You're going and I'm going to go and move my, yeah. move on with my life. I'm not going to start writing people, throwing a campaign, right. trying to throw death life. threats on Twitter <laughs> at at the at the actor actress who's playing it. You're it's like, what is wrong with you? Be, yeah, you're going to the theater to be entertained. Whether or not you're entertained, that should be your only concern. Yeah. Well, I actually have a story of actually people defending the nays, like well, actually defending against the naysayers and that. Mm. And I mean, it's a, it's a Disney movie, um, but Moana. Yeah. People were like so upset that they were mixing diff- various Polynesian cultures together that I didn't right. take from just one. Mm-hmm. But the people from all of the Polynesian islands and that area of they the world happy were, happy to see it happens. Yeah. were happy to see their culture acknowledged mm-hmm. and put in a you know in a Disney movie and that mm-hmm. it was a multicultural thing and right. they were fine with it. Yeah. And it opens up more for learning, like when you. When you see a movie like that, oh, I want to learn about more about Polynesia. And then that takes you more into their culture and you can figure out, oh, there is more to this just than what the movie's mm-hmm. presenting. Correct. It, it, ha- it also has a nice... Now, see, that's, that's one of those weird backlash ones that unfortunately, that is... 
that's the outsider effect. That's the outsider True. who doesn't see anything, who says, oh, you must include. You yeah. must be exact. But that's a very, very, that's a very fickle crowd because it's amazing how they complained about, they complained about, oh my God, you took multiple Polynesian cultures, cultures for this. Yes. But then at the same time, the movie uh, Forgotten Figures, you know, about oh, the yeah. black yeah. ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first thing that they did on that one was on every single movie poster and everything is they hyped up the male actors. Yeah. <laughs> the white male <laughs> actors is saying, hey, we have these guys out here. Look, look, these are the people. And then when I would, been, said, I would have been excited if they had actually shown the actresses from that film because they are amazing actresses. Well, mm-hmm. look at the the movie poster, and that's the other thing is they did when they did the movie posters. You have one poster that has all the girls on it, and then all the other posters are spaceships, yeah, and other stuff. And it's like, okay, <laughs> time out here. Well, and one of the more recent ones was Crazy Rich Asians. Yep, where yeah. people were like. There were, there were two sides of complaints. There were the people who were like, it's it's a movie where everybody's Asian. Why are you putting everybody Asian? And then you had the flip side where people were like, some of the people aren't Asian enough because they're mixed race. <laughs> that right. always gets me. And when you're not enough. When you're not Asian enough. When you're not black enough. Yeah. When you're not... And, and yes, please go talk for, about that later. No. Okay. <laughs> the, the one that drives me nuts is all of these wonderful... Anime-themed films that people flip out about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, they're drawings of people. Mm-hmm. It's almost mm-hmm. as bad as the comic book one of you can't make that character black, or you can't make that character King a woman, P- or you can't Kingpin do in the original Daredevil, which was not a good movie at all. Yeah. But I mean, he's still an awesome actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Duncan Michael, Clark. Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Duncan. Yeah. 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 Clark Duncan. A lot well, of it, it is, you wanted Michael yeah. Clark Duncan. Yeah, a lot of it comes with down to energy, picking the though. actor yeah. he's and huge. picking the person awesome for the role, guy. and they just don't like who they picked for the role. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the can't be enough of something yeah. one is just hilarious mm-hmm. because I'll never. For, this is most recently, Black Panther came out. Remember when Black Panther came out? Mm-hmm. Entire cast, all pretty much entire cast, black people. Get out. Shocking! <laughs> there were people that complained that there were not enough white people in the movie. It's like, okay, you have a country that's all black, black. people. Yeah, that's like saying, okay, mm. we're going to do the movie Malcolm X, and we're going to cast Dookie Hauser as X. I could see it. He's a great actor. I love him. He's a great actor. I love him. But even he's going to say, well, uh, even the guys, fact that you call him Doogie Howser, they would have to start calling him MTHX. You know, even he's going to go by and say, really? You guys want me for this? This is kind of stupid, you know? So, but at the same time, at the same time, you see the same thing, though. I would see that movie. They said for Sanai Lathan when she was in, she was in one. They were like, I don't know. She's not black enough to play this role. Well, Tilda Swinton in Doctor Strange as the ancient one. Um, you, but there's always going to be a point where you're a there's a there's a there's something to the source. But you there's you have to create. But that's the problem. That's where this becomes is that when they decide to take that leap and say, okay, let's let's start spreading out and saying, okay, so and so could be black or so and so could be a woman right. or whatever. Are you willing it's, to it's, take that leap? Why? Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. Is you got that now? And and going back to the the whole toxic fandom thing is even. Another thing that made me think about this was the release of the Avengers video game. 
So it oh, e- they did not include Hawkeye. They did not, but that's ah. so the Avengers. The Avengers video game got that's released. A bow and that's a different. It's, it's, a, a, it's a trailer, yeah. and yeah. whatever. That's a different animal. So the, 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 why the, tra- the trailer was released at E3 a, a week or so ago. When they released it, it, it was immediately backlash because a they didn't look like the MCU universe, which right. they didn't have the rights for. Right. They were voiced differently. They were wearing real world armor. But here's the here's the thing is, right now, they released the video. It was an excellent looking video. And all people did was rip, 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 rip it apart until all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to scream loud enough. They're going to change it. They're going to bring right. in Evans. They're going to bring in uh, right. everybody to do the voices. And no, they're not because no. the voices were awesome in they're it. They're already done. Leave it yeah. alone. And they're like, yeah. why does Thor look like I, this? It's like, stop it. Somebody created something that you will enjoy and all you can do is tear it to shreds. DC yeah. why? Universe. Well, because yeah. you know what's going to happen? Because if they bring Evans and all them guys in, that $45 game yep. now becomes 90 yep. exactly. And then they'll be bitching exactly. about that. Yep. And, but mm-hmm. it's also not even... It's you know, just because you made them look similar, Captain America is Captain America is Captain America. Whoever the hell plays Captain America, yeah, he didn't. Right. Well, my thing is, different entities. They're right. not the same. But MCU has ingrained itself so much into it that people right. are expecting anything Avengers to be the movie MCU. Yeah. Well, it was funny when they came out with the Mad Max video game after Fury Road came out. Mm-hmm. The game was very much that look and feel, but Max had an American accent and people were pissed off about that. And they're like, we, we want, um, I can't remember the guy's, the actor's name. And they're like, we want him. Hardy. Yeah. Tom Hardy. And they're like, no, but we'll give him a generic Australian accent. We'll, we'll meet you halfway and give him a, and it's like all the movies are Australian. At least give him an Australian accent. But especially since said, everybody else was Tom Australian. Hardy's but not Australian. see, no, he's not. Yeah. But he had an Australian accent well, because no, it was he an just Australian had a, movie. He had an he accent that was unrecognizable. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he kind of worked. But the only <laughs> problem, yeah. here's the problem that I find with that is that you just end up giving that squeaky wheel way right. too much goddamn Well, this grease. is a lot of people who are who were talking about it and, oh, and no, I never but, played but a, the version here's a question of it what's a lot of people exactly what's right. a lot of people so if 10 people say something and a media source picks it up and right. says oh look everybody's talking about it and then all of a sudden that everybody's talking about it gets worldwide recognition because now everyone's talking about it well in this one it was all the beta testers knee jack all yeah. the beta testers yeah. that said that's fair it's that's a little fair. weird but yeah, it's to, a little weird but to at take the same an Australian time, property those... and make them Amer- and make one guy American yeah so well because you have that same I you hear that same thing about DC's animated one. DC mm-hmm. Animated puts out tons and tons of films. Right. Just a ton. I mean, they do like three a year. And they're all voiced by, the teams are voiced by different people. So you have, you know, like, I mean, Kevin Conroy is Batman. Is Batman. Yeah. But he's not the only one that does the voice. No. Peter Weller's done the voice. You know, he's done people. an excellent voice. And he's voice. done a great yeah. one, you know. But you have, even in that one, in one where... These guys know. I mean, these are comic book. These are movies for comic book fans who are willing to accept that every month there's somebody else drawing your character. Yeah. He's going to look different. Yep. Accept it. Jim Lee's Batman looks totally different than, you know, like anybody else's. Oh, yeah. Uh, his, is, his is a very distinct one. But, you know, his versus Capullo, they're both going to look different. But they, ex- they can accept it in print. They can accept it. We yeah. don't argue about it. We don't think about it. As soon as it goes to another media... It must be one way. And mm. I think it's us I, as fans of it need to really 
push back on those that want to say it has to be a specific way. And what you do is you challenge them to say, okay, explain why. Not an emotional, but a 100% fact-based why it needs to be that way. And most of them shut the fuck up. I think you just need to, I think you just need to accept the fact that they're making more things for you. Mm-hmm. If you're going to enjoy it, you're going to enjoy it. If you don't, you don't. But well, the fact, they don't think it's for them because well, they it's don't not think exactly what they want. Well, yes, they either they don't think it's for them or they think it was a slap in the face, which I hate that goddamn term. Every time it's like, oh, it's a slap in the face that they did this. That's Shut up! A, you're just that's you, just a manipulation that people yeah, use. You're just using this. It's like you know seriously. what? You don't know anything about this. You didn't create it. It's a little vision inside your head, and if it doesn't live up to that, you have been deceived. You have been wronged in some way and i don't think that's true i think that you just need to be as a media as someone who consumes media you just have to enjoy what you can if you don't enjoy it fine tell you but don't get so toxic about it don't go out there and just completely torpedo anyone else's opinion on it right because oh god damn you liked last jedi you should fucking burn in hell it's like how does that happen how yeah. does that happen if, well, if someone rage enjoys it? Yeah, rage yeah. quit. Rage I'm, quit. I'm Burn never, my army. I'm never. I watch. Oh, you're you, still going to yeah. watch the last Star you, Wars. Yeah, yeah, you're going to watch the last Star Wars movie, and you're yeah. going to enjoy it. You're you're going to suck it up, and you're going to buy it yeah. because that's you. It's they know the they know yeah. the pellet you need to hit the bar for to get monkey. You're just going to go ahead and hit that. And it's going to feed you a little peanut butter bar. And you're going to eat it, and then you're going to say it tastes shitty, but you're going to eat it again when you, you hit that bar. And they say shitty. Every one of us has. But you know, you're going to see it again. See, I, You're going to see the very next and one. And see, that's the thing with it. I have no problem with somebody telling me they didn't like something. I have mm. none. If you're a fan and you tell me you didn't like it, fine. Mm-hmm. But tell me why. Give me a legitimate reason. Not a, I didn't like this person playing them. I didn't like this about it there was no if there was no entertainment value fine but yeah it's even there's a lot of movies yeah. that have terrible reviews that are you that know, are actually still watching that are my favorites yeah. you know that yeah. i want to see you know i admit so. it i didn't like the last jedi yeah and i pointed out the things that i didn't like about it but at the same time i'm not going to say you should not see this movie because yeah. i'm going to say here's the thing i'm going to wait till you've seen it and then i'm going to say yeah i'm going to well, ask you it what did you think about X? it wasn't as good as the ones <laughs> yeah. before it so, but yeah. it had it had moments mm-hmm. it had parts i like the direction they're going i like, I what like they're that trying. they changed the force to say you know what the force is a, a, a thing of balance in this whole good guy bad guy thing because you're trying to be such a good guy means you're creating see, bad guys that's kind of cool see the problem i, I have is the, t- is the to- is the toxic part of this is once again someone who's torpedoing anything they don't like right yeah or trying to keep people out of the things they do like right. i mean i that we've gone way over the edge on this right. one but it's the I whole knew would. it's the whole like, yeah <laughs> i know because it's 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 something that you you sit and l- listen to it and you you go like how can you love something so much that you hate having anyone like it or attack anyone who dare like something else they want to be seen as they, an authority it's, it's it's not about liking the, or it's the ownership it. it's, it's it is mine yeah. it is mine i this is this is me rick and morty is me if you dare say anything bad about rick and morty Damn you to hell. If you don't like Star Wars or you do like Star Wars, there are always the two camps and like they always way. hate each other. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to let the new people in because how does the, how does our fandom grow if we don't let people in? You can't attack everybody. But pe- it's the internet's here. 
It's never going to go away. Mm. It's there. Yeah, no. It, you're looking at your phone you need, on the internet. At yeah, I'm things. shopping right now. You're never going mm-hmm. away. But but yeah, that's that's. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that. All right. Because that was our discussion on toxic fandom. I'm sure we missed everything and we could have possibly. Thankfully, we've resolved it, and no one ever needs to discuss <laughs> no. it again. And I'm hoping that we don't have any toxic fans. I'm hoping that anyone out there doesn't like. Oh my god! If ri- somebody loved us that much. Oh god! Yeah. Actually, yeah. we do. We have one toxic fan. We do. We've got. We've got one more follower than we do have likes. <laughs> so there's one person's like, they listen to us just to go, you fucking bastards. We're off for another break, but when we get back, we introduce a new segment in Shut Up and Take My Money, have another toxic celebrity death match, and a totally unprepared Tim Sack coming up next. GameMat.eu creates mats to game on. Bring your games to life and conquer the mightiest cities or discover long-lost realms. Each battle mat is made from the finest rubber-based mouse pad material, so you can simply change your tabletop into a battlefield in no time. You can get your mat in a variety of sizes, plus you have your choice of resin terrain to add to your mat. Game on with GameMat.eu. Welcome back. An inaugural Shut Up and Take My Money talks a new Kickstarter. Celebrity Deathmatch involves a non-MCU Avenger. And Tim Sack gets put on hold before unleashing our inner trolls. And welcome back, everybody. Glad you're still here with us. We're going to introduce a new segment. It's called Shut Up and Take My Money. It's all about things we think you might want to be interested in purchasing. So our first up will be Gary Krieger and his new Kickstarter launch. Here's our interview. Hooray! All right. Take my money. All the cool stuff. Make it rain, man. Make it rain. Okay. It's $500. You have no choice of carrier. The battery can't hold a charge. And the reception isn't very... Shut up and take my money. Thanks, everybody, for continuing to join us today. And... We have a very special first installment of Shut Up and Take My Money. Awesome. Our new segment where we introduce you to things you just might want to purchase. You know, something to get that credit card out and use it for something good. But I'm going to use it and then you're going to yell at me. Uh, yeah, I totally am. That's not, that's not uh, good. So today we have with us Gary. He is the CEO of Genesis Games. And he has a Kickstarter coming out July 12th, and it is called The Genesis Project. So everybody say hi to Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Hey, hi, Gary. Gary. Hi. Oh. <laughs> hi, Gary. How are you doing? I'm little Cthulhu guy. Welcome, Gary, to the podcast. So we're Thank ex- you. We're excited to have you on today, and you have a lot to talk about. You have a Kickstarter coming out, and... You have a new customizable tabletop miniature game. So why don't you go ahead and let us know all about it? Well, the, the Genesis Project, is it's a, it's a customizable war game where you get to create your own faction by picking out your own traits, um, your abilities. You get to customize your equipment, your gear, um, really between 
a lot of different options and and play them through um, a first age, progressing them as you play. Um, and that's quite unique amongst the tabletop miniature games, uh, being able to actually choose how your faction plays or play with miniatures from other games, from models that don't have games. Um, we are not a model company. It's a, it's a game. So you're, you're putting the system out there. Correct. And anybody can take that system and customize it with what they already have miniature-wise. Yes, many of us have closets full of miniatures. I mean, my closets are stuffed. True story. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I have too many unpainted miniatures, so I could definitely <laughs> use something to use them. So for. you're actually providing a community service. Yeah. So you're you're giving us a way to take all of these miniatures that we have locked into closets and actually bring them back out. So he's like a help group. It's like yes. almost like a yeah, a support group. <laughs> yes. Sweet. Hey, support groups on Kickstarter. Hey. You heard it here first. I, I like where this is going. Me too. So tell us more about the the, the game. Well, you know, it, it, it's true, though. We had a, a uh, one of the, at one of our demos at, at the Nova Open last year. We had a guy bring down a bunch of arm, a bunch of miniatures from a game he hadn't even played for for years because it was no longer around. And it took us about 15 minutes or so to make the rules for him. And we got him on the table and we're playing demos. Well, that's exciting that it only takes about 15 minutes to introduce somebody to the system. Yeah, and I think I think I actually got beat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but good demos are you're supposed to get beat, right? Well, I think you're supposed to, but he really did beat me. It was not. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us a little bit about the world that you've created? So when you're creating your faction, we have uh, five domains of life. Um, there are the humanoids. And the humanoids consist of your giants, dwarves, elves, any kind of variety of humans that you have. Um, we have the fae, which are kind of outside of reality. Those are your angels, demons, all that stuff in between. We have the reptilia, which are reptiles of all kinds, dragons, draconics. Um, then we have beasts and we have insects. And you choose one of the domains that you want to play in or build your faction in. And you have a, a wide variety of options to choose by picking your traits. It's normally four to eight traits that you're picking to build your species. And that's why it can be done relatively quickly. And it also gives you a wide variety. It also means that during play, you know, you have these five domains. While you're playing through them, you can actually take traits like forbidden lore, for instance, and start taking things out of a different domain. So you can actually cross domain your, your faction. So you might start as a human race and end up being undead or you know, beast or, or, or those types of things. Oh, that's pretty cool. It really creates a wide variety. And as we play through the ages, um, we've seen, you know, an army of lycanthropes turn into, you know, start, you know, start starting to add bionics and things like that as they progress. Uh, our first Kickstarter is going to be the first age only. Uh, but that's, that gives you an idea of where the game is going because you can play your species from the first age and play all the way through the three ages of gameplay, creating this massive narrative that you are in charge of as you're playing your games. So your characters can evolve as, as they progress. True, yes. You're, you're, you're different types of, you have unit classes, and these unit classes are types of warriors or wizards or whatever they are that have special characteristics above the species. And they can advance you know, and follow the technology that you're gaining for your species. And you, could get, you have heroes that are born from gameplay. Um, and by that, I mean, you have a game, you have something that amazing happened. You take a model out of that squad or that one model that did something great that you, that you want to talk about. And you actually create a hero out of that model. 
and that model can then level up as well and help you expand your faction. Oh, that's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, I did read. Uh, I did see that in the in the promo materials that you sent us that we did see. I saw the humanoids. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw the humans. I uh, and then I I did really did what now what what is in the beasts? I I, I was drawn to the beasts uh, description. <laughs> so what's in the beasts? Well, the beasts. Uh, every fact, every domain builds a little differently. Uh, so I, we gave the humanoid faction as our promotional material because it's a good start for everybody to kind of get a look at. Uh, the beast, you are choosing a bestial kingdom to start with, and then you're tying it into regional traits. So, for instance, you'll be taking, like if you wanted to go loop with wolves, for instance, of some kind, you would choose that animal kingdom, and there would be traits specific to it, and you choose regional traits, which would also tie into that. And then you have other traits to create to finish up your faction. So you get to really customize where your where your where your your beast would go. And there's lots of different kinds. As far as the regions go, we have basically all the different types of landscapes covered, plus some extras like moon because we have lycanthropes in there. So, <laughs> so tell tell me more about what is in the first age. The first age focuses on fantasy on 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 a fantasy medieval setting. Uh, where the other ages go to, you know, into the modern and, and beyond. But it, it has a lot of magical powers that are accessible through the Fae. Um, a lot of your medieval weaponry, tactics. We have a lot of people that build very historical armies as well, like Spartans. And uh, one of our lead playtesters is, is diehard making his Spartans right now. <laughs> so, but it allows you to build your tactics as far as having shield walls and picking the traits that you want to create the faction based upon either the miniatures that you have or a theme that you want to go for. And it allows a lot of customization. I've been a big miniature customizer for a long time. I love to just create my own miniatures out of all these bits that I have just closets full, right? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, with all, with all the customization, um, now, is there any problem? With, are you running into any issues with any sort of balance? I was between, just going to ask yeah. that. How do you get... Balance. Yeah. How do you keep somebody from becoming super powerful? Since we've been starting this project, there was a lot of, oh, my God, that's powerful. <laughs> 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 we've been working on this game. We've been working on this game for about six years now. Uh, so it's been in the process for a long time. We had... 14 months of an open beta that was worldwide. We had about 900 people participating in that. Wow, that's awesome. It was, we opened it up, and we had a lot of people jumping in, making factions, giving feedback on rules, and showing us what they could make and what they didn't see that they could make. Because uh, everyone's got these perfect ideas of what they want to build. And so we wanted to see if we could incorporate most of what they're talking about. And I think we did a a pretty amazing job at it. Most of our play testers, I don't think I saw a single army that was the same. Um, and part of that was because of as they play, but even guys that made the same army to start with after a few games of, of playing ended up with varying armies that were kind of di- diverging from each other. So just because they would pick different mission awards to advance their species or their heroes would take them in a different direction. So it's very multi-branching. It just you have multi, as as you just start working your way Absolutely. as you it evolves and you change. So it's just like just like life. I mean, you start yes. one, yeah, you start one direction and you make one choice and you make a different choice in your buddy and you got two different guys coming out of the same pool. So that's pretty cool. And, and you were talking about balance now, rules wise. That's you know, 
that's probably one of the biggest issues in a game. How do you get a game like that to have balance? I know that's what we were getting to, but I wanted to give the background on, on how long we've been doing this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but having what we have is we have something called a maximum age bonus. And what that does is puts a boundary, like an envelope, um, it's a, a, around how much bonuses can go into a single dice roll, for instance. So the, the maximum age bonus for the first age is four, which means you can only add so many different enhancements from different directions to get to that four, and it can't go above that. Okay, so it's more of like a golf handicap. Correct. Well, that's, that's good. It, it, at least to balance some things out like that. And, and it's more, it's, we, we, we call it like a bubble, and you, and you just, and the player is in the middle of that bubble, and they get to kind of design how they work within that bubble. Um, and it can kind of fill in and, and kind of create their faction in that, in that way, even with their customizing their equipment. And we've had a lot of people try and break the rules, which is perfect. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the way you find out how rules work. You're like, how do you Absolutely. break them? And then, okay, we have to fix that little tweak there. And that's why play testing is so helpful. So, so important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we've been doing, yeah, we, we play test every two weeks and we have been for the last six years. So it's, it's been pretty, uh, it's been a, it seems like it's been a long journey, but the journey really, I guess, is just beginning because we haven't launched yet. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's, it's gotta be definitely a, a exciting, but kind of scary moment to like put something out there because we, we really want to see this work out. I, I would love to see, especially being a first Kickstarter, but having the pedigree of, uh, of Dave Taylor behind you. So yep. hold on a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I, so hi. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> so I understand that this is a brand new company and that this is your first game that you've put out there. Now, it it's got to be nerve wracking to to be a first timer entering the world. Do you have a Yoda, somebody guiding you through this? I do. I do. And that's Dave Taylor. Um, oh, oh, really? God, this is cool. Yeah. See, there we go. <laughs> wow. I'm a, I'm Yoda. I was like a psychic. I just came right up with it. So, but tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, tell us more. Yeah, no, Dave, Dave Taylor Miniatures. He's ran several successive Kickstarters. Uh, one, you know, for himself, for other people. He's been a part of uh, Games Workshop. He's worked with Warlord Games. He's worked with, you know, just a lot of a lot of game companies, and he knows. He knows the minute details that need to happen for the game to launch, even down to the how much the book needs to weigh for shipping. <laughs> so nice. It's it's one of those amazing things when you sit down and and try and figure out cups that really nobody that you you would never foresee on your own. And Dave just has has a handle on them and says, "Well, this is why, you know, this is what we're going to do. So don't worry about this." <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely helpful to have someone like that in your corner when you're going out there and putting out your Kickstarters. Yes. And, and he, he really, he has, he just finished a, a Kickstarter just a few months back as well. Um, that was a terrain essentials and uh, he's ran his own. So he's been doing, he's been in the industry for, for quite a long time. So that's awesome. Now, what is included with the Kickstarter? Now the Kickstarter is going to be, um, we have two books coming out. Um, one is The Birth of Genesis, The First Age. And that includes all the domains. Um, includes everything you need to build your factions in, in and out. All the abilities, all the powers, everything that's involved. We also have the uh, core rules. And the core rules, uh, I know we mentioned three ages of gameplay, but the core rules is the same set of rules that you use through in every age of game, of, of playing. 
That's good. I hate when things change. I hate when <laughs> rules change. Well, yeah, second, third, fourth uh-huh. editions. Ah, curse you, fourth editions. <laughs> so yes, good so, job. <laughs> so that is, yeah. So the the so that will allow you to play basically from the first age to the third age, all the way through with one set of one set of core rules to encompass all of that. Um, and that's what's going to be in there. We're going to have our our hardback books along with the digital copies. And we're also going to have some, um, in the core rules, there's also going to be some pre-made factions. Uh, some of the interesting things for the pre-made factions is those are going to be from Kickstarter pledge levels. So we have had um, lots of people creating factions. So we thought it'd be great if people wanted to actually pledge to actually get their faction done and into the core rules as one of the pre-made factions. That's a good idea. And we're, we're all still in the works right now with um, uh, Atlantis Miniatures. And we've been talking about possibly creating, because you can create monsters in the game as well, whether it's classical monsters or whatever type of monster you want to build, you get to customize it. But uh, I've been talking to Atlantis Miniatures, and we're talking about building a miniature off of the design that will go into the book. Okay. But you can still bring your own miniatures. (laughs) Yes. It'd be more like a, a, uh, you know, hey, look, I just got to create my own. It's in the book, and now I get to get my own miniature for it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is the Genesis project, is this more for the experienced wargamer or will somebody who is new to wargaming be able to pick this up? I think someone will be able to pick it up. I know that my, even my son is able to be, my son's 12. My son is able to play it and he jumps right in. Great. Um, so there, so there, we have age tested it technically. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing that we did during, um, during play testing, especially in-house, is I brought in some people that were board gamers as well. And my, my, uh, my video guy, who does all the video and has all the equipment for it, um, plays board games but had never played tabletop board games before. And this was his first tabletop miniature game. Okay. And so he was able to jump in, learn the game, and, and, start, and start, start winning some games, even against our, our, our lead play tester. That, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's definitely impressive if you can bring a board game guy in and just run right out of the gate. So, I mean, it's always nice that it's so accessible. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that we, we, did, we did test the very, you know, you get some people in here that are very big power gamers. Yep. Let them, let them build, let them go crazy. And, uh, and then you, get the, you just got to vary the group up in order to get the, uh, the best feedback. Well, yeah, you don't want to leave. A, a successful Kickstarter does not leave anybody out. Oh, um, speaking of, did we, we did have the date on that, right? Yes, July 12th. July 12th, there we go. Yes. Well, that's, that's so long ago. I don't know how long ago. I said ago. that five minutes you ago. You said that five minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, anyway, July Gary. 12th. You know what you do is if you keep planting that little seed, July 12th, if you keep planting that little July 12th, to. that people are going to think July 12th and they're going to want to go out and get the Genesis Project. Okay, Gary, anyway, um, do you have any conventions coming up where people can demo this? Uh, we've been demoing for the last several years at the Nova Open in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. And we will be there again this year. Okay, so the and Nova Open. And that is Open. at the end, end of August. Okay. Um, and then probably after launch, we will start expanding that, probably with uh, Reese down at uh, the Las Vegas Open. That's probably a good plan. Oh, yeah. Yep. In February. I'd go to Las Vegas, <laughs> play some minis games. Yep. <laughs> a lot of miniature gamers go to Las Vegas. I could That's buy some blackjack, too. Any other locations coming up? 
that's where that's where we've started and that's kind of where we're headed right now but then we're looking into next year so that's great do you have a website or facebook that people can follow you at i do we have at genesisgames.com and that's uh, uh with a g-e-n-e-s-y-s genesisgames.com and we'll have a link to that website in our show notes as well we will we will excellent okay so in a nutshell why should our listeners buy the Genesis Project on Kickstarter July 12th? Because there's no other game like it in tabletop miniature wargaming, and there won't be. It's the, the control of the game is in your hands, not mine. Excellent. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Well, thank you very much, Gary. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners? Join us for the Kickstarter. It's going to be a fun ride, and we'll be having demo rules showing during the Kickstarter. And uh, we have lots of videos coming up to show the differences in the domains. It's going to be really exciting. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Gary, for being here today and uh, telling us all about the Genesis Project, available on Kickstarter July 12th. And uh, we look forward to your Kickstarter and wish you the best of luck. Yes, we do. Thank you, Gary. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. That's the best thing I ever saw. Choosing to live a sober life without Kickstarter addiction is the most significant decision you will ever make. You are to be commended for taking that first step, and you can feel confident that the anonymous tabletop Kickstarter anonymous Kickstarter <laughs> is your path to recovery. For $10, we will send you a t-shirt. For $120, we will help you with your Kickstarter addiction. For $200, we will help you with your relapse. So please go to kickstarter.com right now and support the anonymous tabletop Kickstarter addiction Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, do I have to do a lot of editing to fix that shit? Wow. Let's wow. put a little music in the background. Golden. Wow. And wow. people will be sending us emails. How do I get to this Kickstarter? No, we don't. Did you get the link? The no, link was, we right now, link hey, so Tim, right now I'm going to let you know we're rolling right into Celebrity Deathmatch because that's, <laughs> just there's no editing effort. anymore. Editing has gone out the window because when we hit the four-hour mark, editing. I'm sorry, Dev, we are we going have, long. Do we have Holy a, shit. a Celebrity Deathmatch? Yes, we do. Yeah. The wheel celebrity is so death high. Match. It's not the wheel of mortality today. Nope. It's not? What is it? It's on the list. Where's your goddamn oh, list? Right really. Turn, me. turn, turn. Yeah, well, because we were talking about toxic, uh, we were talking about toxic fandom. So I went off on a little bit of a, a little bit of a limb. Toxic Star Wars fans versus no. toxic no. Star Trek fans. No, nope. the Toxic Avenger <laughs> versus toxic Rick and Morty fans hopped up on Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan. I don't know how. To, you know, I love that. I love. I love the Szechuan chicken, but I can never say it. <laughs> he wants number one hundred two. Yeah, number one hundred two. <laughs> yes, number one hundred two. So, in our toxic, since we're since we're our, our own toxic fans, what do we think about the Toxic Avenger versus a gaggle? We'll say a gaggle, not not quite a plethora, but a gaggle, a gaggle of toxic Rick and Morty fans. Hopped up on Szechuan sauce. I am going to go first. Okay. Because I hate, I hated all those videos of the Szechuan sauce fans. Szechuan sauce fans. Szechuan sauce fans. 
the ones who were was it McDonald's? It was McDonald's. McDonald's, right? yes. Um, the ones who were physically jumping on the counter of McDonald's, screaming, "They want their Szechuan sauce!" So they're attacking. <laughs> they're, so, so, so basically, they've got the fury, uh, the ferocity, fury. I guess fury, whatever. Ferocity. ferocity. Thank you. The fero- ferocity. Ferocity. I guess ferocity works. I don't use the word often because I'm not very furious. I swear to God, we're not drunk people. No, we're. I swear to God, we're not. But there is a half bottle of bourbon there. Let's just let that sit. I, more than a half. There's more than half. Left. There's more than a half. We can yeah. fix that. Um. So let's uh, mix it with some Szechuan sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, fuck. I'm not going to say it right the rest of the day. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so you're saying that they're, they're. I want them to die. Okay. I so, want the toxic, well, and the toxic Avenger Avengers to come and spit goo out of his nostrils. He doesn't do that. Wrap them up in seaweed. What? What is that? Have you ever seen the Toxic Avenger? No. Oh my god. He needs to get his mop and bucket out. Mop and bucket. Yeah. Put on it. Just clean stuff. Put up. on his cleanest tutu. <laughs> Those guys went way over. They and, did. They did. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, let's solve this oh, once no. and for all. Okay. What are you Hold doing? On. Come on, start. What are you Tim. doing? Tim. It's starting. Give me a minute. Give me a minute now. <laughs> wait, there's there's going to be a second, two second ads. It's slow Wi-Fi. Sichuan. 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 <laughs> Seriously, it took you that long for that? I thought it was bad with crickets. I thought it was bad with my sound effect crickets. That's okay. bad. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's That's back bad. Up. Oh, it's going on to something else. Damn it. I thought you were okay. going to have like a toxic event. A toxic adventure no. thing. No, I was, I was trying to get... Sichuan. 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 Jesse, what is wrong with you? I thought we were past that. So sexy. So I want toxic... I. So you want I'm the just going to say I'm going to root for the Toxic Avenger. Sichuan. Sauce. The Szechuan sauce fueled Rick and Morty fans need to go down. And I will I will spike their Szechuan sauce. Oh. If you can find it, it's very hard to find. No, I, will, I heard McDonald's ran out very quickly. Yes. And they decided to riot and start attacking people at McDonald's. And they will all go running to the bathroom and the Toxic Adventure will Oh, can we put like laxatives oh, in the Szechuan sauce? But the only, That's what yes. I just said. Well, yeah, yes. but the problem is the, the Toxic Adventure takes his mop and bucket. He's got to clean that shit. And he's got to clean up the Don't McDonald's bathroom. He doesn't add, win. We, Nobody we wins. some sort of opioid in there as well. Speaking as somebody who had to clean McDonald's bathroom. I don't appreciate Except that. the Toxic Avenger. Because, you know, being on opioids and seeing the Toxic Avenger, that would seriously fuck with you. So yeah, That would slow yeah. you down. It wouldn't that you would, know what? Would fight it off. Actually, not being on opioids would make the, and seeing the Toxic Avenger would fuck with me because that guy's eye was falling out half the damn time. And he was a big mutant. And it, I mean, you've seen Toxic so Avenger, of course, right? who am I thinking of with, with all the vines coming out? That's and, Swamp Thing. That's swamp oh, thing. I'm thinking You're of You're thinking of somebody thing. else completely. Lathan, you've infected her with <laughs> yeah. your Swamp Thing. <laughs> Hey, it was a good show. That's Toxic Avenger, he fell into like a vat of like yeah. toxic. It's a trauma crap. movie. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So okay. he's just a, a radioactive janitor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He pretty much yeah. was. Yeah. Well, so. there you and go. And he decided to, you know, that he was going to do good things. Yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. Well, because with great power comes great responsibility see, and, this, and mopping. All right, Lathan's I can, up. I can see the battle. All right, ta- oh, no, don't just go in. <laughs> don't go in and soul full out. You know what? You want to do Okay, here we go. So here's the way the battle goes down. Do your battle. It goes down pretty quick, though. Yeah. The Szechuan guys come out. They're they're all ganging up. I mean, they just surround Toxie. And they're just pummeling him. Just beating away at him. Toxie's. That's, that's almost, his nickname? His nickname's Toxie. He's almost down and out. Yeah, Toxie. With his last breath, he says, Troma, save me. 
and the other trauma film. Oh no, not the Kabuki Kabuki cop. Kabuki Kabuki man. Kabuki all man. of them swarm in from like out of nowhere. And the Szechuan guys turn around and they're just surrounded by all of these trauma film characters. And they realize it's over for them. And they are never seen again. Wow. Uh, that was actually, I, awesome. I don't know about that one there. That, Lathan, was, that was a little bit of a. That was a little poetic. I yeah, like it that. was poetic. It was like they, maybe they went off hand in hand. Maybe Kabuki <laughs> Man enjoyed one of the Rick and Morty fans. Uh, like he was like, hey. Szechuan sauce? Yes, maybe just Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. That's a different place though. <laughs> Do you know Kabuki? <laughs> Kabuki and Szechuan are like close, but Excuse no me. cigar, sir. I would like to have the number 11. Would you pronounce it, ma'am? I would like this sha sha sha. Oh boy, we've turned celebrity deathmatch into a fin- uh, hooked on phonics. Works for me. Oh. Okay. Oh, All right, so Ma- Mario, Mario, welcome to celebrity deathmatch. So welcome to the celebrity deathmatch of the two. Mario, who Toxic uh, Avenger, and win? your reasons why. Well, I'll go with this. I have no idea what we're talking about. Like, <laughs> Shashwan people, because I've never seen it. Sha sha sha. So I. I I'm going to go with the Toxic Avenger because they did Toxic Avenger. It's pretty cool. It is so pretty cool. he wins because he's, you know, he's kind of like, a, I think he's, I always want to say that he's that mix of, uh, what's his name from the Goonies? Um, oh, uh, uh, Chunk. 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 Yeah. Chunk. I always think of Chunk and him at the same thing. So, True. Yeah. Except I, Chunk, Chunk didn't no, have. Chunk and, oh, and who is the big alien looking guy in hey the Goonies? The, what was his name? The, the big mutant Sloth? guy? Sloth. Sloth. Oh, Chunk was the fat Sloth. little kid. Chunk and, was the kid. And, but yeah. Sloth. Was, and Sloth. Sloth. Yeah. Sloth, yeah. Yeah, Chunk did the truffle yeah. shuffle. Yeah. Yes. Hey, you yeah. guys. So I'm, I'm, I'm out of the mix on the Szechuan. <laughs> I think that was the electric I, company. I do think no. we should change it from well, Szechuan. Well, that was him. For giving people lax- laxatives, it should be the Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. Yes, we will do Szechuan sauce. Mario, for a little background on it, is the Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Uh, you ever watch Rick and Morty? I have never seen it. Okay, oh. you gotta watch it. Is it is really good. Watch it. I'm gonna miss. So, uh, here, then I'll, I'll get the next thing. I've never watched Firefly either. Oh, you're oh, okay. oh, you're lucky. Because Nathan Fillion okay. was in yeah. that episode okay. of yes, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Nice segue. That's you didn't what, even that's know what it. Drew, That's what yeah. drew, drew me into Rick and Morty in drew? that episode. Was drew? all of a sudden I'm like. I swear we're not drunk, people. Is I that swear. Nathan Fillion? Droof. Yeah. So Rick and Morty Droof. is basically almost like Back to the Future if you animated it and gave it acid. It's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. really good. You The, the but it animation has, will yeah. turn you off. But it has a... It's, but it's fucking No, no, the animation's great. No, it's not. It sucks. Yeah, the, the, the only thing about it is that it has an extremely toxic fan base, which rolls into this. Right. And what happened is during one of the episodes is... He, Rick, the main character, decided he said that he wanted to go and he wanted to keep doing the show until they he could get this Szechuan sauce. Right. And well, no, he went back in time in his mind yes. to a time when well, yeah they had this release and it was but, the best thing ever. And yes, that's his great goal yes. in life. His goal to, in life was to have to McDonald's re-release it, and he kept doing this, and McDonald's decided to. They severely underestimated the fan base of Rick and Morty and said, "Oh, we'll release it." And you get this packet of the sauce, and you get this poster. 
you unleashed a wave of insane people. Hundreds right. of people. That hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people ran at their local McDonald's. And then as soon as they couldn't get the and then sauce. they started rioting. They started rioting. They started threatening yes. the people beyond the counters. And it just got to be insane because they couldn't get a packet of the sauce. And then. Hundreds and of then, pale nerds come out of their mother's basements. Yeah. And then, Seeking. not only that, when the people got it, they started throwing it on eBay for $1,000 plus for a packet of this mysterious sauce from Mulan. Yes. So, so, yes. So, that's where we're going. But so, yes, Toxic Avenger, yes. It's on yes. Hulu. Yeah. If you, it's, they're only 30-minute episodes, and they're hilarious. Yeah. It's yeah. actually pretty quick. We uh, highly recommend. It's on the yeah. Adult Swim page, too. Yep. And when you get to the second episode, just think of me when the little puppy goes, Summer. Where are my testicles? <laughs> Snowball. Summer. Snowball yeah. is my Snowball. slave. Snowball was my slave. I go by Snowballs now. Was my slave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, and of course we probably messed that up. So please don't come and bum rush yeah. on this tabletop because I messed that up. So, Gene, you're so up. Gene, who Who's you got? Who you got in this fight? Toxic Avenger. Sweet. Know, Why? Is... Just because. Just because the Szechuan sauce fans are just rabid. And but somebody, yeah, but somebody needs to take him out. That gives him power. I think the Toxic Avenger could take him out. I do too. I do too. I'm going to go with the Toxic Avenger as well, but because the fact is, if you've watched any of the trauma movies, that he he disembowels a guy without trying, rips off his head, uh, knocks, pulls off arms. He's he's already irradiated, so he's yep. and he's this giant muscle, and he's got the heart of a. Uh, the, a good heart and he also has this very very he's got kids. the heart of a he's, a he's got a good heart he's got these a are just normal fans that are hyped up on yes sugar. and this is a toxic yes. avenger and this yes. is a radiated dude yeah so I, I think Radiate. yeah this yeah. is a less so, yeah, also he's got a he's got a hot blind girlfriend which is really? which helps out okay yeah. we need to watch this movie now he does okay. oh you've mm-hmm. never oh we're watching the toxic avenger tonight I think we've That's already established doing. that I have not watched yeah. this movie I'm going to be watching the Goonies tonight <laughs> Like so, the, just the talk about it, I was like, so, I haven't so, watched so that clearly, a bunch of to- a bunch of toxic fan nerds have don't have a leg to stand on it when it comes up to a a well, Tim has toxic put his beast. Vote in you yet. haven't put my vote in yet. Oh. Okay, well, I you, believe you finish it up. Finish off. Finish this <laughs> off strong. I believe that that the is irradiated <laughs> and gives all these toxic fans super nerd living in their mom's basement powers, and so. They are a match for the Toxic Avenger. So when he comes in there with his mop, they're already shitting the shh on the floor. <laughs> and it's making it a slippery mess. It's, it's, it's making it a slippery mess. And he's like, you know what? I need to do something else for a living. He rethinks, Fuck it, I'm out of he here. rethinks his career choices. <laughs> and throws his mop and down. And leaves, leaving the managers and the employees of McDonald's to clean up the shh all over the floor. The shh Because they had to do that anyway. They had to do that anyway. Because that's their job. And, you know, you're doing it for minimum wage. Yeah, what better way to make five bucks And I just want to say something. We do realize that not all nerds are stuck in their mother's basements. because We're stuck in our mother's basements. None of us are stuck in our mother's basements. No, no, no. We're stuck in We're not bad-mouthing nerds. We're just bad-mouthing Toxic nerds. Toxic nerds. Yeah, just don't be toxic. Don't don't be toxic. Don't be toxic. That's bad. Bad. Bad toxic. And wait for your Appreciate your mom making Hot Pockets for you and your friends. That's all we're or, saying. Or you can always just go to the store and buy your own damn Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. All right. Well, clearly we have our winner. 
Because Tim, I don't. I'm sorry. You're you're a radiated uh, a Szechuan, Szechuan sauce. sauce. Sure, sure, yes, sure. yes, 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 yes. Is uh, is not a, is your one your friends is, like mini pizzas? As long as I have Szechuan sauce. <laughs> you know, I have a quick Tim sack. Tim sack. Well, yes, yes. I have a really quick Tim sack. Oh yeah. Okay, so. Oh, Tim, okay. So we're going to Tim's Tim sack now. Tim, I'm yep. going in your sack. Okay. Okay. okay well, wait, 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 wait. First of all, let's let's lead on to the fact is, hey, you know what? We're done with that. We're gonna go into Tim's sack. So sure. Okay. Anyway, Tim's sack. Tim sack. Anyway, Tim sack. Um, what do we got? So everyone needs to do their best impression of a toxic fan. Okay. Wow. So that was. Go around wow. the table. Wow. On the spot. Do we get a time? Do we get prep time? We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. So, Jean, would you like to start us off with yours? Sure. Okay, so this one is from uh, the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, when a lot of people were going after Leslie Jones. Um you play a stereotype in Ghostbusters. It's quite depressing. I hope your future work is better. Actually, it has been. She <laughs> does a pretty damn good job in SNL. Well, but she does a really good job even before Ghostbusters. Yeah. So they're just, and she you had know, a small role too. She was a, a supporting character, yeah. not one of the main characters. So yeah, but like, just I, just I mean, think, so yeah. many people badmouthed her. Well, everybody badmouthed the, the the movie in general, and they hadn't seen most of it. And oh, yeah. granted, as a whole, before it came, I out. did not enjoy it, but not for the reasons that they said it. I just think that the movie wasn't good on its own. I, right, I enjoyed it; it was funny. But was funny. they they just tried to ad lib too much. But hey, hey, yeah. all right. Well, that was number one on the uh, um, uh, Mario. Would you like to? Yeah, this is my own. This is this is Mario's. <laughs> so someone explain to me why the fuck C-3PO has a red goddamn arm because I really don't understand that it was in the comic book yeah, that was yeah, clearly I, put together before the movie was shit. out oh, I, don't, I don't know no, I don't understand why he's got a red no, that wasn't a no. problem that was a printing error it wasn't because the oh, comic book wanted it that way they I'm sorry in episode 375 of the new expanded canon no 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 what do you know I know the print shop that did it and they said they made a mistake I don't I don't believe it. I think they print I don't they, believe it. Why do you sound like toddlers? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you sound like Jewish toddlers? Yeah. <laughs> because that's what they turn into, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know you, where that came from. You right haven't been to the comic book store in enough time. That's what they turn you, into. You were here for our bad accents epo- episode, right? Yes, yeah, so we were all horrible on that, I too. Was, I, I didn't join in on the bad accents. Oh, you? yes, you did. I, I joined in on a game. You joined I in the I just didn't you, have any you bad were accents. Horrible. <laughs> you were horrible. You attacked the Canadians furiously. I did a very good job on Canadians. <gasps> Toxic Canadian fandom? Is there such a thing? <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, no. Sorry, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... What, what would Brian Boitano do? <laughs> what would Brian do? He'd breathe fire. He would breathe fire. All right, Lathan, what do you got? Well, you... I just, I just don't know. I don't think he's the right character for this. I mean, Michael Keaton? Come on. Michael Keaton? He's Mr. Mom. He can't be Batman. This would just suck. Everybody knows women can't be Jedis. I'm writing a letter. Dear Athfaithiv. <laughs> oh, I love the people who were like, there's no fucking way she could do that. She couldn't lift that much, blah, blah, blah. And then she deadlifted. Yeah. Like her response, like she just posted a video of her deadlifting, like this outrageous like amount of weight, yeah. and I was like, "You go, girl." Or, or the one where she's running around with Mark Hamill on her back. Yes, that like was Yoda. Funny. Yes, like Yoda. They totally yeah. did the Yoda bit. 
Brie Larson and and women are ruining Marvel. It's they're just making the movement for the this movie for the women empowerment movement movement. That's it. Oh, it's all the haters from Endgame mm. where they had the shot of just all the women of Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know why everybody could get mad you know, about I that. I saw that and I was, my first response was, you go, girls. And then I was like, fuck, somebody's going to bitch about that. And it was at that moment. Well, and it was cool. Not yeah. only did somebody bitch about it, they bitched about somebody missing when somebody was dead. Yeah, <laughs> oh, she yeah, was yeah, dead. yeah. And we've already talked about this. So yeah. We're way outside but that. Yes, so get, catch up. Your turn. All right. This is, a, this is the comic book man. From the Simpsons quote, because this was one of the best ones. Last night's... Oh, holy shit. That wasn't comic book, man. Do it in his voice. I can't. I don't know his voice. I, I can do worse. You just worst. have to be yeah. and just, just, just Last night's you're gonna do it like scratch. This. I can't do it. Shut up. Just I, give me the quote <laughs> and I'll do it for you. You <laughs> suck. You suck. Oh, thank you, toxic fan. Yeah, you're ruining it. Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, you don't know how Last to talk like comic book itchy guy. Itchy and Scratchy was without a doubt the worst episode ever. Rest assured, I was on the internet in minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. There you go. You nailed it. There we go. <laughs> and that pretty much sums up the episode. A toxic mess that I'm forced to clean up by going out on the internet and giving it to the world. I guess you're the toxic Avenger of the podcasting world. <laughs> oh. righty, alrighty, alrighty. This brings to the end our episode 35. Oh, we're done. We hope you liked it. And if you did, come on our Facebook because we always ask you come to. Come on Dave's Facebook. Come on our Facebook. Come on our Facebook. Like come our on, page. You know, like, yeah, like our page because guess what? If you're within the first 200, you get into the contest for a game. I can't Ask promise. your friends. Ask your neighbors. Ask your loved ones to sign I mean, up because you will have a 1 in 200 chance as far yes, as terms of winning and, a crappy game. Yeah. Yeah. As far as terms and it conditions go, all you have time. to do is like our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. You don't have like to it. follow it. There's no dedication involved. Look at us. We don't dedicate anything to this episode, and get, yet you get it. So you come on our Facebook. You just like us and say, you know what? Just like us and leave us. We're used to that. Like us and leave us. Come on. And don't forget, check out the webpage, anonymoustabletop.com. Hit it and che- quit it. Yeah, check you're, this. You're getting really needy now. Shut there. up. Shut up. Well, they got to check. Come gotta, on. Just and, 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 come on, and, guys. Yeah, bring oh, us a ham sandwich. Yeah, bring us a ham sandwich. Yeah, you know, take a little bit of time out of your swiping left and right and yeah. just like off, our Facebook Get page. off Tinder, you toxic fans. And come on our Facebook. Sheshwan. We'll see you later, guys. That's it for this episode of Anonymous Tabletop. We hope it's been as good for you as it was for us. As always, make sure to check out the rest of the podcasts on the Freebooters Network as well as join us on the Anonymous Tabletop Facebook page. Feel free to give us comments, suggestions, or even topics for Tim Sack. You know you want to. All the cool kids are doing it. But until next time, this is Anonymous Tabletop signing off. Tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup <laughs> of ambition. Yawn and stretch and try to come alive. Yeehaw! And it makes me feel better that we're a little more regular or we're, we're kind of like a, a bowel movement. It's nice when we show up. And with the cost of raising children these days, burying them in somebody's yard might be a better way of handling it. Especially when there's eight or nine of them.
there's going to be some editing there. Never. <laughs> because I have no idea what we're talking about. You're not going to edit anything. Oh, uh, no. trust me. You should have seen. Did you see me edit the last one? No, I didn't. I edited the shit out of the last one. <laughs> It was the same turtley expression. It is. (laughs) I'm Dave. This is Anonymous Tabletop Podcast. Nailed it. Hey, partner. Have a good one. Okay. Come on, you gotta relax. Don't force it. Get a blow out your O-ring. Drop a lung. Who does number two work for? Who does number two work for? That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. Hey, hey, just grab a hold of something, bite your lip, and give it hell. Come on. We're going to get through this. Hey, that that sounds pretty nasty. How about a courtesy flush over there? Jesus Christ, boy. What did you eat? 